So are we ready to start? I think we're good on everything. We're going to start recording. Yeah. Yeah. Individually. Jason and I are okay. already recording. Yeah. So just jump in. I'm, I'm still getting some lag, so I'll probably need your guys's okay. files at the end of this. So if I'm not responding to something, it's probably because I can't hear you. But as long as you guys are hearing each other, okay, that's, I, I don't yeah. talk that much anyway. You, you guys both sound very synced to me. So as long as I cannot spaz out, mine might be all right. Okay. Yeah, because the idea is locally we'll be recorded fine. So, right. so then Jason can always just sync them up later. I can but the key is do not stop recording. Well, yeah, I. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't on purpose, dude. It was because my my push to talk was the space bar, and I think Windows decided that pushing the space bar was going to stop recording sometimes, and so I'm not doing that this time. Oh, don't worry, dude. I've literally had it where. I've had it where I blatantly just, without even thinking about it, click out the thing and X out of it. I'm like, why did I just fucking do that? <laughs> like, it's like I was possessed for like five seconds. I'm like, I knew that doing that was going to fucking shut down the recording, yet I did it anyway. So, <laughs> all right, we ready to go? Sure. Yes. All right, this is the Advanced After Combat Podcast. It's a podcast about uh, wargaming and our small portion of the wargaming community. Um, yes, this is a niche located within a niche, and that's about it. This is an explicit podcast, so there will be language and ideas or suggestions and concepts that aren't appropriate for children under the age of five, probably. So don't let the really small kids listen. This is not the type of podcast you want to put on to soothe your your one-year-old to sleep in his crib. Probably. Or listen with your family on the couch. That's right. Do not do listen. I've learned I myself have learned that lesson once when I made the mistake of playing two minutes of it for my wife and then immediately lunged to stop <laughs> the, the, the recording. Sure that. <laughs> so uh, this is a podcast brought brought to you by myself, Dave, uh, my bromance partner Jason. Hello. And a mystery host, which if you've listened to the podcast, he's already ruined the mystery. But uh, each each episode, we bring on a third host from our guild on BGG. And this month, our mystery host is The Duck. That's my wife's nickname for me, by the way. Ruining the mystery. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. My wife literally, before, as I was walking into the room to podcast, she goes, um, can you not get crazy today? Like, seriously. <laughs> like, she goes... Can it not be crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and and what did you respond, Dave? I'm not making any promises. Uh, that's you know. good. I'm glad that's you good. did. I'd be hurt if you did. That's right. So, but she, she just knows. Sometimes the post the the post uh, party post podcast party is a little rowdy. <laughs> it's invite only. So, Doug, you've hosted before. Um, yes. I think we all know about you. Or know of you if, yeah. if pe people don't know about the duck um they should probably go listen to other episodes yeah. um basically for this episode what we're going to do is we just got back from our uh, guild convention in dallas so we're going to do some game reviews there's an optional uh quiz we can do and then we're going to basically do a recap of the convention um unless you guys have anything you really want to talk about up front is there any are there any issues or anything you guys want to discuss no my convention, the convention discussion should be awesome. The convention was awesome. So yeah. So, uh, so real quick there. Okay. So uh, basically, we uh, 
<laughs> that was really distracting. We yes, this, it was. We have yes. this. Uh, well, we should. We, I don't think the listeners hear that. Jason just had no. to drop. He's coming back. So, yeah. So this means it's going to be a challenging uh, edit. I can already tell. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a quiz, Duck. It's optional. Of course, it is. So I just mentioned that because you know you don't have to take it. It's totally up to you if you want to take it or not. I know how to take it like a man. Okay. So um, I guess we're going to go do this without Jason. I already feel very alone. <laughs> uh, I think we're alone now. It's going to so, make him more jealous. He's already jealous of when we played our great campaigns game together. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did get a little jealous about it. But I did I, I did watch Jason play a game. So Yeah, and I, I appreciated it. I can hear you much better now. Okay. And, and and believe me, we won't get into we'll get into it later. But Jason needed all the help. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right, we'll talk about okay. it later. Jason got a little drunk. Let's pull us, and Jason was a little drunk. But fine. Um, okay, so it's a quiz, Jason. Uh, you missed this, but Duck has refused to take the quiz. He said he will not take it. it Fuck it's you, demeaning. bastards! Fuck it's all. It's demeaning. The community sucks. I rebel. All right. So, so the first question in I, the quiz. So, okay. j j just to. Spoiler alert! I might have a day freak out here in a minute because I can. I'm catching like every eighth word you guys say, so I might just throw my mouse against the wall here in a minute. But you do, guys can keep well, talking. Do we want to just start over because we really haven't done anything? Yeah, I, 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 I think no, we I think we're okay. Okay, well, how the I mean, fuck he's are already tried to it? log off and log back in. I, 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 if exactly. we start again, it's just going to be the same shit. It sounds like. <laughs> okay. So. So if I'm unresponsive, just move on. Jason needs to get some more of that Cat 3 cable from his house. Exactly. So, so basically, Jason, you can only hear some of what we're actually saying? I, I'm catching, yeah, the, I'm catching broad cuts of what you're saying. Yeah, that would make me completely insane. I don't yeah, think I could too. do that. So I'm going a little crazy. And right now it's okay, but then it, it starts dropping. But, Doc, you're getting everything fine. I get everything fine. Yeah, you both sound good. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully it'll improve. I'm, I'm all for you. What's just resetting the whole thing and starting over. So yeah, for the record, and I'm only one drink in, so um, I shouldn't. Hopefully, I won't spaz out until much later in the podcast and stop recording. Okay. So, so Jason, I, I I heard there might be a quiz. Okay. Um, I missed and, where I refused. That's right. Oh, okay. No. Good. So, um, so just for the record, you you want to keep going. Jason does. Yeah, Jason wants to keep going. Jason won't respond because he can't hear what I'm actually saying. Apparently not. This is <laughs> at, at such a point, professional podcast. Yeah, at some point, I think I can make an executive decision. We could just I think so. Yeah, get out and then come back You've on. Asked and try confirmation again. twice. So now you can just move on. All right. So what do you if we get we to the point where we get to the bonus and he's still not on, well, then we'll have to declare. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to declare some sort of emergency powers if he's we get to the bonus a, and he's still he's not a, on. He's a glutton for punishment. He just refuses to log <laughs> back. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So, first question. We'll just soldier on. It, it's it's time for another round of name that opposing commander. Woo. Your favorite. So it's the Battle of Iwo Jima. 1945. Uh, General Holland Smith is our commander, U.S. Marine Corps, obviously not a Japanese name. Uh, who is your commander? You're totally fucked on this. There's no way you're getting this. 
I you you could get it, I guess, depending on what you've read about it. Duck, are you pressing your push to talk? No, I'm going. I'm doing a lot of uh uh, and I'm not pressing my push to talk. Now I'm pressing well, my push to talk. Well, it's it, yeah, it's not a monologue, so feel free to include the uhs in it. With, even without Jason, now it's like literally, I don't want to be. By You're just myself. speaking to an empty room. Um, yeah, this is not going to go well. Um, um, oh, somebody's texting me. I wonder if that's Jason. Um, so Japanese commander at Iwo Jima. Yeah, this is a. I might as well just guess like um, Yamato. Final answer, uh, Yamato. <laughs> Yamato. Okay. Um, like the battleship Yamato. Yes, yeah, so that's the only Japanese the name I can think of right now, dude. It's a Tadamichi Kuribayashi. Kuribayashi was like a little bit known, but um, the Battle of Issus, three thirty-three BC. Our general is Alexander the Great. Who is your general? Hmm, Alexander the Great. Oh, gosh. Um, who did Alexander the fight? Right. Who who was his opposing general? Um, probably some Greek dude. Um. Or maybe, I don't know. I'll say uh, like Darius or somebody. I don't know. It's just a guess. That's correct. Uh, Persian, Persian guy. I want to say it's Darius, but I think Darius is basically oh, yeah. the same spelling. But I just like the, having the chance of correcting your pronunciation on yeah, the word no, for I, change. Fine. And if, so. I, if the way I know Darius is because I read it in a book, so I'm never going to get pronunciation right. That, that's, that's right. But it's funny because my daughter's reading Percy Jackson and it's got all the uh, gods, the Greek, the Greek gods. gods yeah. so, she, so she has all these strange pronunciations of all the Greek gods because she's never heard their names. Yeah. So she doesn't know Poseidon is Poseidon. So I constantly have to, she's trying to tell me the story. I constantly have to be like, no, it's Poseidon. That's the name, like each god that comes up. Uh, Battle of Smolensk. Smolings. That's uh We have Napoleon. Who do you have? I'm forgetting my push to talk again. Uh not that there's that much stuff going on. Um is it Smolings I think was in Russia. Um uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I think your your the gears turning in your brain. Uh, people enjoy that sound, so they want it. They want to hear uh, that. So don't cheat. Don't cheat them out of it. Don't rob uh, them of it. Uh, let's see. Who did Napoleon fight on the Russian side? Um, I should know this because we played um, the. Um, I would wonder if the same guy was in the um, La Bataille. Did I say that right? Bataille de Moscow? Yeah, um, I think we've. I think after years of saying it, we finally determined that is the correct way to say it. <laughs> La Bataille. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I okay, it's, it's uh, Barclay de Tolly. Okay, Barclay never would have gotten it. Yeah, there's a bunch of Russian generals. But, uh, Battle of Kopriti Bridge, English Civil War, 1644. Uh, you got to tell me uh, which side. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're we're Charles. Not that the it's going to matter. We're Charles the First, the Royalists. You are whom? Oh, Jason, right now is probably in full fucking rage mode on the sound. He's like, I can just imagine what's going on. Over I know he came back on and then he dropped off again, right? Yeah, I think kind of. It's got to be something to do with the signal. Who? Who? Which side am I again? You're the parliamentarians at the Battle of Capriti Bridge. Uh, Jesus. Parliamentary. So it would be the. Who is the leader of the parliamentarians? It, it, the... I, you fucking oh, I'm have the, to know I need this the parliamentarian. Stuff. Is that I Waller? gave you the. I gave you King Charles the first. Is the it Royalist. Waller? Is that your answer? That Waller is my answer. I don't have anything that, better. Your answer is correct. Good job. You got it right. Two for four. But, but this podcast, aside from any technical issues, will go on. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna, you're like desperate now that this actually be recorded and posted. Uh, all right. So Charles, de, uh, Battle of Agincourt. Charles de Abret, I think it's the Constable of France, is uh, our... Our uh, commander. Who's your commander? And, and this is super easy. Yeah, this, this one's one. easy. This one is the. Um, I even did the quote right. Now I hope you get it wrong. Because you hope be I get great. it wrong. I'm hoping you get it wrong. Do I have to? Um, yes. <laughs> you do. I have to get the number right. You do because it's, right. it's Henry. I knew, I knew Henry. that was going to be your question. You absolutely have to get the I number. Have to right. get the number. I'm pretty sure it's Henry V. Is that your guess? And that I is my guess, guess yes. Because I know, you're, I know you're guessing. Uh, yes, that's correct. I knew it was Henry, though. That wasn't a guess. I knew it was a Henry. Okay, so the next question that's going to be, for each listed military engagement, name which war or conflict it is most associated with. The Siege of Jadotville. J-A-D-O-T-ville. What? <laughs> okay, that's I've a never pass. even heard of that. Um, you passing? Uh, Jadotville. Um, Jadot. I don't even have a clue. What? So, Ville? Maybe French? I'm imagining that right now Jason is dragging a computer from upstairs in his house down <laughs> to his okay. game room. He's texting us because that's what my, I had to unlock my phone. So I'm trying to unlock my phone and take the quiz at the same time. But Jason texts us. He's going to reset his router. This is bullshit. He says. <laughs> Poor that's Jason. Good. That's oh, that enough. sucks. Yeah. Oh, he'll have to drink more. Um, oh shit. Uh, no clue. I'm going to say uh, it sounds French. So um, World War Two. Um, it is the Congo Crisis, 1961, Operation oh. Morthor. I was close. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> same, same century. Same century. Good. Same century. Okay, Battle of Isan Luana. Spell that. I-S-A-N-D-L-W-A-N-A. -A -A. Isan Luana. Uh, that sounds very Zulu-y. So I'm going to say, um, but I don't know the names of the Zulu Wars. Did that help that I did the text to talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, and actually, it, the uh, the computer voice said Isan Dewana. So I, I'm, that's as close as anything I'll ever get. Um, mm -hmm. 
I'm going to say the Zulu Wars and then see which, how much kind of shit you give me. Which war? Which Zulu war? The first one. I need a more specific answer. <laughs> You're not going to get it. <laughs> it's the Anglo-Zulu War of 1879. Right. I got the Zulu part right. Half a point. Give me half a point. You did, but like you could guess the French War for half these questions and be <laughs> right. You know, like oh, you're not going to give me half a point, you dick. Okay, next is Battle of Battle of Alma, or Battle of the Alma. A L M A. A L M A. Do you want me to type to text it to you? <laughs> I do want to hear the computer say it. Yes. Alma. So I think it's Battle of the Alma, but Battle of Alma, same thing. Uh, um, shit. That sounds vaguely familiar. Battle of the Alma. Maybe it's the battle of part that's familiar to you. <laughs> that's what's ringing the bell. Uh, yes. Um... So, hey, Duck, what are you drinking? Uh, right now I'm drinking, um, I had some stuff in my flask. I think it was single malt. Um, so I just poured it into a coffee mug because it is the morning. Um, <laughs> That's right. It's good. Good. I like it. <laughs> and so uh, it is. it tastes like a single malt. It might be like uh, Bunahaban or something because usually I fill my flask up when I go golfing and stick it in my pocket. Oh, nice. um, and I didn't realize it was in there. It's like bonus. That so is, that is what I'm drinking. And then like I have, a, yeah. And then I brought my bottle of a 15 year McClellan up and it's sitting right next to me. So I'm ready to go. See, I'm drinking wine. Ooh, red wine. Cause I'm, I'm, cl I'm classy as fuck. You are classy as fuck. Yeah, that's exactly what Jason would say. Nice. Yeah, that's right. So I got a cover for him right now. Yeah, you do. That's good work. Um, I'm thinking about the bottle of Alma. Yeah. And I'm thinking uh, 1800s. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Crimean War. You would be correct. Good job. If I get anywhere close to 50%, I'm going to call it a win. Uh, next battle is the Battle of Fuentes de Anoro, or Anoro, not sure. Battle of Fuentes de Anoro. Fuentes de Anoro. Now, this sounds very familiar, like it's Napoleonic. So we hear you, Jason. I, and I can hear you. So I'm, Everything's I'm just going to... I, I think we're good right now. Yeah. So I'm this sweating, one I can, I my think... face is red. <laughs> you're angry. You're I'm, I'm channeling angry. a little Dave. Channel your inner Dave. Get that anger uh, out. I'm, I'm trying to hold it down. Uh, oh, no, don't the, hold the it pain down. in my shoulder is flaring up. So Jason, I'm rooting for Jason you, and I, Jason and I get just as angry. We just get angry in different ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm a little less vocal. Um, I, oh, I yeah, try that, to. That, yeah. That's but then it explodes out of you like a volcano. This is I, something that uh, I, I was going to talk about. Uh, I noticed like when we went to the convention, uh, you know, there's a, a broad variety of guildies that are at the convention. Um, but I think one of the things that works for the podcast is uh, Jason has a certain type of personality and I have a certain type of personality and we get along really well, but we're very different people. So it's almost like there's a sliding scale from Jason to Dave and in between that scale are the various guildies we meet. Like some guys are more like Jasons 
and some guys are more like Dave's and some, some are in between, but it's interesting because everybody, there's something for everybody, I think in the group because of that. Oh, geez. Jason's going Oh no, that. he's going back again. <laughs> Poor Jason. Jason's not texting us and telling he's having troubles again. But yeah, I think that is an excellent observation, Dave. But yeah, I thought that like so so kind of if you're like maybe a guy who's not like as extroverted maybe or loud, um, then then you know maybe you're you're more like Jason, where if you're like maybe like a guy like Ralph or Duck are more like me. But there's guys like Kyle that are more like Jason. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. there's a big variety because when you look at the group, the guys inside the group are very different from each other. Yeah. You know, there's a wide spectrum. I have of a guys. secret Jason side. Jason, yeah. I have a secret Jason side. I, oh no, I'm watching another. But I think I, I thought it was interesting. I thought everyone was like, has a secret Jason side. I thought you there was like buddy. some. It kind of connects the group where there's not everybody yep. is like Ralph. Mm-hmm. You know Thank what I mean? God. Thank God. Right. So, that, but there's a white, and we've got some quiet guys who are very insightful, smart guys, and are a yeah. lot of fun. But you oh, got to maybe can get play to know. a game a thousand times and not get the rules. Right. Oh yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, network update. I think as long as I hold the push to talk, I can hear you guys. So we're gonna get some background noise, but at least I can participate. Because we're thirty well, minutes just, in, and I've just, said like ten words. Just go continuous. Just put your don't go to don't go click the yeah. top. Just put yourself on well, continuous. Actually, I'm not picking up a lot of background noise from you, Jason. So I think it's okay. So you might hear my wife whisper sweet nothings when she comes back from the store. It's, that, oh, okay. I mean, maybe she'll start gardening. She, I think that's a feature. She did, well, a she feature. did just she she just got out of the shower and then went to the store. So I was I was a little distracted anyway. So let me see if I can go to continuous. You guys yeah, keep, do that. continue yeah. with the quiz and I'll I'll okay. stop. Okay. To dominate this this piece of shit. But yeah, so that, okay. that, but that was my observation, like kind of thinking about the different types of guys we had, because when you look at the group of guys that were at the convention, wide spectrum of guys, but they all have something in common. They really like the podcast or they like the group and they, you know, they enjoy playing games with each other and uh, everybody kind of gets along together right away instantly. So it's like, yeah. so I thought you, that was interesting. Yeah. You and Jason have some things in common. I mean, your extrovertedness is where you fall on different ends of the spectrum, but you're both, hey, we like to play games. We like to have fun. We don't like the typical wargamer bullshit that you see on Consum World kind of thing. Sure. So you, you do right. have some things in common. And we like to keep all that bullshit out of our guild just so that everybody knows. Don't yes. don't bring that Consum World bullshit right. in, into yeah. posts on the guild. Yeah. You'll yeah, just get ignored or worse. Or the whiskey comes out and, and Jason's yeah. spoiling for a fight. Or or you'll get memed into submission, which I did once. Indeed. So Dave, I heard you're, you're, you're drinking red wine. I am. I'm doing well. Duck, Duck, are you classy drinking? Classy as fuck, baby. I'm he drinking single malt. This is a classy as fuck podcast. I'm, I'm drinking, well, let me let me trash it up a little bit then. I'm drinking a bacon-infused whiskey, old-fashioned, with some of John's orange bitters in it. So it's it's classy it's, it's, as fuck, dude. It's brunch tastic, and I'm I'm it's loving brunch. it. That's like classy brunch level shit. And I'm almost done with two of them in the last forty minutes. So yeah, so I'm, I had a, I'm drinking Costco wine. So <laughs> <laughs> I like Costco but wine. Classy, classy, but cost conscious. You know, right, there's nothing exactly. wrong with that. That's right. Okay, so or, Battle of Fuentes de Noro, Duck. I can, I know this one because. I can figure. I recognize it as a Napoleonic thing, and I recognize it as very Spanish, and I know that it was the Peninsular War. You so are that correct. Is my final answer. You are correct. 
That one I nailed, bitch. <laughs> so you're, Dave, you're keeping score, right? Yeah, right. I just was doing that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's five for nine. Nice. Woo! I good. missed half the quiz. Holy shit. Uh, um, you're going to have to listen to it. I will, J- J- I Jason, will do that. Jason, it really wasn't the same with that. I was very <laughs> it wasn't. We were going to have to go. If if we got to the bonus questions without you, we were going to go. Yeah, there. Then, so, yeah that then wasn't going to I was trying to delay it. I was actually trying to yeah. delay. <laughs> okay. The next is Battle of Fort Necessity. Mm. I think Braxton gave you kind of a soft quiz this week, frankly. Well, I'm thinking. Um, forts. You know, I remember my last Braxton quiz that had forts in it. And I remember, I, I'm going to say, I, th- here's my logic. Brax, there were a lot of forts in the French and Indian War. And my last question had some shit with forts in the French and Indian War. So I'm going to say French and Indian, French and Indian War. I'm already, you, I'm already you, three drinks in. By the way. You, almost said, you almost said engine. <laughs> That's right, the French and Indian War. You got it. <laughs> it's French, French and Indian. French. <laughs> you are six out of ten. Doing pretty well. Okay, for each listed World War II U.S. military commander, state one nickname they were known by. General Joe Stilwell. What nickname was he known by? Joe Stilwell. Nickname. Stilwell. He was the guy over in Asia. I recognize the name. I recognize the name, too. Um, let's see. Stillwell. And there was a lot in... Oh, this is... Oh, oh, oh! Vinegar Joe. Correct. Nice. Wow, where, where did that come from? Were you thinking about the wine I was drinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was trying to recall, like, I've read a book on Burma a long time ago. And, uh... Yeah, he you know, they talked about Stillwell a lot because he That's was involved right. in that whole Asia shit. That's right. So it's just, yeah. Colonel Gregory Boynton. World War II, Colonel Boynton. What nickname? No fucking clue. Uh, Pappy or Gramps? Pappy Boynton. Yeah, never would have. Who, who was he? What, what the hell? Where the hell was he? Was he the black sheep guy? I don't know what the hell he was, to be honest. Uh, General George Patton. We're not here to educate you, Duck. We're just here to ask you questions. So. <laughs> Patton. What? So his like official nickname? No, no. Yeah, not like his official government nickname. But uh, like, what nicknames did he have? There's a there's a several you can choose from. Like when you think of Patton, what's the nickname? Okay, so it's there's not just one answer. Not no. The not, one I think of. Not for this one. Pick, pick I mean, one of them. Blood and guts. That's what I first think of. Is that your answer? That is my answer. That's correct. We would have accepted. We would have accepted the old man, which I think is probably a nickname for almost any commander. But, right. Uh, and then Banditio. I have uh, never heard any of those other ones. Maybe that's from when he did he fight for Pershing or something <laughs> on the Mexican border. I don't know. <laughs> maybe in the no idea. Right? Okay, so the next one is General Curtis Lemay. Lemay. Hmm. Well, he has some uh, good nicknames. I want some of these nicknames. He has some really <laughs> good nicknames. Um, Curtis LeMay. 
I haven't trouble even placing him. I mean, literally, some of these nicknames, you could dress as them for Halloween. <laughs> you could dress as them for Halloween. Um, fuck. What did he do? He was an Air Force guy, wasn't he, I think? Um, I don't know. Okay. Got an answer? I, I, I have no guess. I have no guess. Oh. His nicknames were Old Iron Pants, <laughs> <laughs> The Demon, Bombs Away LeMay, and The Big Cigar. <laughs> that's, so that's he was the he, Clinton before Clinton, huh? That's right. That was actually Bill Clinton's Secret Service name, The Big Cigar. <laughs> the Big Cigar. That was the Secret Service code name. Uh, the next is nicknames for General Douglas MacArthur. Uh, flattering nicknames or any nicknames? Uh, yeah, I would just say nicknames because some of them may not be flattering. <laughs> Is there there are multiple answers? Correct. Uh, Correct for this one as well. Yes. Um, let me think. Oh gosh. Uh, what would be a good what nickname? What did he have? So, Jason, did going to continuous help your uh, sound problem? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not breathing okay, too good. heavily, am I? I think you're okay. okay. I mean, if you are, I think that's just normal for the podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> sniffling. It's a- atmospheric. Yeah, I think actually, guys, it's almost like a doctor could listen to the podcast and do like a respiratory exam <laughs> on it based on – I'm hearing a raspiness. You might have tuberculosis. <laughs> um, you know – I know he did the I will return thing. I don't know what his nicknames were. Um, yeah, that would be your opportunity then to say you don't know the answer. I wasn't, there was something there where he called him Generalissimo or something, right? That's what my guess is Generalissimo. I'm going to give it to you because the, the name was actually Gaijin Shogun or the foreign Generalissimo. Gaijin Shogun. Gaijin yeah. Shogun. Yeah, I wouldn't Gaijin, have that. Gaijin means foreign. But I remember he that, was called means, Generalissimo right, sometimes, yeah. Gaijin in Japanese, because again, my it parents outside, paid a lot. The, U, the U.S. Army paid for my education where I learned Japanese. Yeah, a guy, <laughs> Gaijin means basically literally like foreign man. Like, I think it means go. outside man. L- no, it's well, it's used for foreigners, right? It's, yeah, it's, anyone else? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Not in us. Japanese the technical definitions of word is important as important as the usage. But uh, Gaijin means you're foreigner, you're a right. barbarian, an outsider. Um. The other nicknames were Dugout Doug, which I'm sure is not flattering. I'm sure oh, he did not like to I be think called Dugout Doug. I think we have a new nickname for Big Time. Yes, yeah. we do. Dugout Doug. <laughs> and then the, 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 Although the, I like Big Time. Big, big Time is Big Time's good too. Then we had the Big Chief. That was the other one. That sounds a little racist. I don't like that one. Yeah, right. It wouldn't be appropriate now. <laughs> that's right. Because we're definitely not insulting to <laughs> entire groups of people. We we try to shy away from that. So uh, now I'm we're catching up with the drinking very fast. Now you're you're eight out of fifteen, so you're starting to slip a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. Um, you know, eight. Wait, wait. Is it time? Is it time now? Um. Yeah. So so now's the, now's your chance to check catch up. Yeah. Even uh, Braxton puts in 
the possibly extra difficult bonus question. Cue Jason for the explanation of the bonus. <laughs> I appreciate that, Braxton. Like, Braxton, I don't need that suggestion. It's my favorite part of doing the podcast. <laughs> it's the only reason I, we still do this podcast. So, um, I think it, you do need this suggestion. So, I think it can't hurt. So, uh, yeah, I guess I could use all the suggestions I can get, basically. <laughs> so, uh, Duck, uh, there's there are three sections of the podcast quiz. This fourth and final section is bonus. So, uh, and when I say, Jason, do you want to kind of explain the concept of the bonus question for everyone? So, so theoretically you could catch up, but, but in reality you can't because these questions that you're going to be at, or this question, these <laughs> answers you're going to give right. <laughs> are worth the same as the other ones. And, and this question still counts in the total because these questions or these answers are worth exactly the same as all of the other answers you've given, but they are a bonus so, because so, they're the last answers you're going to give. But, but like, I guess we could say that if you didn't answer them, then they would count against, they would, they, they would, would make your score worse. They would count right, because exactly they, as, be, as normal questions. Exactly. They function Except exactly like bonus. the others, but they're bonus questions Yes, because they're I, bonus questions. Can I, can I say something? I, I, I've been drinking so fast, I, I'm starting to lose feeling in my face. <laughs> you are in the correct state to, to record this podcast. <laughs> you're, you're in the bonus phase. This is bonus. Everything from here on in is exactly time. like the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so here are the bonus questions. And by bonus questions, again, what, it's a, what it's we a, mean it's a command. Question. Yeah. It, 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 it's basically an order. It's not a question. I am ordering you to name the five battle cruisers, three British and two German, that were sunk during the Battle of Jutland, Jutland oh, right? wow. in 1916. It is Jutland, right? Mm -hmm. Jutland? Okay. Three British, two German battle cruisers. <laughs> feel free. Feel free. To just, feel free to talk your answers. Um, because I don't know. I'm not sure if they will count against you if you don't answer them because they are bonus. <laughs> but but the number of correct answers still counts against the total number of answers possible. And and the incorrect <laughs> answers count the same. Exactly. Or or unanswered questions will also count against you. How, how, but how feel many free were there? He's lost track of the question. <laughs> it's three British, two German. Three British, two German. <laughs> You're already in trouble. Uh, You're in trouble. <laughs> World War One, not my strong suit. Uh, which, which is interesting because you're eight for fifteen on everything else. So, yeah. I, I guess that was all in your wheelhouse. That was <laughs> that, that fair actually enough. was fair, fairly close to my wheelhouse. Um, uh, well, let's see. Three British. Two German? Two German. Three British, two German. A total of five bonus battle cruisers. Um all right, well the German I mean the British ones are gonna have names like um uh Indomitable, right? So I'm gonna guess Indomitable. That is incorrect. Four more to go. How about uh, Birmingham? No. Well, there's three British, right? So I can guess one more British. You can guess I, as you many can British as, <laughs> as many as you want. <laughs> as many How about uh, how about Invincible? 
You are correct. You actually Whoa. got one right. Yes, I got one out of nowhere. That's crazy. How about Indomitable? I, I think you guess that, that first. <laughs> <laughs> did I already guess that one? You did. He's like impregnable, <laughs> infertilizable. Yeah, that's gonna be my next guest. Is impregnable. <laughs> <laughs> Infertile. Infertile. I'm actually cracking up laughing. I remember it pushed the tongue. How about impossible? <laughs> Unquestionable. My next guess is the Queen Mary. Are you serious? Why would you guess the Queen Mary? I don't know because it's a transcontinental so, cruise line. Dude. It's actually correct. You got it correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That made me suspicious Woo! that there was some Googling going on. <laughs> and then the uh, Kaiser Wilhelm is going to be... No, there's no Googling. <laughs> so you have one more answer. You have... Kaiser two. Wilhelm. Uh, incorrect. Yeah, I, I knew the cruise... Come on, I, Queen Mary is an easy guess. I, well, I knew the Queen Mary... They named how many ships the Queen Mary? Well, I knew the cruise liner. I didn't think there was a battle question at the Queen Mary. I don't know. I just, I yeah, I could have guessed the Queen. Well, no, Queen. Well, I could have guessed the Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. So you got, you got very... two correct for a grand total of ten out of twenty. Fifty percent. That's exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> that is that was my goal. Goal yeah. achieved. I don't. I don't think that's bad. I think ten out of twenty is pretty solid. That's about. I'm, I'm, that's about average. I'm, right? I'm super happy. Okay, so now. Um, we have a. Uh, we can do some game reviews. I'm thinking maybe if Duck has a review, he should go first. <laughs> maybe just I in do case. A, I, I do I, have a review. I, I've done this long enough to be able to kind of catch, like, detect the vibe. Kind of ride, <laughs> ride that wave. Do we? Do we? I have two reviews, but and I was going to give. Let, let's. Um, why don't we choose the best one and do that? The one. best. Well, <laughs> so here I'll let you guys choose. I have a review of a game that's not a war game. Um, but is Wargame adjacent? It's not an 18xx game, if that's what you're worried about. Um, the first review would be a game called Leaving Earth. And the second review would be of, um, and which I've played five or six times, um, including against my son multiple times. And then the other review would be on um, a Civil War Brigade series game, Three Battles of Manassas, which I've only soloed. Um, but I could do a review on either one. So you guys get to So I, I do want to hear about Leaving Earth. So okay, yeah, I, I figured that's the way Jason was going to go. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, and I, I feel bad. I know we're a wargaming podcast, but... Uh, we're a, we're a but wargaming we adjacent podcast. We're, we're, we branch out. Okay, so Leaving Earth. Well, I mean, the, and the, can, the con would prove that we play lots of games. If you actually yes. looked at the games that were being played at the convention, there was a variety of games. So. Yes. So Leaving Earth. Um... Leaving Earth is a game by. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's Phil Phil Eklund, right? No, it's it's like oh, no, Phil no, no. Eklund. It's yeah, by no, Lumeris. Um, the guy na is named Joe Fastula or something. Who's the designer? But it's like uh, so. High Frontier is the Phil Eklund That's game right. about right. um, going into space, and it's super complicated. I haven't ever played High Frontier, but what I've heard is Leaving Earth is High Frontier light. Uh, but okay. Leaving Earth is a good game. Um, it's it fits in. Uh, it's like you know if you you it's kind of hard to get. Um, you can buy it directly from Lumeris. Um, oh, I you think mean there's a, physically get the game? Yeah, 
it's hard to physically get the game because um, they don't have it's a small company and um, I had to, I bought it from board game bliss in Canada because I was buying something else and they had it um, but for most like cool stuff doesn't have it miniature market doesn't have it you can buy it directly from the company of course but then you're paying full retail so um, it's hard to get um, and so you kind of pay a premium and you don't have the usual online discount. It's about like 40 with shipping, maybe a little over 50 bucks. Um, and you're, yeah, you're not getting a lot for that. It's a small game. Like the box is like, I'm looking at it right now. It's like five by six. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of game in there. So what you get in the game box is, um, so Leaving Earth uh, starts in the 50s. You're you're one of the space agencies. You're like the U.S. space agency. You're the Russian space agency. You're the Chinese space agency. And um, at the beginning of the game, there's a bunch of objectives that you deal out. There's easy ones, medium, hard. Um, and depending on what difficulty you pick, you deal out a bunch of different objectives. And so the first one to achieve each of this uh, objectives gets the points on that objective. And at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. Now, so, are the objectives uh, hidden or known? No, they're all revealed at the beginning. So like an objective would be put a satellite in orbit or, you know, that would be an easy one or land a man on Venus and return him to Earth. That would be a hard one. Um, so they range the gamut. Um, and then in the game, you get the, it comes with a bunch of cards. And so you lay out this tableau. And so the whole solar system is laid out as a tableau. So there's the Earth, there's near Earth orbit, there's Earth orbit. So each of these are kind of square cards and they all link up in a certain order. So that you you move from Earth to near Earth orbit to Earth orbit to lunar flyby to you know surface of the moon to lunar orbit. So they're all all the cards are kind of arranged in this tableau. Now what's and, the what's the maximum amount of uh prox can you get to Mars or does it stop at the moon? Um, no, you can go to Mercury actually. So there's oh, an expansion. Okay. Actually, if you buy the game now, it comes with a Mercury expansion. There's another expansion with the outer planets where you can go all the way to like um, Saturn and all those kind of things. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. Yeah. So my son has played the expansion. I haven't played the expansion, but with the base game, you have there's one the, like the farthest out you can go is the asteroid series. Uh, just real quick, who the hell did your son play the expansion with? Uh, four of his geeky friends. Oh, nice. That's um, cool. I love yeah. My are, are, we, awesome. are we gonna do guild arranged marriages at some point where we can make sure <laughs> that our children your 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 daughter that reads and my son, I was thinking like they're about the same age and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they might be a good match. I've been listening to Game of Thrones a lot, so I'm I'm all about the arranged marriages right now. Oh yeah. No, it's not a bad idea. Um My but, daughter's um, fourteen. She's pretty athletic. Okay. Just putting it out there. Yeah. Well, you, anyway, I can talk about it. the discussions <laughs> I had with Dimebag too. Will come up in the man. Dimebag and I on Sunday night we had the best discussions. We'll talk about that later. Oh yeah, but, they're, um, they're, yeah. It's, it's hard not to get into like the convention <laughs> talk because so much of it was exciting, and we met all these guys who were great. But, it yeah. was. Yeah. Right. All right. So I really feel bad for all the people who didn't go. Yeah, I don't feel bad for some of them. Like it's their own damn fucking fault, so they should feel bad. Well, no, they're they're going to pay the price when I drop down that first <clears throat> yeah. coin, and then they That's can't right. match it, and then they have to buy and, me and beer. slam it down so hard it leaves an indentation in the bar. That's oh. right. That, oh, yeah, That's what and, I'm looking forward to. And literally, when I just want to say this because I'll forget to talk about when we were at the brewery and we did the toast to Andy. And I realized that, that Kev did not have his coin with him. I tried <laughs> to catch him at the bar six different times to make him buy me. I drank six beers trying to get Kev to buy Dave me one smashed. fucking free beer. 
<laughs> I mean, that's worth it. That's totally worth it. I was like, it was stalking, awesome. I was stalking the bar because I'm waiting for Kev to come out of the bar because I'm going to slap it down. <laughs> All right. I'm back on target. Um, so you lay this tableau. And then, um, so you're a space agency and you have these, there's these little uh, balsa wood die cut uh, or laser cut counters that are your spaceship. So you build spaceships. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and you and there are tiny little cards that uh and yeah i'm getting a, um i'm getting a little distracted <laughs> basically um you get 20 you get a base amount of money every year and you have to spend that money you can spend a money to research certain technologies when you research a technology you get the technology and it has three outcome cards on it and the outcome card can be either success minor failure or major failure um, and what happens every time you try and use that technology, so it comes with three cards, you draw a card, um, and it will either say uh, success, minor failure, or major failure. Um, it, minor failure usually is like, oh, it just doesn't work. Major failure is usually like it fucking explodes. So you like buy like different rocket technology, right? So Saturn rockets are a technology you buy. And Saturn rockets are huge and give you enormous power um, to get out of Earth's atmosphere, but they're very expensive. So you buy that technology, um, and then you probably want to test it. So you can run tests, and when you when you when you use that technology, when you run a Saturn rocket, you pull a card out of your uh, outcome pile, and um, if it's a success, you can pay ten million dollars to get rid of it, and if it's a failure, you can pay five million dollars to get rid of it. And you're getting twenty five million a year. No, um, no, it's a very. Oh, I'm sorry. So why would you want to get rid of something that's a success? Because. If you get rid of all three cards, you will succeed every time. I see. So by going through right. the testing process, then you get guarantee that you it's guarantee going to be successful. that 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 will work every time. And so or successes could, are you, harder to get rid of. Or you could just take an untested rocket and say, "Fuck it, we're putting everything on it. We're just yes. going to launch it. And we're just going to launch it. We're going to put guys on this rocket, right? You can test it without astronauts in it, right? But or you can put guys in it, and we're going to pull it. Right? Go so Chinese space agency. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's a little. That's where the kind of the variability comes in. Jason, what was your question? Can you put dogs in the rocket ship? N well, I mean, if you you can test it without guys, right? Okay. But then you like without the, humans. The objectives are like maybe an objective is first man in orbit, right? You mm. can't achieve mm. first man in orbit when you're doing a test. If right? it's you have to put a man right. up there. Yeah. I see, but you're, if you're racing against somebody else who seems like they're getting close, you might you say, might push it. Yeah, yeah, you might push it. So the Chinese, and it costs the Chinese, more to get rid of successes because you really don't know that's right. what went wrong, right? So it's, but you might pay that money because you want to have a like if you're going to use Saturn rockets a lot, you might want to test them until you get rid of every all the all three cards, and you know, like if you have one failure failure in those cards, every time you run that thing, you shuffle the cards, right? So it's not like you know, oh, I got the success, so I know the failure's coming up soon. No, you shuffle them every time. So. Um, so every time you try it, you try it, you get the result, and then you shuffle them again. And then when you're down to one card, if you get a failure, I mean, if you get a success, you get to remove it for free, right? Because obviously, you know, you would just be able to have success. But, but success. if you get rid of the success, aren't you guaranteeing that your next ones are going to be failures? No, because the when when you when you when you research the technology, you draw three cards from this outcome deck, which is either success or failures, and two thirds of those or more are are successes. So you don't know so you what don't, that deck's going to be. You don't know what you got on your three cards, right? It could be three successes. 
And a lot of times it is. It could usually it's it's probably like one failure and two successes, uh, which is like the worst case because then you've got to like filter through. There are like you can do some testing where you just test it. You just keep testing it over and over. Like there are technologies like um, uh, re. I'm trying to think. There are technologies that you can test over and over for free where you don't have to pay to remove stuff because you can test it long enough. You know, it's like, hey, I've got three successes. It's fine. I don't have to do anything. Um, but anyway, so there's this whole test. How much do you test it? That's kind of the key thing in the game. And then the other part of the game is, so you have this tableau of like, here's the, the surface of Earth. Here's uh, suborbital Earth. Here's uh, Earth in uh, Earth orbit. And then you go. And to move from one card in this tableau to the next there's a difficulty rating and that's like how much uh energy it takes to get from one to the other and so you build a spaceship and a spaceship you know how whatever you put on there each thing has mass and has amount of thrust and so you have to determine to get from one to the other here's all the rockets i'm going to fire and so the difficulty times the mass of your spaceship you have to have at least that much thrust so like a saturn rocket has a large amount of mass, but also has a huge amount of thrust, right? So they're good for getting you off orbit. But then when you get in space, you want these tiny little Juno rockets that give a little bit of thrust, but don't have a lot of mass. Right, because right. You I want to never I get off of Earth. Saturn had to get the Juno rockets up out of orbit. Right. So, so you have to lift. Heavy. Yeah, you have to build the spaceship with a, a Saturn on the ground, which you use to boost into orbit, and then you have a bunch of Junos. And then you can research like technology that lets you um, transfer things. Um, when you're in orbit and that's an easy one to test so that you can like build an orbital station and just like launch uh, little rockets into space for your interplanetary missions and stuff so that's a pretty good strategy so um, it's a really cool mechanic where you build these spaceships and like mission planning they actually have a book, thing in the rule book about mission planning like where you have to like like I need this much thrust to get from Earth orbit to lunar flyby, and so I need this many rockets. So you, you actually go, you figure out where you want to end up, and you go backwards from there and figure out all the rockets mm. you need and how much mass you need. Like mission planning is like a five-page section in the rule book. It's, and you know if so, my my son loves it. I kind of like it too. Um, it, it it's an excellent game. The artwork. Uh, for all the cards is really nice. I mean, it's kind of like 1950s space, and the planets are kind of like realistic, uh, a little uh, graphic, uh, a little graphic kind of uh, niceness there. But kind of, it's kind of like a 1950s theme, like 1950s space stuff. But really well done. Um, the cards are nice. Um, the the rule book's fairly well written. Um, it's pretty easy to understand. The one thing I would put about it is that you know the, the variability from game to game is just you get these different objectives that are worth different points. So you know once once you figured out like the best way to get a mission to Mars, like land an astronaut on Mars and bring him home, right? Um, you're going to know that every time. So like you're going to be able to play this game 50 times, maybe not, mm. but you know for it's a lot of fun for like the first twenty-five plays. Right? And and That's just funny. so I know, so the 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 missions are the objectives are universal. Everyone's trying to get the same objectives. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And it's first come first serve. So first, it's first come first serve. Right. Right. 
So, you know, whatever objectives, so you draw the objectives from a deck. So every game will have different objectives. So you kind of have to look at the objectives at the beginning and say, you know, I could go for the early ones. Uh, the one thing that's interesting is when someone else gets an objective, you get 10 million extra, everybody else gets 10 million extra dollars in that year. So because your, like, your government's like, what the fuck? Like, we really yeah. need to start competing. We here. need to catch up. Yeah. So, um, so if you go for in the, the ones that are easy to get are low points value, right? So if you go get a bunch of ones, you're going to let the other guy kind of do a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff. So oh, yeah, there that's is cool. that. That is cool. There is a catch up mechanism there. It, it's, it's a really fun playing game like it does not have infinite replayability um but there are expansions there's the expansion where you can go to saturn and jupiter and stuff um, but there is some strategy as far as how much you want to rush your program so yes. if you're playing yeah. against somebody else who knows exactly how to get to mars you guys are kind of racing against each other yeah. and taking you can risks. always you can take that risk and say hey look i have an untested rocket technology i'm gonna i'm gonna launch my mission to jupiter anyway and fuck it all you know so right that, that's that's the motto of the chinese yeah. space agency launch that exactly. shit <laughs> and the Chinese space agency is is exactly someone you can choose. All the space agencies act the same, though. It's right. Just, you yeah. know, how you do them. Right. It's your yeah. personality. So, are, but, there, are there consequences when you like blow up astronauts? If or you kill an astronaut, yes, it costs you victory points. Yes. <laughs> but dogs are free. Dogs can. Be killed. Dogs, dogs are free. free. Dogs are free. <clears throat> um, and but yeah, solo. and if you go on, huh? It plays solo. It would play well solo, not like the infinite replayability would be, but you know, like figuring out the missions is a lot of fun. In yeah. fact, I mean, it's almost like multiplayer solo the first times because, because I mean, no it's knows. fun. You're kind of interacting, and there's cooperative kind of variants too, where you can like space agencies can kind of cooperate as well. Well, it sounds so like, like it sounds like if you're going to play this game, you probably want to solo it a couple times just to yeah. have an idea yeah. of what you need to do because otherwise you're going to be fun. lost. I mean, the mission planning is fun if you like sciencey stuff and you like oh, how much thrust do I need to get? You know, because you're you're you figure that you know the difficulty to get from Earth straight to Earth orbit is you know like very high. So you know how much mass can I lift out to Earth orbit, and then what do I have to do? It's fun if you like that. If you're a big space science nerd, this is the game for you. Yeah. I would highly recommend it. All right, good. So uh, beers. Um, you know the mission planning thing. <laughs> you could you could play this with like ten beers. You would not do well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the basic rules are simple. If you want to do well, if you want to like do the mission planning, if, do the mission planning before you drink maybe like four beers. Do you need to maybe so, front load some Ritalin so you're prepared to really <laughs> zero in on the Write the mission planning, write your mission planning down beforehand and There's then start drinking beers. and then you're fine. Negative beers. <laughs> Like and say, <laughs> I'm taking a risk, and you can write notes to yourself. Don't take that risk. That's <laughs> right. Okay, good. Um, and then I'd probably give it about an eight um, oh, on nice. the fun scale. And, yeah. and you, like, you'd like the components. You said the components are nice. They look. Yeah, nice. the cards are nice. The art's nice. Um, it, you know, the little tokens for the spaceships are all. They're like you know 1950s kind of satellite. And if someone wants to thing. order this game, where can they get it from again? You go to Lumeris, search for Lumeris on Google, um, and that's in the U.S. Uh, Board Game Bliss in Canada. And actually, um, you know, because the Canadian people, their dollar is very inexpensive. I bought it from them, and I ended up saving a little bit of money. Because they have free shipping, actually, to the U.S. So Board oh, Game nice. Bliss is another place. You have to spend a lot of shitload of money. But I was getting an 18xx game, so it worked out. Yeah, but I think buying from Canada is probably good right now, though. I guess yeah. the shipping's jacked up, maybe, but, but that's it or, is it. or is it jacked up going there and not so bad coming here? 
Is that the uh, board game bliss? Um, I think you have to pay 200 Canadian, which is like $2 US. Oh, did I talk at all about my cruise to Canada? Because I was annoying the <laughs> shit out of the Canadians when I was there because anytime they would give me a price, they'd be like, is that US or Canadian? I would always assume it's a, they'd be like, Canadian, please. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Every time they give me a price, like we were going to negotiate somehow. US or Canadian? Yeah. Okay. So, I was pretty happy with Board Game Bliss because actually I ordered from them, I ordered... Uh, the leaving earth and i ordered uh 1844 54 from them <laughs> and um it actually came the box came like they didn't pack it super well and i gave them shit and um they were like super nice they gave me like percent off because it got the box got pretty damaged they said sorry so, yeah sorry were they, they were insincere they were insincere but then they backed right. it up with <laughs> percentage off were they sincerely go. sorry or were they just like i don't care they gave me money back so i, I, I do want to point out sincere or not I want to point out how well Dave and I both did with not snickering or commenting on the amount of times you said thrust. <laughs> that is true. We, we did, we did I'm very well. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm kind of disappointed. I was he has it one of his notes. It's one of his notes. Stress <laughs> the thrust. Thrust. <laughs> Suppressed thrust. And mass. Mass. Girth is yeah. not a problem in rockets. It's mass. Yeah, it's Girth mass. is not yeah. an issue. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I would... I would unreservedly recommend this game. Just don't expect like you're gonna if you play it the thirtieth time, you're gonna be like, okay, it's kind of the same. Sure, way. that's that's I, uh, otherwise excellent. I play most games like five times. So I mean, so that we literally have for to... most of us, we've got too many games to play anyway. Okay. If you're in that situation, you should and you like space uh, sciencey stuff, you should get this game. I mean, we we have guys in our guild who work for NASA. So mm -hmm. maybe we'll let yes. them to be the judges. Dr. I. Yeah, I was going to talk about Dr. I in the in the recap. Yeah, do, does he want us to talk about him? Or is well, he gonna, on the if I call him Dr. I, is that's that true. Okay? That's true. He did take a picture. When he took a picture of the challenge coin, was it up against like a launch? Was that actually it was some rocket? rocket shit. Was that an yeah. actual rocket? Yeah. I don't know. How do we attract these cool guys in the guild? I, I know. That's it. weird. It I can't be it. us. Yeah, he's a hybrid. I think Dr. I is a mix of he's a, he's a He's a Jave or a Dason. He's halfway through the slide. He's a Dason. He's halfway through. Okay, I, did, so, I didn't realize that's where he was. That's where he was employed. Oh yeah, dude. He like works on the launch pad. Yeah, he works wow. on the launch pad. That's what he does. He's a fucking genius, man. He's a rocket scientist. And poor guy got. Well, I, I, I'm 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 not. I'm going to leave that unsaid. What I was going to say. I mean, and I taught him how to play La Bataille, and he never once said it's not rocket science. Like he, <laughs> he didn't. That never came. Up. That's that's sad. I'm really sad. Uh, Jason, do you have a game you want to review? Sure. I'll 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 be short. I'll go quickly. Because um, because my game review might be controversial. Because it, it's, been it's been reviewed before on the podcast. That's okay. Oh, I, I know what you're going to review. <laughs> I know. I actually like when games are re-reviewed. Yeah. Is it at or of? That's the question. It but is anyway, of. It's, it's gog, know it not is. gag. The gog, gog is gog is like heavy gagging. So when you're gogging, like it is really balls deep. Gagging is just normal, but gog. Is I thought like, gogging was like some sort of goggles, short, short for goggles. No, no. If you're gogging, like you are, it's it's, balls it's, deep. it's past it's past that that threshold. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! All right, all right. So Jason, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! Um, 
Dave? Sir? Dave, I, I have a confession to make. Okay. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> Do you want to text this to me? <laughs> no, it's it's for the podcast. I I really like air games. Okay. Really. And this is a this is a realization I've come come to accept in the last three or four months. So I'm gonna talk about uh, Enemy Coast Ahead. Oh I'm sorry, what's uh, the game? Enemy Is it Dam? Enemy Coast dam Ahead. The dam oh yeah, bus, okay. The Dam cool. Busters. Cool. <clears throat> it's the best game by a dam site. <laughs> Uh, so this is. Uh, I'm not laughing at the joke. I refuse to laugh at the joke. <laughs> I, I'm in the laughy stage, so I'll, I'll laugh at just about anything. I, I know somebody's drunk enough to laugh. Exactly. At it. <laughs> so this I'm is. I'm going to laugh at it. I think it's funny. This is the Dam Buster raid, uh, Operation <laughs> Chastise. So I, <clears throat> I've never seen the Dam Buster movie. I've never read any books about this. I have zero interest in this operation. Um, I got talked into it by. Um, fuck me. Um, <laughs> someone on the guild. Oh Jesus Christ! I want to say it's Ross. We'll we'll say it's Ross. It was Leroy. I, I might have I might have miscalculated as to who should go first or second on the review. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I I caught up to Duck while he was talking. Um, but yeah, I couldn't drink as much while I was talking. Yeah, that's the, that's the idea. So I'll I'll be sobered up by the time Dave starts talking. Yeah, Duck was reviewing his fantasy game about launching rockets into the moon, <laughs> thrusting <laughs> thrusting mass into space. Uh, so so it's solo and it has planes. So I was I was on board. Uh, the game is broken down into really three phases, um, but each phase the game also breaks down into scenarios and they're kind of reverse ordered. So like the, the in, intro scenarios are just the attack phase, which is really phase three. And then the intermediate scenarios include the, the flight path to the attack. Um, so that's phases two and three. And then the campaign quote unquote scenario is uh, the planning, the flight, and then the attack. Oh, so that's cool. So it kind of builds in like a learning path for you. Right. So so the attack is pretty straightforward in what you do, and then the flight is kind of on rails a little bit. You're a little little bit kind of just following along. Uh, and then the planning is really where you have a little bit more control, and then you, you kind of set the engine in place and then let it run throughout the rest, and then you can make a little bit more um, decisions on the back end with the attack. So... I don't like programmed learning in general, but this is a little bit like that. But it but I think it's good though, very it does show it, you it, the, the first scenario you're playing, you see like, oh, this is what my right, attack is kind of supposed to, to look like, exactly, right? Exactly. This is what it, as opposed to doing a campaign where you do go through all the steps and then you're like, oh, it was unwinnable because I fucked up all this other stuff on the way there, so. Right, right. So, so one thing that's very in this game's favor is the play aids are very good um, to the point where when I played it the first time, I didn't have to read the rules. I <clears throat> I kind of glanced through the rules, kind of just flipped the pages. The play aids are enough. They have enough detail in them that you can play the attack scenarios just following the flow chart, which is That's cool. pretty cool. That's really good. The attack scenarios, so the intro scenarios take like 15 minutes to an hour. Um, the, the flight takes like an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, and the campaign is like two to three hours. So again pretty playable like a 15 minute scenario is you're you're obviously not doing very well at at that stage because you're you're dying pretty early but to have that 
immediate kind of buy-in is, is something I really look for. Uh, so it's, I, to not go through the whole sequence of play, just to kind of put it in context, it's, it's pretty similar. Well, it's, it's akin to B17 because it's a little bit on rails. You're kind of following along with what happens. Um, it's, it's a little bit on rails, but there's still decisions to make, like when to attack, when to, or, you know, where to engage your attack. Um, and, and you get emotionally invested in, in what's happening. Some games do this. Ambush does this very well. Um, other games, be, like G17 doesn't engage me emotionally. Uh, Pick Duty doesn't engage me emotionally. What's the scale? Are they individual planes? There's, hmm, I want to say they're squadrons. Okay, so like you don't know Actually, who the no. pilots are or anything. These are no, they, they are they are individual planes because the there's a young one of the one of the pilots' his name is Young, and and the pilots are on on the counters. So oh, I think cool. it is. Yeah, I think cool. it is individual. It is individual planes because each plane can can drop their individual bombs. So it's it's pretty zoomed in, which which is kind of cool. Um. So, so with that on rails, some people don't like that, and and in general, I'm not a huge fan of that. But this game, something about it just really, really pulled me in. Um, it's brutal, as most solo games are. You're not going to win a lot. Um, the, the flight scenarios, especially, are are punishing. They, the the Germans will just beat on you with flak and you know spotlights and and just kind of wear you down to the point where when you attack, it's you're not bringing a lot to the table. The campaign game has a little bit more where you can mitigate that that brutalness. So the 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 attack scenarios, the intermediate scenarios, are a little bit tougher. The campaign game is super engaging. You're and, like, and, and Jason, you probably mentioned this. This is a solo game, right? It's a solo only. Yeah. Okay, I, so I, yeah. So basically, you're the 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 dam and its defenders are the game, the the system, and you're attacking it. Right, you are the British um, bombers flying in and, and dropping the uh, the upkeep bombs, the, like the barrel bombs that they that they threw against the dams. And what kind of what kind of planes are you flying? Is this the little mosquitoes? No, it's um, um, Lancasters. And one more question: so it's a solo game. So the question that always comes up is: is this a puzzle game or is this a a game where you can play with a lot of different varieties of strategies. It's it's not a it's not a puzzle game. Um, you're doing like all of the scenarios. You're doing basically the same thing over and over again. And How was that duck? Duck was that good? Uh, I'm doing that, like counter rules. Is that's, that was I'm trying to be a good. I'm trying to be a good review partner. You're duck. you're fucking off. Awesome. That's a good leading question. Face. Duck is sitting uh, in the study, touching his face right now. Like, <laughs> I can't feel my you face. Know, two minutes ago, I was. It, it's pretty numb. <laughs> and, I, and I'm still drinking. Indeed, I'm about to need some more. Um, so there's there's no puzzle because it's so random that that the way the game reacts to you is is different from turn to turn and game to game. Um, if if you're a solo game player, if if you're interested in this operation um, and you like planes, I, I would say this is a must buy. Um, it's it's solid. Some people don't like the flowcharts. If you don't like that, stay away from it. If you don't like the coin solo system where it's if X, then Y, don't buy this game. 
because it's it's a lot of that. It's it's you're following a flowchart through the the play aids. Um, but so I don't Jay, have a problem with that. Jason, my other question would be then: so if it's not a puzzle game and the game is kind of reacting as you go, um, where can you play it well? Is there or is it you just get lucky based it's, on the loadout you had? I would say it's fifty fifty. There there are certain things you want to do, like you don't want to bomb from farther so so you do have some decisions to make if if you have a bad approach you can pull up and pull out of that approach and not drop your bombs so you know early on you realize okay i don't if if the situation isn't to my benefit i don't want to drop my bombs let me just pull up circle again and, and come back in for another run because you have three or four planes that, that are kind of circling and then one will make a run and then you see what happens. Uh, either it hits or doesn't. So you do have some decisions to make. So, so you learn early on, you know, kind of what what the right balance of of situation versus luck is to get in. Um, but sometimes you do, you know, it's your last plane. Let me just make a run. I'm going to drop the bombs no matter what. And then it is a, up to luck. So there is there is a lot of luck in it. Yeah, because that's with, how I kind of felt Phantom Leader was, where it's like. Okay, yeah. like I might be have a good strategy, but in the end, it's a matter of rolling between a five yeah. and a ten or a seven through a ten. So I could make a bad decision and still win, or I could make a good decision and still and, lose. And still lose, yeah. So th this does have some of that, but you have way more control than you do in in fan in the leader game series in general. Those, those if you get a bad draw on the chits you draw out you're you're kind of hosed no matter what this you have a little bit more mitigation in there um now is there a reconnaissance too like do you have some idea ahead of time what you're going to be attacking you do in the campaign game you you can do um some intelligence you can get some um some recon into the different areas which which gives you some reaction to the anti-aircraft and and different things that the that the system brings against you if you have enough intelligence you can mitigate some of that by just kind of doing away with it so so we're attacking with planes with bombs obviously what kind of defenses do the germans have to throw at us so they have spotlights they have balloons they have flak um they have night fighters <laughs> that they spotlights spotlights are like a drm i would guess right <laughs> Um, I, I, I they, mean, what do you exactly <laughs> exactly they are they, laser spotlights if you're really stuck right, in the spotlight the, I'm the, blind, I'm blind. <laughs> the flak throw, is better they throw against a jacket you, over sure. your face. <laughs> you <crash. laughs> there there is one of the one of the dams does have like a steep cliff right after it. So there you roll on that if you bomb against that dam and there's a potential that you crash right into the cliff side. Oh, that's oh, a really good cool. story. That is that's a good story. That's good. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> there's some stuff like that that there is super engaging and really kind of pulls you into the game. So the guy could make a really good run and then just sacrifice Right, but himself. then just slam into the side of the cliff. Which and you're like, which, you're well, like nope, you're not yelling, yelling something appropriate, right? Right, exactly. Uh, so I'm going to give this game an 8 out of 10. I really like this game. It's one that I can see pulling out you know, a couple times a year, uh, coming back to... What's for, the size? Are we talking like small coffee table size? No, it's a, it's a 24 by 36 map, I think. I mean, so, is, so this is not necessarily a. I can set this up while my wife watches Real Housewives. No, County. it's not a TV trailer. No, you, you need your your gaming table for it. <clears throat> it would be kind of nice if if each section was broken down into a single thing, but it's like each 
since each part of the flight, the the planning and the operation and the the bombing was a separate eleven by seventeen map, but it's not that. But um, so so you'll need a big table to set it up. But it's it's pretty playable. Uh, I'll give it an eight beers? for beers oh, as beers? well. Wow, nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's it's not a drunk play necessarily because there are some small rules that you have to pay attention to. But even if you forget them, it doesn't really matter because potential is. Um, you're you're gonna lose anyway, um, but but what's cool with the scenario book, the the level of victory you have, each scenario has like nine levels of victory. Some are success and some are failure, obviously, but but they each have like a small paragraph that goes along with them, like you know Churchill Churchill down. This is basically the way our country's going now. So in the end, this is like you receive a participation trophy for <laughs> you didn't lose. Thanks for participating in the game. <laughs> it's 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 not quite that bad, but but there is like you know yeah the mission was a failure and no one looks at you ne the next day at, at breakfast. Like it's oh that's cool kind of that's cool kind of uh, I like it silly yeah. stuff like that. So uh, where can you get this game? How much is it going to run you? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, it's available <laughs> at GMT. I don't know. It's oh, oh like so a, this is a, it's a GMT game. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. GMT game. Get um, it on the 50% sale for your uh, P500 you orders. Yeah. And, and components, um, components I, are pretty nice. I'm so. writing it down right yeah, fucking now, Jason. Yeah, it's... You. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's GMT standard quality. Very good. They do have another they have the Doolittle raid up on um P five hundred now on the Pacific front, which cool. I'm a solid backer for. Um it's a solid game. If you're a solo guy, you like air, get into it. So if you are ambivalent on B seventeen, what what do you think about this one? So I haven't played B seventeen, but I played B twenty nine a lot, and I couldn't. Uh -huh. I couldn't get into that game. I Dave just left. On back ends for some reason, they okay. cut me out of the server. But I instead of freaking out and xing out all my windows and stopping recording, I calmly just said, "Okay, just got let's see in. if I can get back into the room. I'm going to bounce out." So I was just like, "Hey, I just finished my bottle." I was like, "Hey, I just, I just uh, finished my bottle." I didn't stop recording. Good. I recorded good, the whole thing through. But I'm patting you on the head. But it, Jason does, talk. it does create a dip. So on Mike's end, I'm going to use Mike's recording because I'm not recording right now even because of yeah. all of my issues. Um, yeah. Gosh, I'm so glad I, I that I, I don't. It's fine. I don't handle any of the technical aspects of this. Yeah. Jason, by the way, we'll right. Jason we'll right. does all this work behind the scenes on this thing. Jason, but, but so okay, I do, you're I answering do, my question on B17. I do. Well, hold on. I, I do all the yeah. computer stuff. Yeah, Dave does all you're the not running stuff. this fucking podcast. D Dave coordinates <laughs> all the guests. He does all that shit. No, I, no, you no, guys no, told him. I, you know what? No, it's the Oracle. It is. No, I don't do what it. I told. I told Dave, let the Oracle know. I have one day to record this whole month. Until Thanksgiving, either it does we do it this weekend, or and and Dave made it happen. It took right. a lot of work. We we did go uh, through the Rolodex. The Oracle went through her was, Rolodex. Yeah. Wait, was, wait. I wasn't your first well, choice. Well, I'm hurt. I'm I'm hurt. I mean, what I'm I meant hurt. to say was, well, you see rent, what had happened was, <laughs> Rent Boy, Rent Boy is usually the booty call that goes out right away because Rent Boy will show up, <laughs> but with with no matter Boy wasn't what. At the con. That's right. I, so, I got the con. That's right. So Rent Boy mm -hmm. was not available. Mm -hmm. I did not do Rent nice. Boy. I mean, the Oracle did not do Rent Boy. You had that plus six DRM. Yes. I love it. So I, I love 17. It. If like somebody media, in the guild just, has B17 and they're willing to sell it, let me know because it's one I want to I want to try. 
just real real quick though, uh, when I did ask around, you know, different guys were like, I, oh, I'm I traveling played. or I can't do it. <laughs> Doug, I'm, I'm, you're fucking, you're hurting me, man. I, I, I immediately me. emailed, well, no, I had some, there were some newer guys that the Oracle was interested oh, in bringing oh, in. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So when they couldn't do there it, were some irons in the fire. Jason was like, hey, I've got this date. So I emailed Duck and I'm serious, like maybe a minute and a half after I emailed him, I got a response like, in, done, I'll be there, when, <laughs> just tell me when. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm here for you, man. Dick I'm out. Here. I'll be right. your booty call. Let's do I'll this. I'll be your late night. Uh, I, whatever. We, we do appreciate it. <laughs> so I played B twenty nine, and I didn't like it. There, there wasn't enough narrative in there for me. Mm-hmm. Enemy Coast Ahead, the Dam Buster Raid has has that narrative in there. You can follow along with what's happening. You get invested emotionally in these guys, and I think it helps a little bit that you're making more decisions rather than just you know who do i put where within this plane and then mm-hmm. just kind of playing out 30 fucking turns and and getting the shit right, that's, shot that's out good. of you you're making as decisions opposed to just you set them in motion which, which does see what happens yeah because yeah. is that how those sub games go it seems like right yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. What, yeah what about the u-boat game how, how would you compare it to uh right. what the fuck's the u-boat game that's what i'm fucking i just said that's what i just said i know I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up bitch <laughs> just give me shit so, oh the the hunters the hunters the hunters how does it compare to the hunters uh, um so i like i actually like I, it's it's more engaging than the hunters and i like the hunters okay the hunters is a dice fest where you're yes you, yes. you do have decisions but you're rolling 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 this you, you can pick where and when to move and then you dice for the results you, you don't get to dice to see if you can actually react to something um so it's it's the most engaging of of the three systems of the the BXX and the the hunter yeah, system, All right, now I, I like this one it, a lot yeah. more. And I and I do like the hunters. I didn't I didn't care for B twenty nine. You do the have hunter, to have hunters. It. It's, I'm it's really really good. Now, but now it's got planes. Yeah, I see. Planes. I just I don't like the air games. I don't get them. I know you it don't like planes. air games. We know. I know. We know. We know. I I I I don't want to. I'm an army guy. I want boots on the ground. I fucking but love airplane games. You hate it, but you I love want, it. I, I, I want I airplanes. Have, I just have trouble wrapping my brain around how I to do. win them. I do. You know? It's like Thunder Alley. I could not get... Jason watched me try to understand Thunder Alley. I could not <laughs> understand the game. I tried to play it. I yep. literally just... I, I, and Dave's a smart guy. I immediately guy. went home and, I, and I'm sold a dumb Thunder guy, Alley. I, I think I gave it to Mitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mitch apparently looked... Likes it too. Well, he was playing Formula One at the con, right? I, 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 I don't get this game. Uh, okay, Grand right. So good job. So uh, did we? Did we say you can get a GMT? How much is it running for? Uh, quick I announcement: know, I just completed a bottle of wine. So <laughs> a fucking bottle. <laughs> and by the way, just just to say, I'm so to if I completed boost. a bottle of wine. French, that's okay. If I said I completed a bottle of whiskey, everyone would be really judgy, Irish, mm-hmm. racist. So, again, discriminating against Irish or the they Irish Americans, yeah, it's okay. Exactly. But that's fine. I'm, the number of I'm, drinks contained in each of these bottles is a little bit different. Don't, that's, that's not for you to decide. It is. That's our culture. Uh, that's not I'm, for you to decide. I'm, uh, I'm about seven drinks in, I have to say. So, uh, yeah, my face is... Uh, <laughs> Um, numb. Definitely numb. Yeah, but, but if I'd said, yep. hey, I, feeling if, it right if I'd said, hey, I just numb. finished a bottle of Bushmills, everyone would be like, oh, Judge Braxton would be oh, like big time judgy on that. 
The bottle of wine. Hey, I'm does still that. sitting in my chair, though. I want to make sure you know I'm still sitting in my chair. Speaking so, of judging, can we, you guys, can we pause? Do you guys want to? Let's not pause the recording, but why don't everybody go get a drink right. real quick? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Yes. Cool. Except for me. Well, see, here's, here's the problem. I have I have the bottle right next to me. So let's so like maybe Jason, I'll just let's like Jason I'll have a soliloquy. I, I need yeah. I need to pee and then. Oh no! I don't. I don't need okay. to go anywhere, Doug. So we can just talk. All right. You guys. So we can just talk. But I want to yeah. talk about. How you doing, Dave? I want to talk about gogging. No, yeah. <laughs> you could start your review. That's right. No, don't start it yet. No, I'm gonna wait because Jason oh, no, no, needs to don't start it. Right. Just gogging in general. How gogging is so much worse than gagging. So, uh, <laughs> so duck in my neighborhood. I recently got a, a message like nailed to one of my our, our, like a mailbox post that said there was a sex sex offender in our neighborhood. Oh shit! So my wife told me this. She's like, "Oh my gosh, our neighbor just called and said there's this sex offender in my neighborhood." I don't know if you remember back when I was talking about Halloween last year. I talked about how there was the randomly racist guy outside in front of his house. Uh, there was this old guy who was like, "Oh yeah, all the blacks are in the neighborhood," or said something crazy like racist. I don't remember so when that. She, but okay. when she suggested it to me, she was sex offender. I said, "I know who the guy is." I said, "It's that fucking guy," <laughs> and sure yeah. enough, that's the sex offender. Yeah, because this guy was. This, yeah. I had been walking my kids. And this guy was hanging out in his front yard, leaning against some beat up old like contractor's pickup truck, and uh, so I'm kind of watching him. And my kids walk up the sidewalk to I don't know if it's his mom or whatever in the house, and uh, so I'm watching him, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on? A lot of kids out tonight." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." I said, "I think God. I think some people from the other neighborhoods have come over to our neighborhood." And they're parking down at the park and they just come up and goes, yeah, the blacks. I'm like, no, that's not what we're talking about. Like, I'm like, I'm like, none of these kids, like, like you're just being randomly racist. Like none of these, randomly I'm like, none of the these children, kind of I'm like, none of these children are black. I'm like, what are you talking about? But he's so drunk as he's leaning up against his pickup truck. I'm just like, well, that is the sex offender. Yeah. So apparently, well, you know. We're getting to an age where I think if you're a racist, there's a certain element of stupidity there. And then, you know, it's just showing all the way through, right? Yeah, I think like our generations and like like our parents or our parents' parents, this kind of conversation was okay. And I think as we're moving sure. forward, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's not. Yeah. It's, no it's not okay. That, so. Yeah. No, my parents are completely racist, but yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I don't let them, I told them specifically, like, you do not talk to your grandson that way. And they were fine with it. Right. But yeah, no, it, it definitely is a, is a thing. Like if you're over 60, yeah, there socially, yeah, there's some, a lot of ra racism that you were just, that's just how you were raised. But now if, if you're younger than that, there's just no, excuse. yeah, and it was, it was, you're either an idiot or and what. It was basically like, it was acceptable to come up in conversation where like, now it's like, no, like, that's not okay. So stop saying that stuff. Right. <laughs> it's just, but Absolutely. it was ironic yeah. that this guy ended up being <laughs> sex offender. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, you're a real protector of our neighborhood. Thanks for protecting us against outsiders, you fucking sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Maybe, Idiocy shows through all the way. Baby. Or maybe he was like, all these children are my children. I don't want outsiders right. having access to the children right. in this neighborhood. Only I can molest them. So it's going to be interesting when Halloween comes by in three days, how many people are going to go up to that house. Three days, dude. It's tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? Shit. It is yeah, tomorrow. Fuck. I'm, I, I might be calling sick tomorrow. <laughs> I might have to call in sick. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds no, like a good I, idea. I that's okay. But yeah, I thought that was interesting because the second they mentioned the sex offender in the street, I'm like, it's this guy. I knew it's that guy right away. And yeah. we drove by his house and sure enough, it's him. So... Because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I got it. But he's judging other people. That's great. <laughs> so. 
Of course. Uh, all right. So um, I guess I have a review I have to do. Sweet. And my review is of a game. <laughs> my review is of a game called Guns of Gettysburg. Um, of Gettysburg, not at. Guns at Gettysburg is a miniature rule set, which I also own, but that can lead to some confusion. So um, when you actually look at the game, it's actually a pretty good deal, I think. It's like it runs about maybe 55, 60 bucks, but when you get it, it has uh, uh, two sheets of stickers in case you screw up the sticker in. It's got extra yeah, blocks. It's pretty cool. It's got tokens. It has the little Scrabble things, the Scrabble holders that you can put the battle tokens in, the wooden pieces. And the really cool thing is it comes with a mounted map and an unmounted map in case you want to uh, put it under Plexi or maybe just use the mounted. And I think the back side of the unmounted map has like a kind of like a survey of what's going on in the park right now, the Gettysburg Park or something. It's I didn't really look at it too closely, but... It, it's an awesome package. I actually kickstarted this. Yeah, the value mine, is great. Yeah, mine came with a bullet. Yeah, I got a oh, bullet. I, pretty I, sweet. I didn't get the bullet, but I, I ordered through Amazon. So it's because you suck. But I did get it, and so I want to talk a little bit about the game. I think it's gotten some shit because the it's very different. This game has been reviewed before unfavorably on the podcast <laughs> by, by parties who will be uh will will not be named Jason and. Uh, <laughs> That guy's, a, <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Fucking dick. So what's cool about it is he kind of designed it so that if you've ever seen those old uh, West Point historical maps or any of those old <laughs> history maps of the period, she. you can see, oh, uh, the, let's just say the designer. She? It's a she now. Let's not get into the Simmons. A, Simmons. Simmons has designed this so that uh, the, the maps in the game looks basically the way a West Point or historical map would look where uh, you have red uh, sticks for like like bars basically for the Confederate units and blue bars for the uh, Union units and the maps are they look very similar the, the Gettysburg map looks very similar to the way those historical maps look so I thought that was kind of a neat touch from a design perspective um, this is kind of these games where like similar to maybe uh, Sekigahara that if you're playing this game in an area where it's not a war gaming spot like maybe a pub or somewhere else people are actually going to come up and be like Oh, this looks really cool. Like, what yeah. is this? You know, I mean, it's got a style to it. It's a very hipster game. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> Lucas was wrong. Yeah, it's, like, it's too cool. Yeah, anything with wooden pieces, Lucas is in. Like long wooden regiments and. Uh, but but I think it's at this. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs> long wooden regiments. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but the style's really cool. The design's really neat. You get a lot of bang for your buck as far as the components and the quality of the components. Uh, so, so money-wise, I think it's worth it. The real question is, as a game, is it something that's going to be easy to understand? Is it going to be something you're going to enjoy playing? Um, when Jason reviewed it, I, I will say to his credit, I think that there are uh, tutorials out now that weren't available at the time. So initially, because it is a game that's very different, if you just have the rules, there's a lot of questions that are going to come up as you're you're going over it. There are now like a couple really good tutorials. One is a, a long street to Little Round Top, which kind of walks you through a lot of the initial movement and withdrawals and how to do cavalry withdrawals. Uh, so I think that's that's really good. Uh, there's a lot of uh, aids, and I also had Jesse on the guild who I could email yeah, and find questions about it. No, Jesse rocks. I love Jesse. Yeah, Jesse's Jesse's a really great guy. Very funny. 
Uh, yes, he is. The, uh, but and the other interesting thing is I had Famous Ken came over and we played it. Magneto. Oh, that's right. Jesse is Magneto. <laughs> but Famous Ken came over yesterday and we played it. He had played the two previous ones, uh, the Napoleonic versions, and yeah. he actually said he felt this, this version Guns of Gettysburg was way more polished and much better yeah. game than those. So I don't that's know if the rules have changed as he's developed them or what, but, but uh, Famous Ken. And basically the thing I love about Famous Ken is I can basically trap him in any game I want. Like we were playing line of battle and I had guns of Gettysburg setups to start. And he comes in, he's like, what's this? I'm like, well, let me explain. <laughs> like three hours later, we finished the first day. Oh. You know? so, so Ken's a good wargaming partner for that kind of stuff. And he's, he's pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. Seems that way. Yeah, yeah. He was good. Not a partier, but that's fine. No, but yeah. Um, so that, that's what I bring to the table. I'm not very sharp, but I like to party. Right. Ken's Ken's on the flip side of that coin. So so basically, the the, the way this game works is you have a the the map is divided up into areas. It's kind of an area movement game, and the areas are bounded by positions. So a unit, a block, could be in a position on the boundary of an area. So, like a large area might have eight or nine positions in its perimeter where a unit could be posted. And the, and like with most area games, the size of the area depends. Is is, is, is Jason shrink? Jason right now is either shrink wrapping a game. Yeah. Is he rip, is he shrink wrapping or is he? Yeah. Uh, if we're gonna use my recording, Jason, you're like super static or, or right now. Am I? Did you just? Oh, my, did you, my mic is rubbing yeah. on the the cord oh i thought maybe you just put on a poncho <laughs> did you just open no, let me and put on a cord. new poncho we were very aware i was, were you simulating i was thunder? zoomed into what you were talking about okay. so, <laughs> <laughs> no i was i was i'm so, missing this game so basically the this way is what you're doing to the, me the i way, want to buy this game the way, i'm going to get jason to buy this game for the nsu review so the way the areas work awesome. is like areas that are really wide open tend to be like big areas right on the map and areas that have rough terrain or smaller areas. So it takes longer to march through them because you can only move so many areas per turn. And uh, that's similar to most area movement games. That's not really revolutionary, you know. Um, I think most uh, area movement games in thick terrain, it's going to be little areas. And that's how they kind of reflect the fact that you have to take more time to move through those those spots. Um Let's see, do, 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 movement. Let me just, I guess I just run through the fucking sequence. That's probably the best way to do it. But they like wheel, right? They, they wheel they around. Can. Yeah, they yeah. can. So, yeah, so the idea is you don't really move into areas, you move into positions. From position to position. Right, from position to position. So, um. Missionary! <laughs> so, so when you set up the game, uh, the, the the basic idea is Buford starts on the map. He's got he's got two uh, cavalry blocks, and then uh, the reinforcements are completely random. So you have a long turn track with little clock markers on each counter. There's two counters for each side on each hour. And when you get your reinforcements, you flip it and you see if new troops are going to come on. And it might be rumor, which means nobody's coming on for you, or it might be like a, a particular entry point. So if you draw that entry point, that means troops are going to come on through that entry point. So um, you, and, and then guys can enter. If they're union, they can move along the roads. If they're Confederates, they have to clear the road before they can move along the road. But one of the cool things that Buford can do is during, during normal movement, as the Confederates come down, generally Buford's going to be trying to delay the Confederates as they come onto the map. 
So when the Confederates are moving, they can march move, but the second you reach a field of fire of an enemy unit, which is basically like in this example, Buford's cavalry, an area in front of them, they have a field of fire into, you have to stop your march move. So at the end of the turn, the Confederate player would then say, well, now I'm gonna do an attack order because I need to do an attack move to get into this field of fire. Well, in, in the Union turn, Buford then says, well, I'm withdrawing again. And Buford falls Because he's back very on. fragile, right? Right. He, he's just pestering. Normally, a Union infantry unit can only withdraw if you've declared withdrawal orders. But cavalry has a special ability to withdraw even if you're on hold orders. So it, when the game begins, both sides are on hold orders. But the fact that the, the, the Confederate player keeps on having to go into attack orders He's like, okay, I'm going to attack. Then the Union Cavalry withdraws one spot. Then he's like, well, fuck. So then I'm going to move forward one march move. Now I'm in another field of fire, so I'm stopped. Now I'm declaring attack orders. So then again, the, and the key is the uh, when you declare attack orders, you have eight battle tokens you can use in battle. When you declare attack orders, you can't draw a new one. If you're on hold orders, which basically is like a non-attack order, you can draw a new one and swap it out, like discard one. You can have up to eight. So you can keep like improving your pool. So the whole time these withdrawals are going on, the Union player is improving his battle tokens, but the Confederate player is being forced to keep going on attack orders, uh, which prevents him from drawing. Pushing him forward. Right, which prevents him from drawing a new battle token. So he's stuck. Uh -huh. Now, normally, too, if you declare attack orders, there's basically three orders you can declare: withdraw, attack, or hold. Hold is generally the default. If you're on attack orders and you don't attack in a turn then you lose half your battle tokens. There's like a penalty. You pay. Mm. But if your opponent withdrew at some point in his turn, then you don't have to pay that penalty. You're exempt from it. So that's the good news. When the cavalry withdraws, the, the Confederate player doesn't have to pay the penalty. But it just really uh, replicates really well the, the delaying actions of the cavalry. The uncertainty. Right. Yeah, the uncertainty. And the other cool thing about you know, this, cavalry is cavalry this. cannot enter into an enemy field of fire on a march move. So the only way cavalry can really get into a battle is by forming up and waiting for the people to come to them. They can't roll up and like right into an infantry unit's front and engage them in battle. They're not allowed to do that. No, no, they're just delaying. I'm reading uh, Killer Angels. I was reading this this morning. This was awesome. And Buford is sitting there thinking like, I need to slow these fuckers down. Mm. It's awesome. It's like right those, on. Right those on books top. are so good. Yeah, so, so talking about the, the uh, Killer Angels is the yeah, that's best. the best. Yeah, five stars, no, no. So, so, so the march moves are very effective. So it's very frustrating for the Confederate as he's trying to. But the key is the Confederates have three entry points, and the Union only has two cavalry blocks. So at some point they get stretched, but you never know how the Confederates are going to come out because the order on the turn track is completely randomized. So, and that leads to some of the complaints about this game because your battle will rarely look the way Gettysburg did. So, because... That's okay. Which is okay. I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a, I mean, it, it looks was, how it could it Gettysburg was so fucking random, right? Fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, the, but yeah. what I would say is... The Union, Dave, I just, I just asked somebody to trade this game for me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, but the key is, the Union player can make it look like Gettysburg. Usually the reason it doesn't look like Gettysburg is because at some point the Union decides to make a stand somewhere where they didn't traditionally make a stand. So the Union player can absolutely withdraw back to the hills that they defended from. So yeah. this brings up another interesting point. Because I'm talking about random reinforcements, 
you might get into a position as a union player where you're getting fucked in the game because the Confederates are drawing all their reinforcements and your reinforcements all appear to be at the end of the day. So you're getting rumor after rumor and you're like, what the fuck? But the, the secret is when you actually look at the reinforcement table, at the end of every turn, there's what's called an objectives phase. So there's three stars on clear discs that are on the map. If, if the Union player or if the Confederate player has more reinforcements on than the Union player, you can actually move the objective away from the Confederates. And it's really important because it means the center points, the critical points where the battle will be fought change. Because it's not like the Confederates didn't come into Gettysburg and say, oh, our mission is we have to occupy that blue star that's in this valley. Right. That's where we're going to go. They didn't know where the hell the key points were going to be on the first day. No, they wanted to fucking destroy the army. Right, but yeah. this, so that ability stops, though, after the Union gets, I think, four commands on the map. So it's only an initial part. Usually it's going to happen the first day. The Union can move an objective uh, each each turn to get I'm away. disappointed in how sober you are, Dave. I just have to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, I've been drinking, you know. It's just about... <laughs> well, either, either you're... I, dis- you've got- I think I'm a little o- all over the place about it, but I want to just... I'm trying to kind no, of trigger But it's a, it's a hard well, game to talk about because it, it it's also all over the place. But but that's why that's yeah. why I like it. I think there's a, like a built-in thing where he understands that you could get... Or I'm sorry... The she understands that you could get <laughs> you can get uh, screwed by the reinforcements, and there's a built-in absorption for that. Where okay, we're going to move away these objectives then, because if the union gets a ton of reinforcements early, they lose that ability to move objectives. And then some of those objectives, like one of the objectives that traditionally you want to move behind little round top, is actually way out in like the peach orchard, even further west. So, sickles. so if you're not able to move that objective out, then you have to defend that objective. Fucking sickles. So, so yeah. So that's reinforcements. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about attacks because I think that's a cool part of the game. Um, basically, I talked about how uh, when the when the Confederates move up, they're in the field of fire, and so then they have to stop, and then they're going to declare an attack the next turn. So if you declare an attack as your order, you have three choices. Attack is one of them. Then you're going to do your attack on the enemy. Now, generally, the cavalry will withdraw, but if you run into infantry, they cannot withdraw unless they have withdrawal orders. So there's going to be a battle. You've got a bunch of battle tokens. There's no dice in the game. So the battle tokens generally will decide how much artillery you get in a the fight. There's there's a, a weak one that is like an, an any. It, it can be with any block. So say you're going to attack with two blocks across an open field against the Union. You can play one artillery marker for every uh block you have in fact if you're attacking you have to play a marker for each block so you might have a one any but there's more powerful blocks that you can deploy based on what types of qualifying blocks you have in the attack area so say you're attacking with heath's division heath has his own uh, artillery markers that are worth two but you have to have at least two of heath's blocks near the battle so the idea is one one brigade of Heath's division is not going to have the divisional artillery with them. But as units come up and as they arrive, the, also the, the artillery starts to get heavier, right? Because in that train is the divisional artillery, and then eventually the the regiment, the core artillery starts to show up. So it's it's kind of a cool system. Um, so the way the battles fight is basically the you line up all your attacker artillery, they fire, their hits get absorbed by defenders artillery. 
And if they don't can absorb it all, then some of it hits the infantry and then there's a fight. And then casualties are inflicted. Usually the result of most fights is going to be one loss on each side. But if you get a big advantage, like maybe a lot of artillery or a flank or something, you might get two losses. But the neat thing about the way the game works is you have your, your block that you used, but then you have a bunch of backup blocks that reflects the casualties that that core can take. And you're going to pull two of them out and hand them to your opponent. And then he picks which one to use. And then you use that one. You replace the fresh block with the damage block. And then you, you uh, throw the fresh one into the box. It's done. So um, it, it lets the designer really, ref, really like uh, show how different core were more fragile than others. Like fresh guys from Hood's division are two flags, so they're worth two. And then when you look at the replacement blocks, the reduced blocks, they're like two, two, two. So you can keep handing out twos for Hood, and he doesn't lose any strength. But if you look at Sickles... He's twos. When he loses one, all of his are ones. And, and mm -hmm. once a one is reduced, then they're gone. They're eliminated. So mm -hmm. it's a really cool way for the designer to reflect the different strengths and morale of these different cores and divisions, that are, the commands that are being used. So um, some other stuff that I thought was neat, like the Union has really powerful reserve artillery, uh, but they cannot be used until four commands of the Union are fully on the board. So... If you might be pulling a battle token in your turn that has the core artillery, you probably want to get rid of that token because you, you, you don't think you're going to have all four of your commands before the day ends. So you, you discard it, and then that's something maybe you'll use on day two. On day two, you take all the discarded ones and you put them back in your, uh, in your pool. The neat thing about the attacker is when the attacker attacks and uses his artillery, you take two out, those two get expended. They're gone and you draw a new one from your battle pool. So there's a limited number of attacks that you're gonna actually be able to do as the Confederate. So and at least that's my understanding of the way that would work because you have a limited battle pool. So you have, it's almost like ammunition, you know, like by the third day where the Confederates were like, we're really low on ammunition, you know, we don't have, right. so we're gonna just do this one attack across the middle. Like, why didn't they attack in other areas? Well, they didn't have the ammo to do it. Well. It's, yeah. it, these these things really play very well together. Um, there's there's yeah. rules for field works. There's rules for uh, making extra marches. If you want to do extra marches, there's tokens for those. Uh, what else am I missing? There's special rule for the Iron Brigade. The Iron Brigade super awesome. They're uh, great on defense. Uh, I have yet to have them come on the board in a game I played. Um, <laughs> That might be it. Oh, the only other thing that I think gets neglected too is the idea of a multi-hour turn. So the, the terms are normally like they're marked by one hours a piece, but a player can actually do a multi-hour turn and declare uh, this is going to be a three-hour turn. And it allows – because one of the questions you're, when you're coming on, all the guys are coming on Chambersburg. They're all coming from like kind of the – I'm trying to think what the direction would be. That, that, that top corner by McPherson's Ridge is that. Northwest. Is that Northwest? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So um, how does Longstreet get all the way down by the Peach Orchard? You know, it's very difficult to do, except you can do a multi-hour turn, which is like a three-hour turn, and it gives the uh, Confederate player, generally because he's going to be the second player, two extra moves per hour that he can do to move around, mm. where the Union only gets mm -hmm. one extra move per hour. So 
it allows you to kind of do things like deploy Long Street around to a side, or shit, deploy around to the other side, come in behind those hills, you know, so. Right, yeah. So my opinion of the game is, this is a pretty cool game, seems very interesting, I really like it. I'm not sure how many times you can play the game before maybe you've played it out, uh, oh. but I really, as far as a design, it's great. I think it's it's really well done. I think if you're playing two player, maybe right, the uncertainty would let you play it. Oh, oh no, I think yeah, I think you have to play a two player. I mean, you're gonna yeah, it, it has to be two player. Game. Yeah, yeah, it's not a solo game. Yeah, and and so maybe I think that was tough for Jason too because I, I think Jason tends to do more solo stuff. So <clears throat> no, right. I, I wasn't right. soloing that. I I played it a lot on Vassal, and it it was just one of those things. It was right after the game came out, and and there were certain things that I just couldn't get. I, you know, uh, like yeah. the, the rules are vague enough that, and, and vague rules just drive me crazy. The, um, dude, the rules are alien. They're, they're alien, yeah. right? I think you, you need the helper videos, right. which are out now, right? right? I think that makes a big And there's, there's, like I said, there's some really good BGG examples that kind of show you, like, the biggest question is, like, when I first fought, I'm like, oh, fuck, Buford's defending this fucking ridge. And Buford got completely slaughtered. I'm like, what, yeah, he what happened? Defend, like, really. He yeah. should never defend. And then the second day, what's interesting, here's another cool thing, like just as a, sh a show, after nighttime, famous Ken and I played the whole first day. So in the second day, you have a choice. Buford traditionally went off and guarded the flank away from the battlefield. But they're like, yep. or you could pick like two other blocks you want to send away, but you're like, fuck no, I can't afford to send, I need all the infantry yeah. I can get. So you send Buford, but you could choose to send someone else. So. Mm -hmm. I, I like mm -hmm. that he lets you choose, or she lets you choose. Yeah, no, that's the point of why we came. Right. right. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and in case people have questions, Bowen Simmons has uh, is now a woman. So yep. Bowen Her Simmons is now Rachel, Rachel Simmons. Rachel so Simmons. Yeah. That's why I want to. And my opinion on it is, who gives a fuck? Like, it, right. I don't give a fuck. Just, yeah. She wants to be who she is. Fine. She's not hurting anybody. Let her, I don't care. Let her be who she is. So yeah. Do your, I don't care. Do your thing, girl. And, and she's kind of been like, hey, uh, I'm not going to be big on like uh, getting on people about using pronouns or stuff, but just out of respect, yeah. we're just saying, hey, we're going yeah, to. Whatever she wants to Let's just let people be happy. This was super cool. Can right. people just be happy? Yeah. Let, let's do that. That's too much to I, ask, I have, Dave. Yeah. You know, I, I bought Napoleon's Triumph um, from her. And uh, I bought it from Amazon, and Amazon shipped it in a fucking box without any padding. Oh, and, you know, I'm paying, no. I'm paying decent amounts, and uh, so I was unhappy when it came, and there was dings on the box. And she said, "Just return it, and I'll PayPal me, and I'll ship you another one." There and I go. did, and she shipped it in two fucking boxes, and it's good because the second time, I, I don't know, like the shipping people must have it out. Like it looks like the second time she shipped it to me, someone like there is literally like a six foot ding in the second box. Oh. She put it in two boxes. Oh, do you think, and the do game you think box her delivery perfect. guy kicked it into the back of the truck? Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I should put the, put the picture on the guild. It's fucking like, there's like a six inch ding in this box, but she put it in a priority mailbox inside another box. And I'm like, Awesome, because the game box is perfect. I'm like, sweet. I love you. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, it's fucking. So awesome. I would say, uh, Guns of Gettysburg is a great design. Uh, wonderful, very. Uh, 
like like now I find myself so in the game with Ken and I, I'm defending north of Gettysburg, like basically around because I did well on reinforcements, and then Ken got his in at the, the last minute. But I'm like, and Ken's like, oh, I'm like, no, Ken, I think I'm fucked because as you get more guys in, like I can't get back through Gettysburg. It's like. The ground is not good. Yeah, yeah. The the cemetery hill is where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm way too far forward. Um, yeah. And because I got a bunch of guys on, and I was, and also we, I cheated because I used. He attacked me at some point with Heath, and I used like fucking cheater. I used like twelve points of artillery, and I'm not allowed to use that many points. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but 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 one of, so one of the cool things too when you look at the terrain is there are advantages you have like on a certain right. ridge it might give you, you an artillery symbol ridges. right an artillery symbol will give you the, in that direction. So that means if you fire artillery, you get for one artillery, you get plus one. So you might be defending a ridge in one direction. And really, when you look at the other side, you're like, oh, I wish I was defending it that way. <laughs> it's like way better. <laughs> it's, but it's the idea that your guys are on a slow, like a low slope, and the back is like super steep. So, right. It might be one way right. to throw on Vassal. Oh, dude, it's great. I, yeah. I think it's yeah. great. Game. Yeah. Uh, Dave tried to throw it on Vassal, but it seemed like oh, no, uh, played, he didn't get a lot I, of. I, uh, no, I played with Pete yeah. and Gersh, you fucker. So oh, go did fuck you? yourself. Did you? Yeah. My real friends showed Daddy up. Daddy wasn't bad. I, I would have no, been my there. Real friends I had another up. No, no, my real friends showed up and played. Pete, Pete's wife <laughs> literally there. drove him back from a soccer game, and then he came and played with me. Yeah, and, and uh, Gersh stayed. Uh, Gersh, Jeff was a little was naked at dude, that game too. Apparently, dude, Gersh right? stayed up to like probably. 3.30 his time. Gersh always stays well, because, up. That doesn't because he was the only player when he logged on that was able to flip uh, Pete's pieces. <laughs> oh, so one other cool thing I wanted that's to awesome. mention too but, is... But ne neither of those fuckers were at the convention, so I don't right. want to hear about no, that's real... Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That, that, that is that true. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm going to kick Pete in the balls next time. Another, another cool thing about the game that I just want, want to mention is um, so you get your battle tokens, and as you're drawing them, you're trying to figure out, well, you've got these entry areas, and you've got units that are marching. You, you see them stacked, but you don't know who they are. Um, you can flip and peek at the top ones so you know like oh it's going to be reynolds at this entry it's going to be sykes first and then it's going to be sickles so as you're starting to try to as a union to cycle through your battle hand you want to make sure Fucking you have sickles. sickles reynolds and sykes as your guys right like you want to make sure they're artillery i love the fact that the artillery only shows up once the units are there in mass you know like like sick and some of them like Sedgwick. Sedgwick has like four artillery tokens. So you're like, we gotta get Sedgwick's guys up there in the fight because but once one Sedgwick brigade shows up, they're like, Yeah, well, sorry, dude, the artillery's way behind. Like we have no artillery to bring with us. But once another brigade shows up or another division, then suddenly Sedgwick's artillery is available to you. So I thought that was yeah. I thought the way the system works. What great. the hell was wrong? Like I know that's that's in the Great Campaigns thing with the the Union fucking artillery. Like they split them out. It's like they were way behind. <laughs> Right. It's like, ah, oh, so fucking annoying. Cedric has like a shitload of artillery tokens. Yeah. Can we can we it's talk so... about great great campaigns? Well, yeah. Jason, Jason uh, did Jason get uh, it? We're sucking him into great I'm buying it. No. So once Chris gets 1846, I'm buying Battle Above the Clouds in 1846 from him. I'm I'm gonna go for it. I have the rules. Battle Above the Clouds in, in, for, instead of Stonewall Jackson's way. Hmm. Interesting. I, 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 it's it's, it's the hipster thing, right? It's a little bit more obscure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, well, you get the you get the Braxton being a dick. That's right. So that's that, right. That's a that I, I like saying Chickamauga. Uh, that's right. Chickamauga. Chickamauga. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I think that's my entry point. Although, uh, 
this is Stonewall Jackson's way too. When you guys bust Stonewall that Jackson's out, way too is. I, I feel like I feel like Battle Above the Clouds might go out of print before Stonewall Jackson's way too. It, yeah. So yeah, it was earlier. So maybe BAC is better to buy because okay. I think that it one is. was the one I was yeah. more Thank worried you. about Thank buying. You, That's, I'll play yeah. you Battle Above the Clouds anytime you want, Jason. Okay. Anytime you want. That, it's a great solo game so, too. Great I'm going to read the yeah, rules pretty is. soon here, and I'm 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 buying into it. No, just I solo. It's an awesome system. And that was the one. Good job. You guys are making me feel better about it. But are you, are you yeah. my guy? So I love that you're jealous of Dave and I playing I, SJT. Yeah. SJW. I, I sat with you guys and you, and you were rolling through it and you both knew the system very well. And I was like, well, well. I didn't play a serious game the whole time, which is fine. That's that's kind of what I was looking for. But Well, yeah, just to be clear about the question of serious game, right? I mean, I, I got tired of reading the victory that conditions. That's how I won. Duck, Duck <laughs> technically won by not reading me half the victory objectives, which ironically were the half that were easiest for me to achieve. That's right. <laughs> he read, I love he that. He read me all I the ones. I got tired. He, it was a lot to read. Yada, yada, yada. He read me all the ones that were far behind his lines. None of the right. ones are easy for me to right. occupy. Oh, great. I so, appreciate that. Long, Long Street went to the right. It was so, it was so odd. That was so strange. I don't know how that happened. Uh, all right. So, 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 I'm buying in. So I'm saying Guns of Gettysburg. I'm going to give Guns. And I, I tend to rate high, I think. Do I rate high? You do, a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. You, you do a little bit. We love you. Well, here's what but I'm you say. talk about games you like. I talk. I love. I lo I really enjoy talking about games I don't like. Let, let me say this much about games. I want games that I'm excited about. Like I want games that when yeah. I break it out, I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. Like I, I tend to get into series games too much, where I'm like, oh, this is the next game in the series, right. and I said, right. I don't get that same excitement. So I've ordered this game. I was super excited about it. Um, and I ordered another game recently that I'm super excited about, and it might be terrible, but I ordered Access Totaler Craig, Access Empire. Nice. And I am super excited about that game coming in. I mean, I, yeah. So I would say let's uh, get back to the excitement, right? Like but, so. Like when I play Viva Emperor, like Lorator, it's cool. I don't get really excited about playing it. It's okay. Um, oh, the people are. I think it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, you know what? Uh, Dimebag wrote about it. it was perfect. that's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah, Labatai late at night with the light with the lights in my game room. It's dark outside. No one's awake in the house. I'm drinking, playing, and some shit fucking happens. Labatai, where a Russian corps commander gets his head fucking blown off, and I'm just like, oh my god, who's around? Who can I tell about this? Like, like. That's the shit that's exciting for me, you know. Yeah, but Labatai, Labatai rocks. I, to I, me, that's it's that's like the, the ASL of that was my, It is. It is. That absolutely. was my problem with Guns Guns of Gettysburg. It was very exciting. I was very excited to set that up and play it, and I and played you know, it a lot. The hipster, of you, the hipster in you, Jason, loved that fucking game. I it did. You think I could be in a gastro pub? I could be out. In the <laughs> exactly. Pub. Your beard would be growing as you're playing. I You'd be getting a bushy beard. <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> but but the rules vagueness and, and no, my right. stickler the rule, for my, yeah. because I'm I'm a rules follower. It's so different. Yeah. It's so different from any other game. Like one sentence, you have to like you have to like read and there are three levels. And my brain is not when I'm when I'm whiskey in. 
I, I, I just can't do it. No, this, this is what I would say about the rules. I think he's very good at writing the rules, but the problem is every single sentence matters. So as that you start reading, right. you start kind of blah, 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 like I'm looking for bold stuff. But in fact, I missed a rule at some point when Ken and I are playing where I'm like, oh, shit, he literally said next to this rule, important. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's, more, it's more about the rules as a whole. You have to you have to grok that entire rule book rather than, you know, 8.6.2 of the movement rules say this. You have to understand that whole rule book as a cohesive unit, yeah. right. which and, I'm not as good with. Right. And, like, I'm, like, and, and there are videos now. Don't right. Right. Think of Gage, give is that for the young the people? And, down, the young right? There are people that have figured this shit out Dave and have interpreted my, it for us. The Dave other be people. my trip sitter, right? He can he can guide me. He can no, be my we should, shaman. We should play this Guiding one. me through the trip that is. Jason, I'm Jason. I would have played it. Oh, no, I'm not playing. Francisco and I were no, playing Doc, something no, Doc, else. I'm I would have played it. I'm not talking it, about playing with you. I'm talking about playing with Jason. You can watch us play. I'll, I'll watch That's right. play. <laughs> you, can come, you can come bullshit. I like to watch. I, I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the, the yeah, that's that's the trick. I think the fact that it is so different and uh, uh, so I think I I think you were rating it. I don't think you gave the rating yet. <laughs> well, you know what I'm gonna say. I really, really, really need to pee. No, it's gonna be a ten. Go, go pee. I think it's a ten. Ten for design. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I, there's what we are you need, gonna do? We need the hair horn. No, with the game where there's no other game like it. Is there any game that's like true. it? You know, and I think it's nope. a. It's it is a hipster game. It is, but its quality is good. I think the component quality it's, is top notch. The rules are good. Uh, wow, I think it's like a great game. My only concern is, like I said, I think that I'm a little worried that after you've played it a bunch of times, you're kind of like, okay, here's where we go. Dreeford's going to bat, yeah. you know. But the fact that it is random all the time, you never know where guys are coming on. Yeah, you might not be able to to get that that knowingness even 20 games in right right because i don't because you never know where people are coming and i haven't played the second day i played the first day first day at gettysburg is usually like the worst day to play it's like like when you play line of battle first day at gettysburg at like a last chance for victory it's all super scripted they have to control yeah. all the like you can't do this this guy can't move this far like uh, Essex had to put in all these rules to restrict right, all people. The, yeah, yep. this, but this and game, I, I hate that shit. But this game's just like boom, first day, go, yeah, go do out. your thing, do, what do whatever you want to do, do. Yep. right? Yep. And the game, yep. the rules are built in to keep heat from Fuck, being crazy or fucking god damn it. So I kind of have to buy this game again. Uh, it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon. Uh, so what beers? Uh, one beer. No, I think if you played it, it's, it can't be high on beers. So I would say five or six. Like, but it, there's a learning curve, right? You're initially playing it. You probably need to be sober. So yeah. But I say once you know the rules, I think five or six. Like I was drinking while Ken was over here. I mean, Ken did yeah. have at least a sprite on board. He had one <laughs> full sprite on board, and I had. So he wasn't even caffeinated. I had three sprites and have caffeine. Three glasses of wine and a whiskey. And we're playing. We got all the way. And the nice thing too is the the turns move. Like you're making progress through the game. It's not a drag. So right. uh, we played for about three hours. We're on the second day of Gettysburg, right? So and and we were just starting to get the hang of the multi-hour turns, which are important in the game. And that's an easy thing to forget when you're playing. So it took you three hours to get through one day. Yeah, but I think we would. Have that been seems a little slow. Oh, I don't think I've ever played a Gettysburg game where I've gotten through a, the first day at Gettysburg in, in less than three hours. 
I mean, there's a lot going on, you know. Um, but part of it is us looking up rules, figuring out things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Ken had literally never played the game before. Uh, he'd played the previous versions, but but not this game. And I had played it once on my coffee table. And I, and once with Pete when when he didn't ignore me and he actually was my good friend and <laughs> played with me on Fassel. <laughs> yeah, I did get a little bitchy with uh, Will, I think. when Was it Will? When Will's like, well, I'm going to bed. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll go to bed next time. No, it was fucking- Barry, right? No, no, no. Barry said he was going to play, and then Will said, I'd love to, but I'd go to Barry play. said he was going to play, but even though he's an attorney, he I apparently... I think Barry said he was going to show up. He doesn't understand how time zones work, apparently. I and, uh, <laughs> I'm with Barry on that one. And uh, Will then was like, well, I'm going to sleep. So then I got all fucking angry because I was drinking, obviously. So He Facebooked him <laughs> so, so, Will, I don't apologize for that. Well, Will wasn't at the convention either, so right. he has like yeah. no... like Fuck thing. all those guys. All right. Will, Will seems pretty cool, but not Speaking being at the convention. Which, like, fuck that guy. We're two hours in. We're going to review the convention. We are two hours and five minutes in, I'm going- according to the official Duck mm-hmm. recording, which I think is going to be the podcast. <laughs> duck, duck, people are giving you shit on the guild. I don't know if you've seen that for the for, for no white deck yet. Not to get Dave in a, in a hug, Ugh. but... All right, and I was going to give. Let's gun- talk about the. Well, convention. the crazy thing I was going to give Guns of Gettysburg is my White Duck game. I thought that'd be really funny, and now I don't want to give it up. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to give it up. I could tell that was coming. Yeah, motherfucker. All right, so I'm going to grab a drink. You guys start talking. So we had a convention, we, which is we fucking crazy. Like it was. Dave and I kind of talked about it. Like this would be, you know, a good a good uh, substitute for constant world and John picked up that torch and fucking ran with it. And we had a convention that was pretty badass. It was, it was fucking awesome. People at work uh, think yeah. were gods. Like they're like, you had a, you, people showed up to play board games because you have a podcast. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Cause I, I don't talk about the podcast at work because people just, I, I, I'm, you wouldn't know it by listening to me talk on the podcast, but I'm fairly private. I don't like talking about what I do or myself. Like people at work don't know how much I read or the board games we play. So when when I had to tell them, yeah, I'm taking a week off to go meet up with 32 people who half of whom I'm I really know to play board games for a weekend and drink whiskey and red wine. They were they were a little blown away. Red wine, red wine, <laughs> fucking classy. Oh, that we were fucking classy, we were fucking as classy. Shit, bitch. <laughs> and that bartender had a crush on you because she, she wasn't. She I did. brought my glass back, and she didn't pour me like she poured you. I got the pours, bitch. I know. I, you know, I and that wine was pretty decent for the. She for the wasn't. Price. The, you know, I was drunk enough. I would have. I would have. <laughs> I would have. You wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Nope. Not unless she wanted to do it on the floor. <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> so uh, oh, it was such a good time. I, such a good time. We we left, and I was already. I'm already looking forward to next year. That that was the highlight of the year for me. All right, I'm back. Um, yeah, Dave, it was we had awesome. a convention. We're, oh my we're on the convention. There was bitch. a convention. There was a convention. I was there. That was great. We were both there. You held forth. You weren't going to get a state of the podcast. Oh, I did. Oh God, wait a minute. It was like two o'clock Saturday morning, and Dave Saturday pontific- morning pontificated. Yeah. 
It was one. Did I? The only I... thing better was after that when Callum was trying to explain the rules to Coop. Oh, you. No, that was for... and it's Coop. It's whatever. You. Coop. It is Coop. Coop. It's Coop. You, you barbarian. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I was I was drunk and went to bed. I I hugged everyone I could. Well, you had to get up at like six fucking a.m. or four a.m. or something. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was early. There was hugging. That was the funny part. Where I, after I, the the thing where we were talking about the podcast, and I'm like, okay, now we're playing a game. So everyone's like, fuck, we thought we were going to <laughs> no, no games. <laughs> oh shit! No, it was. I mean, so here's what I have to say: if you are a active person in the guild and i'm talking to you reeves and i'm talking to you gade and i'm talking to you all you other gersh gersh will tyler you're you're idiots it was awesome you if you don't come next year i was like i don't fucking know you yeah who else we have germ jeremy simon jeremy jeremy trip all these guys (laughs) yeah Uncle John, yeah, Nick came. Claudio, Uncle John where, didn't where, where come. That's right, Claudio didn't come. Where was Claudio? Fuck Will, Will yeah. in there? He, I know. I, 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 we said Will already. Will and Gersh, I was, I was super bummed. Like Pete, Pete's gonna bail, right? Like that's what Pete does. Is it? Yeah. Apparently, well, he'll be at Game On. I guess. But, so that's but something. Game On is not AAC Con. That's right. It, it is not. It is not. It doesn't. It, there's a lack of. Dude, Kev Sharp yeah. even showed up. So, I, I know. Kev Sharp, and, sure and, Kev Sharp was pretty fucking awesome. And he, 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 you know, not only did he show up, he fucking showed up. The best was when uh, Ralph was. Um, we're going to get into this because we're going to go day by day. But Ralph <laughs> okay. was so fucking hungover that Ralph didn't show up till three. So I watch Kev Sharp immediately marches up to Ralph, and Ralph looks like he's going to vomit like on the floor. And literally, Ralph did Ralph vomit at the conference at four. Kev walks right up to him and goes, "You are weak as piss." <laughs> so, so someone goes, someone goes, "Well, he's on medication," and, and Kev immediately goes, "Yeah, so is my mom." <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, Ralph. But oh, the fact that he showed up at four, I'm pretty impressed. You know, Ralph. Ralph was hurting. Ralph was hurting yeah. pretty bad. Okay, so let's let's go and, through it. So basically, Wednesday. Uh, everyone's so I had, rolling I had been in. at the hotel already for two days at that point. And who had you been hanging out with at the hotel? Because Nick showed up early. No one. I was dime bag. Sweet, I dime was bag. working. But so I was working Monday, Tuesday, and I I was at breakfast Wednesday morning, just eating my scrambled eggs, and and I had a full day at the hotel working. I had a I had a deadline for a project that day, and I see this gigantic, gorgeous man. And he oh, says, he's "So he says, pretty, Jason." I, <laughs> if, if you could imagine, so he was the most handsome if, if he metal rock my guy you ever saw. Except right. he could oh. also be a center for the Houston Rockets. So, oh, so it, I love Dimebag. He he was like the perfect balance of scary and gorgeous. And if he didn't say my name, I would have been frightened. But he knew who I was, so immediately, <laughs> like, okay, this is fucking Nick. Holy shit. This is fucking Nick. I mean, like, he's six foot ten. Nick, he's literally six foot ten. Nick, he is with, six foot with ten. a mane of hair that's epic. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> so, so that so he sits down and we're talking and and he speaks English in a way that I would not expect. So I did ask no. him, like, "Are you from Sweden?" He's like, "Yeah." Like, right, he, okay, he, now he, I feel like an spent ignorant a lot of time American. in the U.S. Well, he, 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 he speaks in the US. English like an actor on Wallander speaks. 
English. Right, yeah. like he, he I'm watching the show Game I'm like, Thrones, it could right? be a BBC like, show. He's a fucking yeah. genius, dude. Yeah. And he's and he's brilliant and and, and an entrepreneur and so Okay, we, all right, we all right, right. so we like Dimebag, so let's move on. We like Dimebag. <laughs> but that was Dimebag that rocks. was Wednesday morning. So then I worked all day. Campbell is texting me as we record. <laughs> um So I went back upstairs to work. People started showing up before I was even done. Back down at the bar, I had to text John, John and say, hey, where's everybody at? And I think, came downstairs, people are drinking in the bar, which the bar was, what do we give it? For the, yeah, bar was okay. for the, for the record, oh, the, 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 yeah. the Hyatt was, it was, up and the down. Hyatt was nice facility-wise, yeah. but it, it seemed was, as if they, all of their leadership had been executed the night before. Like it seemed like it seemed basically like the staff was completely unled by anyone. The staff was terrible. So they had been it, routed. Well, no. Yeah. The staff was clueless, but nice in, in individual circumstances. Like, I mean, I got fucking awesome pores. Yeah, but they were incompetent. You, the staff was incompetent. The incompetent. Yeah. Incompetent. Absolutely. I will not argue with. Yeah. Like gin and tonic needs tonic. What? I mean, for mm-hmm. it was, it was in a high Regency. Because that's kind of how we yeah. roll. We're kind of upscale. We're uh, high class, baby. Yeah, we're classy Classic. as fuck. Classy as fuck. <laughs> Bitch! Um, but, yeah, for a height regency, I was like, what? So Yeah, it was, yeah. No, incompetence but, is the best word. To say. All right, so Jason, so, you so show up and you're hanging Man- out. I, I, I was hanging out. People were already drinking. I got in Manhattan. They asked what bourbon I wanted, which at least they asked what, like, what I wanted. And, and they did have a rye. I can't remember. They had bullet rye. Got a they, bullet they rye. Did, they did have bullet rye. That's right. Bullet rye. Yeah, that's not. Bad. Uh, it, it was solid. It was. It, it was it, well made. It was. Uh, it, it is Anglo solid. maraschino, but it, but it was good. Uh, you guys went and, or no, we went to dinner after that, right? We had tacos. Uh, uh, that's right. We tacos? walked over to the taco place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I mentioned yeah. this to a couple people, and they gave me shit because I'm a lazy motherfucker. John's walking distance and my walking distance are different <laughs> measures of distance. Because John is a marathon runner. He is a marathon runner. And, and, and Fuzzy's wasn't that far away. But and you're, you're a southwestern. You're southwestern, and, so yeah. you will drive. It might have been we half drive a mile. If, if it's, yeah, you it will was, drive a quarter block was, to walk a mile on the treadmill. It was four-tenths of a mile. <laughs> it was? Did you look it up? No. That's but, about right. But that's about right. And it was worth the yeah, walk. It was. I had, a, I had a dirty Sanchez. It was touchies. We were touching touching things. We were. Uh, right. They, did it it was, was, they had the dirty Sanchez taco. You had that. Yeah, I had one of those. Sanchez it was, it was okay. Their beer selection was okay. The, the tacos yep. were pretty good. Yep. Yep. There was a bunch of people there. There was uh, Jason, Dave, Nick, Dimebag. Campbell. I think Clay was Clay uh, John there? Medicine Man was there. was there. I think was Clay there. Clay was there. Clay Stone. Yeah. Okay. So um, Duck was Doug, in love with Clay Doug Stone. Campbell right said away. he's going to ninja your ass. When when next no he did next he gone. did that on the next when night. when when oh, was that the same no, night same, no, no it was no, the same, same night. night we went out again so basically Duck met Clay and Duck was like oh, this guy oh, is like the, I love he's him. like he is like the greatest war gamer I've ever met like this guy is so cool he's, so, and I'm like you are so Clay is like well but wait Dimebag is so cool Dimebag too. is gorgeous I have ma- multiple man crushes yeah Cl- Clay Clay Stone is is he's like glorious. a he's like a male model he is he is he's he a is. good looking man he's a sexy man he's like if you could cross Gordon Ramsay 
with a male model, that's Claystone. Because Claystone <laughs> shaped up the kitchen at the Hyatt Regency in Gordon about 24 Ramsey hours. With, <laughs> he with basically, seal, right? My Gordon cold. Seal. And any meal, he'd be like, come here. And the lady would be like, excuse me. He's like, touch, feel touch, my egg, touch my touch egg. He's my like, eggs. put your finger in my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and by the end of the night, he's like, or the, the end of the convention, he's like, I just ate the best cheeseburger I've ever had in my life. And I think right. I think all the cooks well, that was were leaning won. around, they we, were peeking we around were the corner of the kitchen. They're like, oh my God, did you like it? <laughs> he liked it, he liked it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> I, I think they had more. They had morning meetings. Pacific Typhoon and he got the, the, the cheeseburger and he liked them. I think they I yeah. think they had morning meetings. Like, okay, look, this one guy. Is How do we make this guy happy? Lot of trouble. This one guy. <laughs> Touch my eggs. Somebody told me that he ate a burger at a restaurant and took a bite out of it and was just walked over and threw the whole burger in the trash can. Holy <laughs> shit. That's how, I love that's how Playstone operates. But, you know, I like Dimebag too. There was a lot of man crushes for the dog. Oh, no, there was some man crushing going on. There was tons of man Man crushes, so let's not. There was everybody's so, man so crushing. So back to Wednesday. Right. Back to Wednesday. Wednesday. Dave, what did you do Wednesday? I showed up. Um, Brad was cool enough to pick me up at the airport. So Brad is who? Because that is Brad, uh, that's how I roll. Oh, Brad, Brad, and getting Brad just text awesome. messages. I'm getting text messages <laughs> just from Brad as I'm getting off the plane. He's like, "Yeah, the fucking police are fucking me. Fuck these police." <laughs> He's like, they're fucking telling me I can't stop here. Fuck this guy. So I'm like, all right, just let's get in. Let's get to the hotel. So we get there. And then I saw Dimebag. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd like space, but I'm like, in my mind, I didn't think he would be this gigantic guy. Like, fucking sick. And so he comes up and hugs me. And then I felt like I was at like my my sophomore high school prom. Like, was it like belly level? But we played a bunch of card games. Uh, we played Grizzled. Uh, yeah, you guys did play Grizzled. I showed, Mitch was reading the rules as you were playing I showed, it. I it was a little uncomfortable. I showed Duck how to play uh, Netrunner. Oh, fuck you. Showed. I was beating your I, I showed you how to play it. Yeah, I knew how to play and it. Then, My son had beaten me plenty of times. So that, but so we'd been, we kind of been drinking a little bit. So then they're like, Man, okay. we had a group playing Pacific Typhoon that was right. a blast. Yeah, yeah. Johan brought that. it. But that at some point so they're like, "Hey, hey, we're going to the shooting range," and I was like, "Ugh, like I don't know." And then yeah, you oh, that's failed. right. Then I, uh, I did Tar Baby was like, "Ralph came in on an earlier flight just so he could do this." So he gives me his disappointed Tar Baby look at me. So I'm like, "I right, fine, fuck, I'll go to the fucking shooting range." So we all and I, I did turn to Swede at Dimebag and I said, "Hey, you want to go to the shooting range?" He's like, "I've been drinking since two p.m. I'm not going to the shooting range." So we went over there. We went to the shooting range. It was run by like a guy who would be the equivalent of like the uh, comic book store guy, except with it guns. It was. It was. So uh, it was, basically, it was. <laughs> it was nice. It though. was pretty cool. They'd be like, they were like, uh, they'll let you shoot any gun you want. They just give it to you in a tray, and you just bring it out, and then they'll give you a similar gun, and then you can take it out. Like you can change the model and make or whatever you're shooting. So I kind of helped uh, Justin and Callum both did. shoot. Justin was pretty good, actually. Justin may be a natural. Justin is good. Justin needs to work on his trigger reset, but we're, we know that. We're going to work on that next time. Yeah. So the, du the duck was not so good. The duck may have been a little drunk and like saw multiple uh, um, uh, of the alignment things. It was like, what happens if you see multiple of these things and I can't figure out where to aim? I would say with Callum, if you're going to challenge someone to a gunfight, probably you could get a challenge. I would challenge, like, if you're in a Western and Callum is on the other side, you might want to challenge him to gunfight. 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, Justin, as soon as he got a hold of his trigger, got some con- trigger control, he was actually a pretty good shot. So that was kind of funny. And I thought Justin would actually be better because B-Mode grew up in like South Dakota. So yeah. I thought he would have done more shooting, but he said that was more rifle shooting. I'm like, whatever, B-Mode. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so then, but like John Brooklyn, had the right? uh, Enfield. You got to throw down in Brooklyn. Well, John had his, his Lee Enfield rifle, so we went on the rifle range yeah, the side, and we yeah. fired that over there. That was cool. Except you could that was fucking. Except awesome, we yeah. all have such bad vision, we could barely see the sights. I think. Yeah, so, it was a little blurry. Yeah, so uh, we fired that. <laughs> then we came back, and then uh, okay, so then guys are playing cards. We basically had the whole back room in the bar. Yeah, yeah I don't we think were, they that's when we were playing Netrunner. Right, and then Nick and Campbell said, "Hey, we want to go get some wings." And, they did last call at the hotel. And and Rescue Scooter showed Which up late. Happen. Rescue Scooter had missed his flight. So he right. his wife's fault, right. I think. He blamed it on his wife, <laughs> which is always a good move. <laughs> That's right. Not that we're going to dime him out or anything. So uh, no. So they had this place that they wanted to go that had wings, and we went there. Campbell found it on the Yelp said, hey, this place has great wings. So we went out there to the wing place, and we get there, and the guy's like, it's dead. And the guy's like... Yeah, the kitchen's closed. So then we said, let's <laughs> Which drink. is brutal. So then we went to Duck. What was the next rational decision we would make from there? Well, we decided tequila. instead of wings, we would do tequila shots. Yeah, yeah, because of course, tequila shots. That'd be reasonable. That makes perfect sense. Somebody might have brought out the corporate credit card for that one. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think there was something about Nick's mom. I think Nick's mom found me incredibly attractive. I, I seem to remember. Yeah. So uh, basically, we had, some, we had some tequila shots, which was a bad idea. Uh, always. That's so always bad. a bad idea. We drank some beers. They were so good, though. And then, and then we walked back, and uh, we got Wait, back to the hotel. Don't, don't forget, like, Campbell hid right. under the overpass pylon and, like, ninja Like, he was trying to get me to fall he down again. He thought that was <laughs> <scared>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so, yeah, so Campbell tried to scare uh, Duck. Don't want to miss that story. <laughs> I think he's. But I did not fall down. Him. My face may have been numb, but I did not fall down. Next. Yeah, so, uh, uh, so Thursday morning. Uh, yeah, lo- I heard a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, we were, we were not yeah. feeling great. And I want to say, I did. Uh, God, did I do. First, I played History Maker Baseball with Campbell that morning. Like, my schedule's all fucked up. My schedule's not correct at this point, I think. Did you play? I didn't even know you played yeah, History we, Maker Baseball. I was kind of chilling saw, out and hanging out. I saw the box. So, yeah. I, I don't know if I felt like getting into anything right away. So, Campbell and I played History Maker Baseball. Reggie Smith hit a grand slam in, like, the second inning. 77 Dodgers for 77 Tigers. And then it was nice. Were you the Dodgers? Yeah. You must yeah, Dodgers, yeah. yeah. Reggie Smith off Jack Morris. Grand slam. So... Well, Jason and I played 1889. That, that's not fucking... the best game to play when you're hungover, but it's an awesome game. But it was epic. It was epic. Yeah. And we had, uh, who do we have? We had Matt, and we had uh, Rex, Rex, and we had Sammer. And Sammer. And you and me. That was it, right? Yep. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, that such was awesome. A, like, and there were, we had newbies in there, and they were trying to figure out, and like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I want to do. And, and also, by the way, Sam, like Sammer had questions. the guide on. Samer got oh, the guide on. That made a guide on. Guide on. Awesome. He has yeah. some incredible pictures of his daughter with the guide on, which he I want. I really want to use, but I mean, who knows? It's the internet. We don't know if yeah. we want to use that stuff. But they were great pictures. But then Samer would always be like, "Hey, we're going to a restaurant." He's like, "I'm bringing the guide on." I'm like, "You are not bringing the fucking <laughs> guide on, dude!" Like, it's like a spear <laughs> with a flag on the end of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we're going to the airport. I'm bringing the guide on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, the the uh, 1889 game was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I, you, you know, I, for your boss, uh, Matt was awesome. Everybody was awesome. Yeah, Matt's a, that's a really was, good guy. Samer, was, Samer is the ultimate smack talker. He's like, you know, this is the first time I played, but next time I'm going to fuck this you shit. up. You're bitches. lucky this is yeah. my first time. So, Jason. You're lucky this is my first Jason, time. Jason, you invited your boss, Matt. Uh, Matt seemed like a really good guy. Seemed like he had a really good time at the convention. He did. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. He's he, he was my friend before he was my boss. So I I, I invited him because he's my friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Matt Matt is uh, fully worthy of guild inclusion. Like oh, yeah. he played yeah. I played he's, him he's in 1889. Sure. He doesn't I played him in lot, uh, but... Yeah, I played him in Liberty or Death and he was like we had four players in Liberty or Death and uh it was an awesome game. And there was there one, may have been one one bummer and it wasn't Matt, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we won't get into that in too much detail, but there were a couple of people who came to the convention who maybe, um, you maybe. know, maybe not for the next convention, and that's fine. But yeah. So here's what yeah. I'd say: we we have a, a Gmail account set up, so it's going to be aacconvention at gmail dot com. If you're interested in participating in the convention next year, go ahead and email us uh, your interest. And uh, what's that? What's that email address again? aacconvention <laughs> at gmail dot com. And uh, can I come? Do you just e- am I no, allowed to just come? Just email it. We'll 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 table it. Can, Everybody's being. Do I have to email? Right. Can Duck, I come? Duck, Dave? Duck, you're, Dave? Invited. Some of you okay. are actually going to be allowed. I heard to, I got an A plus. I want a yeah, fucking A plus. Some of you are going <laughs> to actually be allowed to be given a plus one, which means you can bring someone else. Uh, oh. But you're then responsible for the behavior of that person, and you're putting your own status in jeopardy by inviting them. Yep. So, which Mitch, Mitch won that game. Oh yeah, yo, Johan. Oh yeah, Johan was. Johan, Johan was the fucking best. Yeah, Johan was. So we were big in the yeah. Swedes. Our con- our podcast actually <laughs> very, no, very popular in Sweden. And, and somehow like Johan had a yeah. bigger Swedish accent. No, but he, he was a bit of the Swedish Jason, chef. I was very confused when we intro- were introduced because he's like Johan's on like the other Swede, and I'm like, what? No, Jason, yeah. if you look at the actual numbers for us, it's uh, Sweden is very big. We're very popular in Sweden and England and the U.S. So. Fuck the U.S. Yeah, right. We're, yeah. we're going for the Swedish fuck, audience. Fuck. That's fuck right. All you shut-ins. Come on, it's winter. Get out of there. <laughs> so where is the con going to be next year? Is same it going to be in Dallas? It's going to be in Dallas. Dallas. No, Dallas. It's going to be oh, Dallas. Not the same okay, place. But different it's hotel, be It might be in the same hotel. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. But the, well, my, you my know, con- as long as we got the same bartender, I can hook up my... My concern is that the room was about big enough for all of us. I think we had like... Forty guys total. Oh, we need a bigger room. Yeah, so I mean, if we had five more people, we need a bigger room. So we're going to charge more. Hey, hey, Jason, your breathing is approaching Darth Vader status. So we need to like somewhere. <laughs> when you start talking about more money, my my ire gets up. <laughs> so I'm thinking we're going to do eighty a piece, so, but we're going to so, be more selective. Yeah. So I'm Scottish, Dave. I know. And, I understand. I'm Scotch Irish. I'm Scotch Irish. When when the money starts coming into play, I, I get I a little. I understand. I understand. Yeah, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. Let me. It'll, let me it'll move be my okay. mic. You, you're big. You're yeah. big time. You, you, it'll, it, well, it'll happen. Also, so Dave, it'll happen. I, it'll it's it's invite all, invite all. And I want to say just it basically is. for based on that, also uh, that line of, of statements. Um, everyone was very generous. I found that I would go up to a bar and the guildie'd be like, "Oh, you're not buying this fucking beer. I'm buying that beer for you." Like, thanks for the I podcast. Did. 
so for the record, Matt, my boss, is the only person who bought me a drink that entire time. Are you kidding? I bought me? Dave a drink. Are Matt is the yeah. only person who bought me a drink. Yeah. I would have bought you a drink. I didn't know you were. You, I didn't know you, you were didn't. suffering. You might. You might I know. have. Even Doctor I bought me a drink. Yeah. See, fuck. I wouldn't and, buy. I wouldn't buy Dave a drink. I would have bought Jason a drink. I brought ben, Dime Bag multiple drinks. No, ben didn't buy me a drink. No, Duck. Kyle would, didn't buy if, me a drink. If the two of us were standing there, Duck would literally buy Jason a drink right in front of me and not buy mm-hmm. me a drink. Uh, oh, just antagonize. I would rub it in like salt in the wound, bitch. <laughs> but D- Dave did play Duel of Ages 2 that first day. He did. Oh, did which, was it the, and he was that the he first promised thing? to play it until he, I did. Until he which, liked it. I, Dave, I Dave, I'm going no, to absolve you no, of that commitment. No, I don't accept because... it. No, I made a commitment. <laughs> I'm going to play that game again. I want to see you playing it on Vats. No, I'm playing that Campbell game. Campbell and I... And and Ben and I had a really great time, and Jesse and I had a, had a really great time playing that. I'm not letting Dave you guys not have a great time. No, I think you guys it. are trying to exclude me from the game. I'm going to play we are. every single convention <laughs> you guys play. I'm going to play. Uh, what the hell was I doing? Why wasn't I invited? I, I was, ba- I was, I to I was play Napoleon on a horse, and my other character was a girl from Sweet Valley High. Wearing a denim jacket, and she 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 had the Canadian tuxedo going on. Oh my gosh! I, Dave, I don't. I I will play great campaigns with you. I don't need you to love Duel of Ages. Oh no, I'm playing. I love Jason. Duel of Ages. No, it's not about you, Jason. It's about me now. I'm it's playing about you? every Duel okay. of Ages game you guys play. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> but but next time, I think what we should do is play a fightier scenario to where there's more shooty shooty, stabby stabby. I, I, and then you might. You I, might I like knew there was going to be a problem when they first put the map down, and I'm basically I'm just looking at it. And go, what the fuck? <laughs> it was all pink. They Dave didn't like the the pinkness of it. Right. Yeah, because he he hates breast cancer. He hates That's breast right. cancer. He, he people. Does. Yeah, I'm pro breast cancer. I'm like all about breast cancer. <laughs> Kill them all, breast cancer. So uh, Thursday morning we did Labatai. So we did Labatai the training uh, session. Right. Yeah, that yeah. looked awesome. Well, well, first of all, uh, basically Brad drops yeah. his Labatai game down, like completely unsorted out. Brad was drinking Pedialyte. I just want to throw that oh, out. That, that was good. Pedialyte. He was drinking Pedialyte. what? Pedialyte. Pedialyte for his hangover. Pedialyte? That's, that's Pedialyte. Like the, the kid drink? That's a pro. That's a yeah, pro it move. Has a, it's, it's like baby Gatorade, right? <laughs> no, that's a pro move. <laughs> I missed that. No, oh, that's a pro so move. Sad. That's a different pro move. He, oh, Shrignar, Shrignar with the Pedialyte. Shrignar, he knew what he was doing. Oh it was God. strawberry. I, like I think it. it was pink. Replace the electrolyte. It's possible. Exactly. This might be a four-hour episode because we haven't even got to the Dungeons that's & Dragons fine. game yet. Yeah. I gotta go yeah. pee again. I'll be go, right back. Go pee. Okay, go so pee. I did. Labatai. So I did the Labatai basically training thing with Doctor I. Yuck. I had a. Yuck. I had a Brad and a Dimebag. So we kind of just ran through like a training session. But when they first sat down, I'm like, "Fuck, dude! I don't know if I remember these rules." Like I had to literally start <laughs> reading the rules like as I'm going through because it had been a little while since I played. But I think they enjoyed it. I think it was good. And it kind of taught yeah. them how to play and showed them. I think them Brad talked about it later that day. Yeah. He, he did enjoy it. Some of us suspected it was Brad's way of getting us to sort out his actual game because when he literally got <laughs> the game, it was just a pile of counters. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to. It took us like four hours just to get it all sorted out. Just to get it set up. So, Samur and I played Sakikahara. Oh, good. And and again, he, he was like, you're. You're lucky I haven't played this game before. 
Because I would be kicking your ass if I knew what I was doing. So he taught you the entire time. That's good. He did, which which I appreciated. And and but you were Tokugawa, right? Which is really strong. Yeah. And I'm a pretty like I'm not a very good game player in general, and I and I know that, I'm, and I'm okay with that. I'm not. I I don't play to win necessarily, but Sakigahara I'm pretty good at, especially when I'm the the Tokugawa player, the, is, the, the is, black player. Is the strategy for the gold player to find out where Tokugawa is and just attack the shit out of that group and try to kill him? It's either that or like just straight defense the whole game. You can I think as Toku as is it Ishigawa? What's the other? What's the gold I, player? Akita? Is that? Is it like I, Akita? Oh, yeah, I, I can't remember right. the other side. So I think you can you can buff up in your forts and just turtle the whole game. I think as as the gold player, you have to play defense the whole the whole game. And as Tokugawa, the the black player, you have to play super aggressive. But Tokugawa pretty always decent. like that middle castle in the middle of Japan and then from there they start getting on the back end and grabbing all those other right. areas. Yep. So that's the problem. As the game goes on then you start dropping back you as can the goal player. Dime. Exactly. The goal player starts losing terrain. So I think I think next time I play Samurai he's going to be a little bit more more aggressive. Um, but that was super fun. And then played uh, 13 Days with Jesse. This is like uh, Twilight Struggle, but in three turns. It's like a nuclear it's, countdown it's, type game. So yeah, game. super fun. Uh, I asked him, like, dude, I don't know anything about this game. Teach me. He taught me. We played it in literally, I think, 35 minutes. So, so another very great, fun game. What I would say, a great thing about Jesse, and I love the guy. I've not met him before, but this was great. Um, Jesse brings games, and he's like teaching everyone. Like, and yeah, he taught very Kev how to giving, play a game. Right. He taught. Yeah. Then he sat down. He had the the uh, Simmons uh, Napoleonics games. He taught guys how to play. Yeah, I think player was, after player. Dime back. Dime back. Well, he taught a bunch of guys. He taught Brad. Yeah, I think yeah. he taught Keith. Yeah, I think he taught yeah Brad. Bunch of guys, and then he's teaching. Yeah. He had the tentacle game. He taught <laughs> guys for like tentacle. Uh, the, I was in like, that game. There was a rig, that, rig van involved. I'm not yeah, sure what was going with that. No. But talk about a guy who's coming and is just like uh, he's basically he enjoys showing people how to play games. Yep. Like he was teaching yep. Kev Sharp how to play games. So it's like. And, and God, Kev Sharp was probably drunk. If he you, was drunk. I know, really. If you're going to teach Kev Sharp anything. Believe me. Yeah. Talk about teaching an old Love. dog new tricks. It's like God bless. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> so, uh, so that was it. I did the Labatai game, and uh, you know they were actually getting pretty that drunk because uh, Brad started busting out the bushmills during the game. And I, I, I was pretty drunk on Thursday. I got it for Thursday, but did we did we play GCACW on Friday and then do the D and D game after that? That's, That's correct. Right. We so did. I guess I thought. So when did no, I play Duel of Ages? Was it Thursday night? You. Oh, that was Thursday. You're right. Friday. We're on Friday. Yeah. No, we're, no, we're, Friday, no, we're, Friday, we're, we're, no, we're still doing Thursday. So I basically did the. Uh, no, wait, we're on Friday. No, we're no Labatai. I taught on Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. You were playing Labatai, and then Thursday, we did yeah. the uh, brewery tour. I'm on Friday. You're on Thursday. But, but you're missing the brewery tour. Brewery uh, tour was Thursday, Thursday night. right? So yeah. Thursday night we go out and do the brewery tour. John did this great job. And by the way, John Medicine Man did a great job at the convention. Did oh, fucking rock. He, People kept coming up to me and saying, 
you guys have thrown such a great convention. Like Dave and I, yeah, it was all John. Do, right. Dave and I didn't do anything. It was all and, John, and, but, John and, organized every single piece of that. And Lieutenant Hoplite did a great job. Had all the the plexiglass <laughs> cut, sent all the plexiglass yep. down. Yeah. So we all knew. Excellent. So work. at some point, Kev Sharp, excellent I'm playing a game, and Kev Sharp comes with me. He's like, "Hey, can I buy like eight of these pieces of plexiglass?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. Like, why would you yeah. fucking ask me that?" I'm like, "Talk to I, Lieutenant Hoplite, like." Like I'm like, stop asking me like executive type decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is below our level of decision making. I'm like, yeah, we're, the we're, we're, we're yes, no, we're, man. We're the talent. <laughs> we're the talent. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we have handlers for all this shit. So yeah, so we go out to the brewery, and it's a small brewery. It's in an industrial area, and it's funny because uh, Medicine Man drove me and a couple other guys there. Uh, and he had, he claimed he had done his reconnaissance there like three or four times. Yet he drove I, past I, it. I've like seen evidence times. of it. He kept driving past the location. <laughs> I'm like, wasn't this the point of doing the reconnaissance that you would actually know where this this place is? Uh, they were very nice people. The, the cool thing was they had a big area in the back where you could mm-hmm. uh, basically watch the trains go by and all that stuff. <laughs> and, and then they had, they had a scoreboard like with pegs. And so then it immediately became a scoring game for Ralph and I to score which trains were traveling which directions. You you guys were jealous of our train game, I, I think, That's right. fundamentally. Yeah. I understood those rules easier than the train game, I think that would be. I think 18X actually train is going to be a, a little bit easier. Yeah. But the brewery was really good. Uh, the downside was... Yeah. Apparently they had uh, they had porters, which Ralph right. really liked. Because right? then Ralph threw up in the tar really baby's front yard. Him. So he got home, he threw up in tar baby's front yard. And then, yeah, it was just throwing up apparently constantly for the next 24 hours. So in the end, I think I won the train game. Because I, I could have I, I think later. definitely you won. I could have scored yeah. a train at any point after that. R- Ralph lost. But, but the brewery was a nice Although, break. to Ralph's point, I tried to get him to cheat, and he, he would not cheat. And oh, he was hammered yeah. and still would not cheat. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I got, again, I, I mentioned I got hammered trying to get Kev to buy me drinks. Based on the you challenge, you did yeah. hammered that night. I was hammered. Yeah. So uh, we did a toast. For I think Andy. almost everyone who went to the brewery tour was pretty hammered by the time we were done. And next next Wait. time, I think maybe with the extra money, we're going to get a shell bus. Hire somebody to take That's us. That's a good idea. Forth. So yeah, I think yeah. we'll do that. I did not go to the brewery, but I still had fun because we were uh, we had a Liberty or Death. You played Liberty or Death, yeah. Yeah, with your boss and uh, Mister Big Deal and uh, Big Deal and some Keith, other people. Right? Uh, no, someone else. Okay. So, so I think someone else. I, I think everybody, basically mission. everybody who came or everybody contributed got a challenge coin. So I think everybody enjoyed yep. that. Uh, so it was yep. kind of a nice thing. We did a toast to Andy. And Dave gave a very nice toast. Oh to my Andy gosh, did I really? Yeah. And and some and, people, and, some of the newer guys didn't know who he was, so I had to kind of explain like. It's out. Yeah. Andy Cowan, he was an early adopter, really great guy, super yep. right. involved. And then all yeah. of a sudden went kind of went went black and Dave and I wondered where he went. Yeah, well I unfortunately I, I shipped a ton of yeah. miniatures to him because he was gonna have fun with them all in Saudi Arabia yep. and then I never heard yep. back. Yeah. So um, yeah, it sucks. the only downside is for each convention now we're gonna need one of you guys to die. So we can make a coin. So, you know, I mean, we can do it on the honor system, or if you feel like you're close to death, maybe just take one for the team. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't want to get involved in anybody's personal business, but yeah. So, so next year we expect one of you to be dead, so we can make a coin. So, 
We'll figure something out. No, they don't have to have a dead guy on them. Not always going to have somebody dead, but it was nice to have Andy there commemorated. It's going to be the most powerful coin we've ever issued based on combat ever. factor. Yep. And so, uh, so all you guys who didn't, didn't go, go. Fuck you're going to have to compile coins to match up to that massive twelve combat factor on the coin. And I'm glad. I Are we going to do a challenge coin for game on, or is it no. just going to be a secret? No. Fuck game on. No way. Dude, that's, that, that's an away Pete, game. Pete, game on, Pete, game on is a way game. Fuck game on. <laughs> Why would you do a challenge <laughs> coin for game on? I don't know. Dave, did asking. you hear me? Yeah, like what? game on. Like what the fuck? fuck game on. I can't even go because they don't, they don't get shit. There's a father daughter dance, so I can't go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Under the sea theme. Uh, all right. So uh, I have to admit, I am kind of excited that Dimebag is coming, though. I know. I know. I, I would like to go to game. You on. guys are visiting. You guys are there. You visitors. That's right. That's right. I'm okay with that. I'm, I get to hug Dimebag. So, fuck but for you. the record, the next convention is going to be in Dallas. It's going to be around the same time, October, November. And mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be aacconvention at gmail.com. If you want to, like, just basically let us know your interest. If you think you're going to go, let us know. And that's what it is. Idea. We need to know how many duck, people are coming. The duck no, let me know. Duck, you know duck, that, right? Don't duck tell us. Know. Just fucking email the thing. Just email No. I'm, I'm telling you now. The duck will be there. I don't have to email you. You, you don't need to. Uh, there's no email. All right, so the, the, duck so will the be next there. day is Friday morning. Friday morning comes. Yeah. Friday morning. I'm, I'm not done with Thursday. Oh, you're doing Thursday? Oh, we did Duel of Ages shit. All right, here we go. No, that was... Oh, okay. You're right. Thursday, was, Thursday was Duel of Ages. So I came back yep. drunk from the brewery, Dave and then I played Duel of Ages Duel with Vages. you guys. Ben, I appreciate you playing Duel of Ages with me. Ben, I enjoyed it. Ben, and, and Campbell. Wasn't Campbell in there, too? Yeah. Yeah. It was It was uh, Scott, Jesse, Campbell, Ben, Dave, and me. I'm gonna get Scott glass, showed I'm gonna, up. I'm gonna get a glass of wine and let you guys talk about this because I'm my hurt. wife is already. I'm hurt. I wasn't in that game, although I was playing another game. But I'm Duck, still hurt. Listen, it was I'm on hurt. the sign-up sheet. You didn't I'm sign hurt. up. That's I'm on hurt. you. That's on you. I'm hurt. I'm it was. Hurt. It was me and saying, Ben. I'm hurt. Ben I'm and hurt. I. <laughs> you can be hurt. Ben and I wanted to play like a legit, strong Duel of Ages game, like in depth. And Dave so showed why up. Why did you invite had... Dave? <laughs> no, Dave invited himself. And then we had to. <laughs> so I don't usually talk like this, but we had to pussify it for Dave, so that, <laughs> so that he could play it, and 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 it wasn't like a legit game, which is fine. <laughs> so next year, I think we might disinvite Dave, and and Ben and I can. <laughs> oh, that would be so. Awful. Can throw down with some legit. <laughs> in-depth duel of ages we can get annie oakley on a go-kart with an <laughs> rpg and go balls deep on the on the doa too balls deep balls deep on yeah i love that fucking game. Uh, I, I, yeah there's it is although dave, dave's criticism dave i have to admit Dungeons like, and Dragons. How can he not play Duel of Ages? I don't no, understand. No, but yeah, but no, his criticism is fucking spot on, dude. It's like, why isn't there this other? <laughs> like, there's not enough attributes. <laughs> but everything you need to play the game is on that card. To play know, that but character. There are Forty million every... things. On are the we talking cards? about the pie eating statistic on the cards? <laughs> Just because your charisma is shit. <laughs> Don't shit on the game. So, so right? like at some point, I'm like, well, they're like, well, just what's because your, what's your, your respect? pointy crown, 
What was that respect? It was respect the yeah. pointy crown. They're like, yeah, it's your respect. Your, your honor like, isn't very good. Your charisma isn't very good. I'm like, what the fuck? It's the why would it be the pointy thing? Oh, that's your respect. <laughs> <laughs> so I think oh. next year Ben and I are going to throw down. Oh no, I'm Dave, I'm, I'm playing Dave, again. You're... No, I'm playing. Nope, I'm playing. Nope. Nope, you're you're playing Labatai. No, I'm playing. I'm playing you're, Duel you're of Ages. You're busy that day. I'm playing Duel of Ages. You were you were disinvited. You were disinvited no, to the uh, Duel of Ages. No, we're in, game we're in what I heard convention. We're not an exclusive so, th- convention. Thankfully, even though the hotel didn't allow it, somehow whiskey kept refilling my glasses. Um, oh. There was some larceny bourbon being poured, which I don't know where it came from, but. But I appreciate the person who brought it. Well, and some of the outside and, guys. And so by the end I of that game, more than I one was, person. I was hammered. And some of the, the some of the outside guys who were not part of the guild fucked us by throwing that shit in up. the fucking garbage can, where then they did a forensic oh. examination. Or leaving it on the table. They did that's, a forensic examination of the garbage can. Yeah. So then we got in trouble the first night. I it kind of felt like high school where we were like reprimanded so friday yeah. friday dave what did you play on friday because i played sakigahara with samur i played a uh, great a great campaigns of the american civil war with duck mm. we we also yeah i can, i i don't i don't remember i don't have any recollection of that because i i didn't yes, care one way or the other your jealousy was that off the fucking scale we bitch. interrupted it by making fun of ralph ralph came over showed up around two and i, I wanted to play <laughs> and he got a round of applause I wanted did, to, I wanted to play a longer right. game. Duck insisted on playing a shorter game, and in retrospect, well, and I also he made the right call. The victory condition. No, he, he made the right call because <laughs> it, it took longer I, than we thought. I did catch at the end of that game, and you guys were playing it, and and seriously, so to step out of the the drunkenness of this podcast, you guys were what? playing that, and you were playing it both very well. You both knew the rules. And I was watching you, and I'm like, fuck! Like, so I'm looking through the games I played. Not a single one of them is necessarily what I would call a serious game. I played Labyrinth, and I played Sakigahara, which are games I both really, really like, and Polis I, I really like. But I didn't play anything big. Well, you did play the Tentacle Bento game. Wasn't that something that was head hardcore? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I don't want to say this, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You guys, you guys were like so casual about, hey, let's just set up. We did throw that together. It, it was together. so casual, and I was like, "Fuck!" It is a fucking I, awesome system. And, and yeah, we and, just played the fucking second battle set of Bull Run, like super cash. Yeah. And so I said, "Okay, this, this is a system I have to I have to learn." Well, because... Duck, Duck is really good. He's probably much better at the system than I am. Though I, I mean, while I know but, the but, rules, I think he is more. He's played it more. So, um, and, and Dave, listen. I love Duck, but he can he can fuck himself too. Oh wow! Him <laughs> like, stepping into that role. Oh my gosh! I I wanted to be able to set something up. Okay, so were you gonna? You wanna, I, are I, you saying you want to play some great campaigns of the American Civil War next convention? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I will only agree if you let me play in your Duel of Ages game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, you know where I have to say. I have to say, I'm happy that I have encouraged the bromance in this fashion. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to back out. I'm going to watch you guys. I'm going to back hurt, step but I away. love you both. But I love you both. And and if you're going to talk about a duck fucking himself, I don't know if you've ever watched any videos on duck penises, but it's <laughs> it looks not a really painful. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. So I did on. play Tentacle Bento with Jesse, Swede, and Matt. And uh, we laughed a lot. I'm not sure that's a game I would play again. I know they want to call, call Swede Dimebag. 
I think sweet. I like smoother. sweet. I like sweet, I like better, sweet but a lot better. We'll work. We'll yeah, work. sweet. Sweet is better, but I'm because it pisses you off. I'm gonna. Keep I think it's even funnier if there's more Swedish guys in the guild because then they'll be like, "Well, why is he the sweet?" <laughs> because like, he because he's six ten, motherfucker. He's Go fucking yeah. He's six ten like, and a member of like uh, the fucking. Uh, good. Well said. Well said, Duck. Articulate as always. Was, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> that was so good. But we'll be like, hey, well said. No, you, well, you well can said. you can fight him for it <laughs> if you want to fight him. For that. That's right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> and then to uh, cap the na- night off, well, I guess in the evening play it was for me some next war India Pakistan, and I played just enough to set the game up and get through half of the aerial phase of of that game. And it was intense. Each and then game turn and then in that Dave, game is is a commitment. Yeah. 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 Dave, how did we cap off Friday night? Let's talk about Dungeons and Dragons with Dave. <laughs> so um, I think this might be the highlight of the con. So basically, uh, <laughs> I'd set up six characters and I developed them. I, I knew I was going to have to make the characters at a time because um, I, I couldn't rely on anybody in the guild except maybe Kyle because. He, <laughs> Kyle is a definite Jason, so Kyle, Kyle would have made his character at a time. That yes. would have been done. Kyle is a Kyle is a rules guy. Did you say Kyle was a Jason? Kyle's a full-on Jason, I bet. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, this is a high compliment. <laughs> that is a compliment. I'm, I'm in solidarity. I love Kyle. I love Kyle. Basically, had a, I gave him his character. Because I wouldn't have said that, Dave, but you're 100 percent correct. He had, I'm, no. What I'm so Kyle is very earnest. He really wants the game yes, to be a good yes. experience. And he's, I've he's played also, some games a thousand times. He's a great guy, he, but he's really like, he's he wants the game to be fun. So he's showing me pictures of, these are how my D&D games look. We play with our DM, and they're like ships and dioramas. I'm like, well, prepare to be fucking underwhelmed, because this game is not going to be... Theater of the mind! <laughs> but he also he role played like he no he did he, did he got into everybody yeah. hey motherfucker i role played everybody too. Did, no, everybody did a great so job. everybody role played right. but but you could tell kyle was a, a role player brad brad was the only one who slipped a little bit because he started passing out midway through the game from, <laughs> from intoxication brad was so brad, tired. Brad asleep a couple brad, times Brad's bedtime is 1 a.m. apparently. <laughs> no, I think it's 1.30, he was off the group. So the, the, the general gist of the adventure was we had six characters. Um, one was a uh, barbarian uh, from the Praxian Cro- Plains. Cronan. Cronan. <laughs> Cronan the barbarian. Dave, I, I, I know I posted the other night. I, seriously, every time I hear a mention of Conan or a barbarian, I fucking crack up. I don't know what you're talking about. Cronan the Barbarian. I came up with that name completely on my own. Cronan the Barbarian. I don't know what. It's so fucking funny. So there was Cronan, uh, who was played by Swede. Uh, there was a, uh, a giant troll. Aptly. Troll fighter yep. with two giant swords. One of them is sort of sharp. Played by Kyle. Played by Kyle. Mr. That was Kyle. Mr. 1000. And he did a great job. Mr. 1000. Mr. 1000. Uh, 1000. <laughs> and then we had... That's for tomorrow. We, That's for Saturday. We had uh, Nick... Our youngest guild member, who was Lieutenant Hoplite, he played a lunar hoplite who had a bunch of different combat skills he could use, which he never he was used. A, he was a power, he never right? used. Like, well, well, are we supposed to read our character? <laughs> Fuck so, you, no, he, yeah. he was like a battle master, or like a, I think he was a battle master. So he had a bunch of things where he could interfere, like to protect someone else, or he had stuff he could do. Um, there was a, a cleric 
Rex. Played by Rex. Yeah, Rex. The cleric who likes to sit on the Rex. Rex. <laughs> the light bringer. Yeah, Rex. Rex, Rex the light bringer. That's right. He had light, and he liked to set up a first aid station, three to four encounters <laughs> behind the party. Give him a rally point. He had plenty of gauze. There was a. Was it Shriznak? What the fuck was it? Shrignar. Shri- Shrignar. Shrignar. Brad played Shrignar, a pygmy warlock. Who could speak with animals? Who was epic? He could speak with animals. Shrignar was fucking awesome. I love Shrignar. Though I had to constantly remind him that he could speak with animals, even though it's on his scale. Like it seemed like that was. I'd be like, "You see a cat?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" I'm like, "Dude, yeah. anybody <laughs> want?" I'm like, "I don't know. Does anybody have to speak with animals?" <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sure don't. And then the final was Black Loon, a uh, a, Black a, a duck assassin. Who likes urban bounty hunger? Who, yeah, he's a bounty hunger. Urban bounty hunger. Uh, <laughs> some typo in the uh, the PDF creation turns bounty hunter into bounty hunger, and uh, <laughs> he had poisonous crossbows, poisonous blades. And, he had he had a blade of uh, anal piercing. <laughs> that's right, and he was resistant to, to poison himself, so he's big into poison. That was right. that was role played the the you know, piercing. So the the, the the handheld crossbow was critical so to so my the group. party was yes, kind of a, a combat design party. The problem is when you get into combat, it can kind of <laughs> slow down the game. So we instead chose I chose an adventure that's based on a house that's based on the tales of Edgar Allan Poe. So uh, it was more, which it was more some than, of the more astute players. Rocked Mr. One Thousand. Mr. One Thousand. Unfortunately, very can, quickly. Can we roll for a cliche check? I think that was. <laughs> so basically, and I was I was pointing and touching my nose like a like a game of charades. So the, the cool thing, very early. I did have Campbell who sat with me, and I had Jason who helped me. So those guys both kind of That's helped right. me out. Those with the guys were awesome. Which yeah. I think I want to do if we're going to do it again. I think I want them to act out the NPCs, so I don't have. That to That was do very it. fun. So. I yeah. was trying to I need more get voices. Some we need more voices. Rumble like well, it would help if I spent more than like five seconds explaining to them their character before I'm like, okay, go do your, you know. So, uh, and scene. So, so generally, the party gets notified that they have to theater of the mind. They have to go to this mansion, and uh, uh, they meet up with the mayor. They're the first lunar commando. They're a commando unit, so they're sent out. And their first mission is they meet with the mayor. His, his name is like Brad von Plothook. And he sits there and says, hey, you got to go out to this house. There's a problem out there. Uh, it's near a trade route, so no one wants to go by there. So they get out there, and they get to the gate, and that's when they ran into the cat. So they they force the, they, they look at the gate, and they're like, oh, well, fuck, that's it, dude. I'm like, anybody want to, like, try to climb over the gate? Or, like, <laughs> basically, they hit this gate, and they're like, well, adventure's over. That's it. We can't get any further. <laughs> So I think eventually they either forced the we game. We may have not been the most sober party at that point. <laughs> so I think we were all pretty drunk. So you guys forced, I think you guys like forced the gate and there was a cat. And after me screaming at you guys for about two minutes, then Brad decided to use his ability to speak with animals to talk to the cat. And then the cat uh, basically told you that there was a top floor, top, top floor window on the backside that was open. So you guys went up around to the back of the house, you climbed in through the back, and then you started kind of exploring through the house. So, Duck, why don't you go from here and explain what happened? Oh, there were some rooms. I think 
there was a room we decided to skip. We went down and, the and, and stairs. Real quick, the, the, the most important part was in the beginning, I'm like, we need to elect a party leader. And this created the <laughs> biggest schism in the group because basically Conan, Lieutenant, they all wanted to elect Lieutenant Hoplite as their leader. Lieutenant Hoplite, Cronan, yeah. And the, the troll, duck and the Shrignar were not in favor. The duck and the Shrignar voted for no leader. That's right. No leader. They were anarchic. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the Shrignar thing for later. <laughs> Hold the okay. Shrignar, because Shrignar has a flashback. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. So, so they, 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 they voted for no leader. I, no, I, so right I away, want to hear I knew, Duck's recollection of it. So right away, I knew this was going to be a problem, because the yeah. party had no, already... But we, we, I think we reluctantly decided to follow Lieutenant Hoplite, Lieutenant. and so it, like there was this room upstairs. We didn't do all the room upstairs, whatever. We went down the stairs. No, but, okay, Rex so decided, before, before you go down... You guys get to a room, and there is a. They, they enter a bedroom, and there is a person oh, sitting the on the bed. So not a corpse, a person. There's a person sitting on the bed, and the, a person. And the person is mumbling. Yeah. So the party's trying well, to talk to the person, and as they're and talking, he goes, "He's like, kill me, just kill me, just kill me." So and I say, so okay. Lieutenant Hoplite was like, "No." So how have you? And then Black Loon reaches and just shoots a bolt of crossbow <laughs> right into the guy. In the Fucker chat. said, "Kill me." I'm like, "Whatever, dude." He asked for it. So then they re they get they move forward into the room and they realize, okay, we're not going to be able to. Get he's basically like a bound servant that's been bound by the evil owner of the house. So he's just begging to be killed. He can't move from the bed. He just sits there. Just so duck the evil owner Ed. So Lieutenant Hoplite tries for a long time to get information from him. He won't give him information. So then Duck's like, "Well, I got to get that fucking crossbow bolt back." So the guy's like, kill me, kill me, kill me. So Duck puts his foot his against the guy's money, chest bitch. and starts trying to pull his crossbow bolts. Pull, <laughs> pull the bolts straight Those out. things aren't free. <laughs> so the guy's screaming the entire time. That's fine. But the funny thing was when you take a combat party and you start running them through investigative type rooms where they go in, they could. I think this party could have literally spent four hours in one room. Between arguing about who was going to do what, or threatening to kill wait, wait, each wait. other. What about the ape? We go in the room. There's an ape, but like, oh, we don't see the ape. There's a huge statue of an ape, but what, until the ape attacks, we don't see the there ape. There was a lot like, of shit. We didn't no, notice there was, the no, ape. there was a lot of shit in that room. It was busy. There, we saw a golden beetle. But we didn't see the ape, but like eight foot tall ape. <laughs> it was not eight foot tall. It was a orangutan. It was a stuffed orangutan. Orangutan. <laughs> but we, we didn't notice. Was, we needed, no, we was needed about to notice that part. skill to see an eight foot tall orangutan. <laughs> what, what, there is no such thing as an eight foot tall orangutan. <laughs> the, there was a stuffed orangutan Cronan was about to look at it and then Kyle triggered it and then it attacked him you guys killed him and then Cronan was covered in sawdust uh, yeah but Cronan detected it was magical right I don't know if I don't know if Cronan <laughs> did his magical detection did he I think oh, he, he I think, I think the whole room was kind of magical but Everything whatever. We can retcon that. We're fine. <laughs> so then they basically wander downstairs. There's bad stuff happening. They find a smoking fetus in the middle of what a room. What about the mirror? Forget, oh, don't forget oh, the mirror. The Kyle and the, the mirror. mirror. So Mr. 1000's character, the troll, <laughs> he looks in a mirror and he becomes obsessed with this vision. And he's like fixed on it. He fails to save he's, he's a handsome man, to be fair. And he failed to save. He's a troll. He he's a troll. He failed to save and throw. So he's looking at it. So Duck 
is like, well, I only see one way out of this. This is going to go badly. So Duck aims his crossbow at the back of Mr. 1000's head because <laughs> he's going to kill him. Misses by one. Why, because why wouldn't you? Right. Duck's like, well, yeah, this is the only thing we can do at this point. That's right. I mean, he's a goner. Misses by one, hits the mirror, shatters it, releasing uh, Mr. 1000 from the spell, and then claims, You're I welcome, rescued bitch. you. <laughs> I just rescued you. It was good. I, I don't think he role played that very well because he had no way of knowing that I was aiming for him <laughs> as a character. So it was funny watching Lieutenant Hoplite try to control this party where everyone was like, he had a couple of people who were loyal, and then he had the duck and Brad who were not <laughs> going to do They did whatever they wanted to do. Trignart, like at the at the end combat with the 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 necromancer and the All right, so, so, lady. So duck, go through the whole adventure. Describe the rest of it. So uh, we came down. There was a fetus in a circle. We all we all kind of figured we might want to avoid that. It was kind of nasty. And then we came down, and there was a necromancer, and there was a like a lady. We didn't you, find the one that, you found the one lady up the chimney. Didn't you find the lady up the chimney? Oh yeah, we found somebody up the chimney. And there was a there was a, there was a baby. But I got. I got possessed by the necromancer, and so I was like yeah, back in the party. Was game and I may have had some relics, <laughs> yeah. and Lieutenant Hoplite may have like reach. tried to that kill me. But then, but then Shrignar, Shrignar had a flashback to Asia when he and, the, <laughs> and Black Loon were in Asia. <laughs> and like, his buddies I remember were, oh my God. we were in the it's jungle, knee deep. And, and he healed me, and we came back. Oh, it was so fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, so Jason, set the stage. So they go down to the basement. What happens? It was pretty epic. I need more. I need so they more. found I me. Say, I, need, I need more than that. <laughs> uh, and it, I, I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let me set the stage. Dude, so and by the way, my, we, were, my we, we were laughing so zombie. hard during the entire adventure. Right, and I want to just say, Shrignar actually got the, the on drinks his were knees. Flowing. The, Shrignar got on his knees and started screaming knees. in a high pitched voice, <laughs> like a glint in his eye. Uh, yeah. Yes. All, right. All right, so Jason, I'm sorry. Continue the narrative. <laughs> so they come downstairs, and and in the middle of this vast room is this, this zombie Frankenstein's monster bride of mine, who I've who I've put together, and they. They try to help her, God bless. And uh, I immediately shut that down and uh, start attacking because uh, as a next necromantic wizard, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to throw yeah, down Ed, as, Ed they, the as they're in my Ed. space. <laughs> Ed, Ed the necromancer. And they were not very working as a team so much. As what? I'm shocked. Kind of <laughs> attacking as they saw fit. <laughs> which was shocking at that point in the in the adventure um, and as as as, as my bride hadn't gelled. down I, I had to put her no they they didn't gel as a cohesive unit i had to put my wife down in order to you know make a last ditch effort against the, the the group as a whole they i think they got through me i think uh, cronan was able to get through the the flame circle and, and uh, yeah, you did like some big blast melee me to death. Blasted everybody. Oh yeah, some obliteration. Knocked out a bunch of people. Yeah. It, I think it was. Yeah. I think it, yeah, knocked out LT, knocked out the ogre or the, the troll. Uh, 
I think Duck was still there at the end, right? <laughs> well, I got reincarnated by Shrignok. So that sounds bad. <laughs> the fact that Duck got yeah. reincarnated. Oh, that's right. He brought you right. back to hell. Well, but after the flashback, he like he knew me. He owed me from the jungles in Asia. <laughs> so, uh, so for like a serious, like I think a more serious gamer, like maybe like Kyle, uh, I think he had a good time, but I think it was maybe shocking. I think, yeah. And I felt at times that like Rex was like almost our chaperone. Like Rex would be like, "Yeah, that might be too far. Yeah. Like, don't go." But but I maintained a pretty good buzz. Right. I was I was right I was right on the perfect Rex DM buzz where I was like not too fucked oh, yeah. up to like because my my concern was you don't want to get so drunk that you can't run the game, right? So that's no fun yeah. for anybody because everybody kind of buzz maintenance it. was key. On yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Absolutely. So I I, yeah, I was, I, I was very job. careful to be on a good buzz and be solid. Yeah. And uh, we but Trignar might have gone over. Trignar was literally passing out. I'm watching him. I tried and to Brad was maybe a little past. <laughs> I was I was a little past. <laughs> but it was still a great time. So I, I thought, I hope everybody had fun. And I think. Oh, it was awesome, but, Dave. You did it a great job. A blast. And that's a, a must at next day. Oh, oh, we, I think we, we will run the, the characters through again. I'm debating whether to yeah. advance them a level. Um, my concern was that uh, if you do a, like a solid like combat, combat type adventure, it's it's going to take a while. It'll bog down. And I thought it was good to have all the investigation initially. And some right. little fights, and then a big fight at the end. But I like but it. we'll have to see. But so it's Black at Loon, it's, it's at a reward for people for role playing work happening. Right, Black Loon, Black Loon role played the right. Oh, dude, that thing, the man. the arguing and fighting in the part. I'm, I literally think that the entire party could have been left in a and, room. And Rex for the four hours. was the highlight. <laughs> Rex was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, not going. Yeah. I'm not leaving the stairs. <laughs> he the he's like, I'm, I'm, fuck guys. I'm on the I'm on the stairs. He's like, go I'll be. Yourself. He's like, I'll be back here. Just go around <laughs> the uh, charged fetus, like yep. worth that circle. Skirt the edge of that room. <laughs> uh, Come back. I'll be up here. Oh shit! Yeah, it was absolutely okay. hilarious. It was such a good time. Okay, a good time. All right, so that's it. So we're doing D and D with Dave. That was that. But didn't be no one played Kremlin, right? Kremlin was never played. No, it didn't happen for some reason. I think Tar Baby didn't bring the copy we were supposed to play, and it just, it just for some reason, didn't happen. When, when I think did, Mitch was playing a game. When did we go to the Wings Half the place? people were, were occupado. When did we go to the Wings restaurant? Duck? Was that Friday or Saturday? Uh, was that Saturday night? Friday or was that or Friday night? night? I don't know. It might have been Friday because because Campbell had promised his wing. No, we I think like, we did go Friday. So Friday we went to. I think it was Friday. So a bunch of us before the D and D game went out to this wings place, and I'm, when I say a bunch, I'm talking like thirty guys. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of and like different. Yeah, there was a lot of guys. Right. So we all we had a great waitress at my table. She was no. Awesome. So the, the the best thing about the reason why I would say ours we, was ours was okay. It was. The, the reason why I would say we might go back to the same place is just because the location was great as far as off-site eating. Like, there was a ton yeah. of places where you could eat. And yeah. So we roll in with, like, 35 guys. And it's a big, giant wings sports bar. But we are clearly the biggest group. Well, maybe, like, right. 18. Oh, oh I think, do you <laughs> think... 35, 18. Oh, no, I think we had more than Factor that. two is insignificant. And then we had 50 guys? <laughs> like, 50 guys there. <laughs> so maybe twenty-seven. No, there, there were definitely not eighteen. Okay, one hundred and two guys. Let's say let's say twenty. Let's say let's say twenty-five guys. 
25. That, that's that's right. I think that's Let's say right. 22. All right. All right, Jason. Fine. Let's say 22. 22. Guys. 22. God, good thing Homer didn't have a buddy like Jason around when he's telling stories. All right. So, uh, so basically, we, 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 there wouldn't be any epics. That's left. right. That's right. That would be realistically, there were like only like 100 guys fighting against Troy. But it was a huge battle. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we walk in, and the manager is like, holy shit, like this big and it group of guys. Divorce, it was a donkey. All right. So these guys, we're all walking in. And the one thing I'll say is all the guys had all the merch. Like when guys are walking, these guys have, I don't know how many t shirts they own, but like guys had oh, we convention AAC'd shirt out. after convention oh, yeah. shirt after. Yeah, we it were, was fucking AAC. It, it was up, enough man. that in the bar, like in this restaurant, was, people were that like, was the What the part, fuck? Yeah. They're like, Who is this? And like they see this fucking nerd. Swede, Who are Swede? these people? They're like, There's nerds, but there's like Swede is like six foot ten. Clay, Clay, he doesn't really look like a nerd. Yeah, he Clay, looks like Clay serious. Looks like an MMA fighter, you know. I mean, like yeah, he does. So it's a it's a weird Clay. group. Like you'll see Samer, <laughs> Samer's next to Swede. Like it's like yeah. So not to say that Samer doesn't look like he could handle himself. I'm just saying <laughs> there's a height difference. I love Sam. Man, you know, if I rub Samer's head, I'm happy. Yes, for like days. Sam, Samer and I could throw down. We're we're dirty. Right, and Samer is always enthusiastic about working out. He's got the enthusiasm oh. for it. Samer, I love Samer. <laughs> Sam, Samer. Oh, yeah, I could go. I could give you stories about Samer, like little shit comments he makes in our 18xx game. Like you bitches better not hope you're in my second 18xx game because I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. And so and, and everybody can go fuck themselves because he hiked that mountain at Consum World last year. Oh, that's right. Like he did. I thought he did. He it. did. He has pictures. Did he do it every morning? I thought he did it every morning. No, just the last, like yeah. the last morning. So uh, I think it was. I think it was just the last. Part. So we had a giant group yeah. show up there, big group, and they're like basically the whole bar is like, who the fuck are these guys? And it was great. It was a big all group. the guys wearing all the the colors and all their stuff, and they really brought it in. It was great. Should have had the the geet on, man. The oh no, on. I know. Should have had know. it. Samer would have loved to have brought that, but I didn't let him. We didn't <laughs> let him bring it. Um, but the, but so I will say with the merch, I think we've done a great job at getting merch out there. Um, We've made like zero dollars off all our merch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's approaching but, zero. But, very how, but the last campaign was okay. But but how do we make our money? We make no money off every shirt. But how do we make our money? Volume. Ah, uh, that's, that's our right. secret. <laughs> zero times a lot. But but zero Volume times is a hundred is so we zero. we are going to have a t-shirt. We have a t-shirt campaign coming out. I We're already correct uh, Patreon. You need to do a no. Patreon. No, that's douchey. Patreon's too douchey. No, we're but I do know. Well, gonna do I need to have a show. private conversation with Jason. I need to have. I need to have some private time with Jason. Because, because for like heavy euros, okay. there, there's a there's a market out there. I think for non dicks to do a podcast about heavy euros. Oh. What 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 does that mean, Doug? Okay. Because <laughs> the. Podcasts that are out we there. We can barely get Jason for one can't. episode for this podcast. What do you... That's true. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the, like, there's heavy euro. Like, I know Braxton likes like heavy euros, but God, like the heavy euro podcasts that they're their guys are fucking. Dicks. They're fucking dicks. Well, uh, they're awful. Duck, if you're trying to split our podcast quality right now, I think that's it's not appropriate <laughs> to do that. So, oh, Dave, Dave, I love you, Dave. Dave, you know I love <laughs> to kill you. I love you and Jason. I, 
I'm gonna. To, I'm you guys are my, like my no. best friends. Talk. I no. talk. We'll talk later. I'm gonna fucking murder we'll you. We'll talk I'm later. I'm gonna fucking stab <laughs> you to death when we see each other. We'll talk later. No. I mean, no. I wouldn't. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stab Dad. My face is totally numb. Some crazy fan might stab him, but it wouldn't be me. I might no, be there. I like war games too, but but there's all these cool, heavy economic <clears throat> games that Jason likes, and there's the podcasts that are out there are so horrible. Yeah, well, 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 Duck. Why do you think we started doing a war we'll game podcast? Because all the other war gaming podcasts were all bad. I know. I know we need yeah, a non-war gaming podcast because there are other games that are very cool. You don't think I would have any, uh, like, I wouldn't have any input on a non-war you play, game? You want to play Arkwright? I will play, you want to play Arkwright? I'm in, bitch. I will play Arkwright with you, Dave. No, that sounds pretty retarded. I don't know. <laughs> Jason would. Jason we would. need to interrupt this for, right. a me- for, for a message from Who's our sponsors. sponsors? Squarespace? <laughs> Squarespace. Whatever. My face is so numb. It's so numb. Yeah. GoDaddy.com. Yeah, that's why we don't listen to you for fucking Check business. Check out our Patreon that. Whatever. Well, season like, you six. Listen to you or Jason for whatever. Advice. Yeah, well, it's. it's the, no, the bottom line is it works because we I'm, don't I'm ask for money man. from people, so that's why it's working. Yeah. No, I agree. But. See, there's still an opportunity right. for like yeah. economic. Even my favorite podcast now, they're like, no, I said minute. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite podcast? Anyway, now? the Wings Place is pretty for good. And, yes. and, uh, last pod, last last podcast on the line. The Wings Place was good. So Our I will thank you. Awesome. I give her a big. I like Guns, Dice, and Butter. I, I think Guns, Dice, and Butter. I got. Is good. I got. When's the last time When's the last time they did a podcast? Dave, go. I, I do listen yeah, to guy, he's not, War he's Games to Go is, I think, my go-to right now. He's not, but he's not going to be podcasting. That's fine. What? There was a, did someone, there were a lot did of one of his neighbors set his trash cans on fire? Um, Maybe. Do I live near him? Maybe. Is he no longer going to be podcasting about <laughs> War Games? Maybe. Does that mean I did it? No. Do you store your that's, War that's Games fine. in a trash can? Maybe. No. That's right. No. <laughs> Only when he goes out of um, town. <clears throat> Maybe, um, hey, Duck, shut up. So we're at the Wings Duck, shut up. And I had... <laughs> we, we're at the, we're at the Wings <laughs> oh, And I got the Atomic Wings. I want to talk about this because I watched Duck. <laughs> and and I, was, I was four whiskeys at that restaurant in. And I picked up my last wing. And I, I looked at Sweet in the eyes. And I said, I'm going to regret this later. <laughs> I want you to know that. I'm going to regret this. And he looked at me in in all solemnity and said, don't eat it. That's fucking un-American. <laughs> it's sweet. A, a wash of awareness what? came over what? me. And I, I put the wing down and I didn't eat it. What? Listen, listen. Wait. I felt fine. Oh, We went back to the hotel and I kept drinking. And I felt fine, and I thanked Swede to did, this did day. Did you eat hot wings before you got on the airplane? Because that is one of the fundamental rules. Like, if you left the next day, no, I didn't. I hope do not eat wings. I didn't pull before you ride on an airplane. <laughs> no, well, no, Nick. Nick means I, you. I, you I need to down. spend twelve hours and sleeping. I, I, apparently, I, yeah, I didn't do that either. 
I I drank for twelve hours. Yeah, so we started getting our pace on the, for the entire con. We started getting our pace on the and drinking, didn't drink like Pedialyte. where uh, you know where a guy has a bottle of Buffalo Trace in his bag, and you can grab some. Uh, so who would that be? We we started doing stuff like that. So uh, I don't let's know. talk about Saturday. Saturday morning, and you guys might be like, Saturday. I already feel like this convention has lasted like twenty days. Dude, I walked in on Friday. I I walked in on if Friday morning. This I said, "Can you believe it's yourself. only fucking Friday?" <laughs> name is Gade, or your name is Reeves, <laughs> or your name is Tyler. You fucking should be like kicking yourself in the ass right now. Yep. Yep. I, I have nothing but love in my heart for Gersh. But I, I would say if you talk to guys, if you talk to guys who were there, they like, were like, "This is the best." Like even talking like fucking Kev Sharp at the brewery, he's like, "Whatever you guys have going on, this is absolutely yep. the where it's at." Like this group, this this group of dudes. Yeah, Kev is great. I'm so he's glad like, this Kev group came. that you guys have here. This is what it's about. Yeah. So when they were talking about, oh, John Kranz is going to be doing a constant world convention in I'm like, Kev's like, fuck he it. Can, you're not competing with him it. for anybody. He's like, you're not competing with him cares? with people. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? That's, that's said, a I, want, I, want, I want my best friends at mm-hmm. my con, and my best friends are in AAC con. Right. Right. When, and that you, is what... when you walk into this group, you walk in and you're like, I'm, I'm hanging out with like 40 guys who I'm friends with. Yep. Like right. even, even I'm not, with GNT they're my West, fucking best friends. If you're it's conflicted crazy. between those two, crazy. am I going to go to AAC Con or GMT West or you know CSW Mini Con? If if that's even a decision in your brain, that's fine. We don't want you. Yeah, and, and we, we broke you. And con, Braxton, like, I love you, brother. You couldn't make it. I understand, but you got to come. But yes. but when it comes to like stuff like the coins, like we have guys chip in like for the coins. Someone someone mm-hmm. chipped up to pay to pay for the coins. So fucking Samer paid for that guy on out of his pocket. We right. tried to pay for yes, it. He, he said no. Right. So and yeah. guys are bringing booze. I love Samer. Like it's just it's all good. So I would kiss Samer full on lips if he let me. I did twice. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh my lord. Jules couldn't make it. Jules would have been a welcome yeah. addition. But but shit, Nick yeah. fucking came out. The Swede came out. Nick, Nick, Nick's coming to game on. I, I, Nick, I just think that Nick, I think Sweet. I think Sweet is, yeah. is way Fucking better than Dimebag. I know they like Dimebag, but I'm like, yeah. I know I like Sweet. I'm, I'm okay with the Sweet. I'll live with sweet. the Sweet. I, I know the guy. I think Sweet likes Sweet. Sweet died personal no, time no, on Sunday but night, sweet, dude. Sweet uses. He's willing to use Dimebag. I was just like, Meh, whatever. Um, he is. So for. The sweet and I had Indian food on Sunday. I, I think nice. uh, he. I, I think I, as far as nicknames go, if you can have a single syllable nickname, it's always better yeah. than a two syllable nickname. So yeah, the sweet. So. Or sweet. All right, so Saturday, sweet. Saturday morning. We're now we're on Saturday. Saturday. What's everybody playing on Saturday? Fleet. I'm playing second fleet. Ralph, Scott, and Campbell. It was fucking awesome. I've never played any of the fleet series, and uh, I, I really I want to play more. It's awesome. I, I was jelly of that one too. I no, love uh, Scott. I had a couple meals oh, with Scott's Rescue Scooter. Rescue Scooter, what a good dude, dude. Rescue Scooter. Yeah, yeah Rescue Scooter. And by the way, what, what I still need to make him a cancer. What card. convention? What convention has a paramedic on staff? Yeah, that's right. Wait, wait, wait. That's if right. We have a heart attack. We have a Art. paramedic there. That's now, right now. Best a paramedic probably, and a judge. Best, best what else prob- do you need? Best probably to, to have a problem before seven. Who's the judge? No, don't, don't, don't say that. Nope. Don't answer that question. <laughs> it's, it's best to have a medical problem before probably 5 or 6 p.m. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. You're, you're sober. Gonna get, sober. You're going to get some cigarette breath, but that's fine. Sober rescue scooter. Yeah. You you might feel like you've been CPR'd by a pack of cigarettes, but <laughs> later I think it's worse. So I would, if you're going to have a cardiac arrest, have it early. So. But I want to have a little cigarette breath at the end of some nights. I wonder what happened. Glorious. Glorious. <laughs> He's never but voted. I'm, I'm, all right, so I'm okay with he's that. Never I'm voted. Okay with. <laughs> he's never voted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which just endeared him even more. How, how would that even like, come oh, up? Oh, I in, fucking love you. How would that come up in a conversation <laughs> at the convention? Oh, it got political. It got political. <laughs> he's never voted. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. We're, we're on Saturday. Where so are we're we yeah, I think it was because uh, we need to talk about aliens. No, that's the yeah. That's the night. So in the, in so the Saturday morning, night, what did you do on Saturday? Saturday morning. So the Saturday day, morning, I played the U.S. Civil War with Lieutenant Hoplite. Yes, oh yeah. Who is who? And that game went pretty quick. And Lieutenant Hoplite's kind of dreamy. Like if if oh, any young girl was ever guy. wandering, yeah. but yeah. but as his uncle says, he needs twelve hours of sleep to look like that. So. <laughs> he does need twelve hours of sleep. So, but man, but he, he, I would lick that up like milk, <laughs> baby. But but, but Lieutenant Hoplite, rough tongue all up on him. He did wake up early to make sure the game was all. He set up all the game. We were ready to go, which was great, and uh, we played. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed the game. I think U.S. Civil War is really nice. Um, I. I, I felt like I kind of surprised Lieutenant Hoplite with some of my moves. Like I landed McClellan in New Orleans and then started capturing all of Louisiana. And Lieutenant Hoplite had a look like my Uncle John's. Surprise ain't all. He's like, my Uncle John's never done this to me. <laughs> <laughs> so U.S. Civil War is also on my list. Should I, is it? Oh, it's GCA? a good game. Oh, it's a good game. You've got a good certificate, dude, for GMT. You buy that shit. No, I'm giving that away for the, uh. The football thing. Mm. I'm, I'm, do giving I do, I'm giving great I'm giving nothing do, away. If you haven't played over, you, you need to get great campaigns. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I tried some different strategies on him. So I did land a shitload of Union troops in Louisiana, and that really upset Lieutenant Hoplite. And I captured New Orleans. I started expanding. And so then he started sending the Confederate troops. And the interesting thing about the game is I never got a single onto Richmond result. On the dice, so there's a thing where you roll initiative against each other, and if you, I think if the Union wins by like four or something like that, then they have to make an attack in Virginia. But I did not get a single one of those results. So basically, my guys in, in the East just turtled, and uh, McClellan ran rampant in Louisiana, and finally he started sending troops down to try to deal with McClellan, and then I just invaded like all of Tennessee, Kentucky. It was getting bad. And then McClellan was just like, well, fuck, I can just run along the Gulf Coast and burn all these cities. So McClellan basically did like Sherman's march to Atlanta and started just marching across the Gulf Coast, capturing forts. And so then his Uber showed up and then that was it. So we played for a while. His Uber? He called for an Uber, right? Yeah, he had Uber. He had, well, he, he was leaving that day, so he had his Uber thing. So... <laughs> I deal with these young guys. Like, I don't know how fucking Uber. I never use Uber. Face, I don't use Uber. My face is so numb. It's so scary. <laughs> so, so, so his you don't Uber, deal with the Uber? His Uber took him out. But So while I wasn't winning as the union at that point, I feel like in two or three turns, it would have been really bad for the Confederates. Because yeah. I think the Confederates in that game really need to defend New Orleans. And if you don't, you're in trouble. So... 
And Duck, you played Fleet like that day? Fleet. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And you guys, Ralph was uh, awesome. Scooter and Campbell. They, uh, we he, had a good he rolled time. over those two. Yeah. yeah, well, I was rolling, like, Ralph would go, oh, like, that's right. roll a nine, Duck, well. and I'd be like, okay, and I would roll a fucking nine. It was so great. Um, that's a great game, I, and just even beyond that, like, the Fleet series, well, you know, Joe Balkowski, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, like, I have man love for this man, because he's also the great campaigns guy. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, the, that put that, that put that series on my, on my watch list for sure. Yeah. No, I have to, I have a have couple of them. Fun. Yeah, we had fun. I need to play. This so, morning. Jason, what, hopefully, awesome. there's some in the white duck. Jason, what did you play that morning? I played Labyrinth with Matt. We <clears throat> neither of us had anything going on. I think I was supposed to be playing um, Forgotten Heroes with Tyler, but for some reason, he couldn't show up. So, <laughs> so Matt and I threw down on Labyrinth, and Matt beat me as the terrorists pretty, pretty handily. As the bad guys, and then oh. Rex, Rex and I threw down on Polis that afternoon, and I <laughs> and Dave was witness to it. No, I, no, I it wasn't Rex. Well. Rex, it was Rex. That's what I said, Rex. Oh, I said Rex. Rex. He said Rex. Sorry. No, Rex <laughs> wasn't there. Right, Rex and I played Polis, right. and I Rex wasn't at the con, dude. <laughs> I I you held sure? it down for the first two turns. <laughs> And and Matt Positive. even told me he said, "Dude, I went to lunch and I came back, and I could look at you and see you were fucking drunk." Yeah, I know Matt is kind <laughs> of. And I don't want to use that no, as an excuse like, because like Rex Matt played was, a very good game. I felt like Matt was being a little judgy. Like at some point, you said something. He said, <laughs> and Matt said, "Oh, somebody's slurring their words a little bit." I'm like, "Hey, judgy, like just." <laughs> my my tongue was a little thick. I'll say that, but I won't excuse that. Rex played a very good game. But I, uh, well, Rex, I, Rex, when he's can we talk about Rex's sister? For no, a while? no, hold on, hold on. First, first, when Rex is going to play a game, pretty cute. When Rex is going to play a game, Rex comes in ready. To I would hit that. Rex is like, yeah, he was. He read was the rules like a bunch of times. He's, yeah, it's not fair. It's yeah. really not fair. So when you and, and he, no. I think he was a little upset because I got up on him early. I was I was playing a pretty good game and I could I could sense it, but it got to be where in the middle of five A I had to. Right in my phone, like, this is what I'm trying to do this turn because <laughs> I I drunk. knew I was drunk enough to not remember from from turn to turn what I was trying to do, but but he turned it around and bent me over and and took it to me to to where at the beginning oh. of five B. But like, but you also had bad I'm, events. I'm good. Your events were bad. The, but I don't. But your events I don't like, like to it. the events he, were he played a much better game. But your events were like really bad for you. Like you had a run a bit of events or bad. All right, so so Doug, you want to talk about Rex's sister? Uh, yo, Rex's sister showed up apparently in the middle of the con, and Rex was kind of like telling her she wasn't allowed to come in the con. <laughs> but but he was inflappable. I tried to like, hey, your sister's pretty cute. I think she's hitting on me. He's like, that's fine. Like she's hitting on Duck. I'm like that's fine. She's yeah, single, but she can yeah, do what she it, wants. But he was like, you don't want her in the con. And we're like, okay. And he was pretty much right. Yeah, <laughs> she, was a, she was a talker. She she liked to talk. Oh, what the hell? Somebody Dave. disconnected. Dave. No, no, I'm back. Dave I'm dropped back. back. I'm guaranteed to disconnect at least. Oh, but, you know, yeah, Rex and his sister was classic. 
I think we want to make. I, I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait! I try to make Jason's job as complicated <laughs> as possible. I was gonna say by disconnecting. Really fucking me over. I'm still. I haven't spammed yet. I'm gonna jinx it, but I haven't spammed yet. So we're still. Jason's I, still I okay. appreciate it. Yeah, Rex's sister did approach me in the uh, lobby as I was walking the elevator. She goes, "Oh, are you here with that uh, war gaming convention?" I'm like, "Well, uh, yeah, I think." She goes, "Hey, I'm not gonna say the name, but he's like, I'm Rex's sister, blah blah blah." And he told me there is a strict rule against observing in the room. Like, you cannot go in there and observe. And I'm like, I, I was thinking to myself, like, well, I don't think we have any strict rule about that. But I'm like, whatever he, thinking whatever there must he be says. some backstory. Yep. Yep. Maybe Rex <laughs> not has a lot of for this. You have to pay $60. I'm like, yeah, so, yeah, you can't go back there. So, <laughs> that might be true. Yeah. <laughs> now, she, uh, she was happy to learn I was from Oregon, and we spent uh, about uh, 15 minutes talking about Hillary. So, I was really happy about that. And then we played Aliens. Oh, Oh, let's talk about Aliens. With Mr. 1000. Mr. 1000. (laughs) Dave, I'll let you take a point on that. Uh, Dave, Dave, that's you. Well, we, uh, I guess we were doing an adventure where, like, they have little stand-up counters, and you're going to run through the 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 colony. The, the colony, that's the idea. And after at first I was just like, fuck, I'll sit down and play. Like I kind of walked into the game. I wasn't initially going to play. But Mr. 1000, Kyle, Sluggo, was going to run it. And so I was like, all right, let's look at it. So we, I think the game actually itself is pretty easy to figure out. If you get the rules right. Right. But initially, <laughs> we were getting crushed because, uh, because Mr. 1000 was telling us that you can't shoot through your own guys. There's no line of sight through your own guys, and you can't move through your own guys. But but while he's telling us, he'd be like, "Oh my god! Like I've solved this mission like a thousand times. Like I played this game like a thousand times. Like, like like he's like he's like I can't believe you guys are having such a hard time. The aliens are popping up, and you aren't able to. Like this is so weird. Like I've done this a thousand times. So finally, Ralph picked up the rules. He's like, "Yeah." You're fucking doing the rules wrong. Like we have line of sight the wrong guys. We can see the wrong guys, except for flamers. Yeah. And uh so all this shit. So then we were like, so Kyle is a Jason. Kyle is right? a Jason. So he's a Jason type gamer. He's a yeah, good guy. Yeah, he's definitely Ernest, on the Jason scale. He wants yeah. to run a good game. So he's got a bunch of Dave type gamers playing from the guild. So we're like, we're like, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, the duck's like I shoot my own guy. <laughs> so so it starts it starts with the oh well fuck like I guess it yeah no wonder you fucking won a thousand times because you don't even know the fucking rules like we're playing so he's trying to still run the thing. Uh, Jason, are you really are you eating like nachos or something? What's going on? Like some corn chips? Honey or? roasted peanuts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But so basically, everyone started giving uh, Mr. 1000 a ton of shit, like right away. Like, we're all like, oh, yeah, well, that, of course you fucking won a thousand times because you've never fucking played by the rule. <laughs> well, you, you won a thousand times with the other rules. Like, whatever. That's dude. right. So whatever. guys started, we, we all started yelling about it. But it was funny because Kyle was like. Uh, and I sat down you know, and played one turn and was immediately killed. And that <laughs> was enough to cement that game in my heart. The first mission we went on was when we're trying to get back to our APC. So we're the Marines. Um, what was the APC the, called? And it, it, 
uh, El Baño. And the mission was the mission was called the, the mission was called Donde es El Baño. <laughs> so when I said it, I thought it'd be funny, but I didn't realize. Like I'm from California, there were there were people there from other countries. Half the people are like, I have no idea what you're saying. I don't. Like, I so still have no idea what you're saying, but I'm laughing my ass off. It's where's the bathroom? <laughs> El Baño is the bathroom. <laughs> So, so we start doing Donde Esta Baño. So we're trying to find the bathroom. So we're trying to get back to your APC because we all have to take a shit. So we're all trying to flee back. So that's the whole adventure. Well, the problem was that uh, as we're going, like, uh, I, I think like we didn't always understand the way the terrain worked. And, and, and honestly, once we knew the rules, the way Ralph read them and not the way Mr. 1000 read them, we easily were able to run back to the Albano and get into Albano. Well, most of us, not all of us, and not not everyone. Not everyone. It, everyone no, no, no. You, we didn't all make it. I don't. I'm pretty dude, sure the, we didn't the, all make it. Dude, the first scenarios we played, no one made. No, it. I know. The, no, we, yeah, we, we no one made one it. step. The second scenario. By all the remember, others. we decided to go back to rescue the survivors right. in the second scenario. Because the fucking worst because, decision because, ever. But no, because one of those guys owed Sergeant a post <laughs> money, so we we're going to get him back. I remember. No man left. I remember, behind. but I remember still saying not a good decision. I remember saying something about nuking it from orbit, and it's the only so, way to be sure. So if you're ever on a team with Duck and you're left behind, just kiss your ass goodbye. That's right. Because he's not coming back. To you. I, you know, you're better off because you're going to beg me to kill you anyway, and I'll be like, okay. I was Sergeant Apone, and I'm like. That guy owes me money. We're coming back and rescuing him. How did guys. you end up, we don't Sergeant Apone? Did you survive, Sergeant Apone? Did Sergeant Apone make it out? No, he did not. No. Well, did you base me to kill you? I think you did. Too many elevators. So we go on our mission, and what we learned from the mission on the the rescue was much better to put your back against the wall than an open yeah, elevator go, go shaft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, elevator uh, uh, stairwell shafts. Like, not a good place to be. No. Yeah, yeah. Mr. 1000 is like, oh, well, elevator shafts, that's how they enter. Well, I'm like, well, fuck, if we knew that, we wouldn't have fucking lined up on the elevator. You've all seen the movie. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I I actually watched the movie last weekend. It was fucking awesome. It's like, yeah, the no, game, we were I screwed. Think, I, I think the game plays pretty close to the movie. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It, 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 it's definitely you can get that snatched at it instant. Absolute yeah. AAC con regulars. Yeah, hundred percent. That we should play. I think we should play that every time. Absolutely. Because the idea is, some of the guys you're going to shoot at, right? So you want to shoot at them. But if there's acid spray, if you hit them with like a like a fuck those oh, dudes, acid right, like spray, a ballistic type like, weapon, you shouldn't have been that close to the acid. alien. What the fuck's wrong with you? You can literally get killed by the acid mm-hmm. spray. Yeah. But but the flamer guys can just flame shit. So it's cool. I thought it was a great game. It, it and is initially, a good game. And, and dude, we were fucking hammered because everyone drunk, yeah. right? But you can totally play it because you just look at the number of spaces, and that's your number. And some of them are auto numbers because it's like a thirteen or a fourteen or whatever. And it's D tens. Is that what it mm-hmm. is? Yeah, it's D tens. Who was the fucking the, the pilot? Like fucking like nailed two aliens in one mm-hmm. of the games. That was oh awesome. yeah, that, that was between. So they do all. It's all scenario based, right? So in the scenario we played, the pilot. When the alien came up behind it, killed all the aliens. Link, Link so, Butter, or Link Butter. So then we had, the then we had, the the, we had the ship to get out of there. What the fuck was his name? God damn it! And then Dave wanted to go and back. I, I, yeah, I just want to say, I was because somebody owed him money. I'm like, we should nuke it from Oregon. Like, don't go no, back. Pwn, that guy owed a pwn like fifty yeah, but credits. Yeah, <laughs> <a pwn laughs> <a pwn laughs> ended up dead. It was not a good decision. 
We should have just left. We don't leave our own behind. Did you see the movie? You never leave a guilty behind. <clears throat> see the movie? So I think next year, so, so uh, as part of the White uh, Duck, I'm going to do a another print quick play uh, Aliens as as part of my oh my potential. I would fucking I'm gift. I'm thumbing your bitch. I'm thumbing your ass. I, like I appreciate right it. Now. Yeah, thumb thumb that ass. <laughs> so another quick point. I want to I want to say I'm not going to get credit for this probably, but in Silver Bayonet, when you roll your ten sided die, <laughs> I want you to know that when when it shows it's as a, a ten, ten it's a ten. Because I insisted that the die had to be a ten. So I did one. If it's a zero, it's a zero. If did you 10, did you bend did you bend Mitch over and say this is how it's going to be, bitch? Mm-hmm. I, I thought it. I thought it was important. <laughs> so should we mention that? No, as many different games as we know, it's like like it's a zero, a ten, it's a ten. Like just no, that needs to be on page ten. one, motherfucker. No, I, I won't look at that page. That, I want to see it on the. Die. The game is coming okay. out. I that Mitch die, has it, a fucking copy that ass. Yep, I know. Mitch, Mitch, by the way, at the con was awesome. I love Mitch. Yeah, yeah Mitch is. Mitch is. Good can we stuff. can we give all the guildies a grade? I would like mm-hmm. to give the guildies a grade. All right, so we did aliens. Uh, uh, hey, so we did aliens. Yes, that was. Uh, and then Sunday Friday night was kind of like. Uh, we didn't do Saturday night. And... We played Coop. Coop. We played Coop. Oh, well, oh after aliens. Oh my god. So after State Aliens, we did the State of the Podcast. State of the Podcast, that's right. And I was. Oh, and the other thing Justin we did and is I we did do a game. Dave said something about Justin, and Justin said, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. You know what? We, we, and I, I have to we talk did about a, Justin. We, I have to talk about Justin. We did a US Sim- I think, Hold on. First. You know, you. No, first. No. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> During the US Civil War, we did a game handout. We got a, we, we did have three games oh, from, from uh, GMT. Yep. Of their worst, their From worst Mitch. selling games. Yeah, we got their top six From worst Mitch. selling games. They sent those to us. I got and a couple of uh, Dauntless. I'm fucking we, happy. We, we rolled them randomly, and we insisted that they not stop playing. We would not do any announcements <laughs> that would stop gameplay. <laughs> I, I heard so you we wanted like, to re-roll me winning, so that was awesome. Well, that, that's right. I didn't think you deserved it, but that's no, I, well, don't, I, think I don't deserve it at all. Sweet had already won one. Okay, so what do you want to? What stupid? What stupid thing do you want to say, Doug? Uh, I want to talk about Justin. Justin was awesome. Justin was fucking. He he's a plus B mode. Do you know that? I didn't get to play with B mode. I didn't play. Get to play with. Do you know that? I didn't play. Do you know that B mode and Lieutenant Hoplite played with Kev Sharp uh, until like four in the morning. Oh, and tragedy. Yeah, Triumphant tragedy. Fucking awesome. (laughs) But. uh, like so, I gave B mode a ride from you. I know Doug, we had a we Doug had an awesome on me time. on wing leader. I did. I'm so. I, and that's my one regret. It's like I bailed on Jason. Didn't get to play flying colors with John. I didn't get to play um, uh, MBT. I know you hate MBT, Dave. With uh, Justin, give Justin a ride from the airport. It was so funny. We're riding down the freeway. I don't think Justin's in a car that much. We were riding in a freeway, and like there was another set of lanes merging in. And he did the whole friggin' like mother-in-law clench on the uh, <laughs> drivers. Oh, <laughs> like a chick? A yeah, chick like move? a chick. I'm like, Are, did you just clench on me, bitch? <laughs> but uh, I, Justin, so Justin does all this shit. Justin, uh, he's like the sweetest man I I know. Like he's like, uh, and he's so giggly. He he's is so, so giggly, and he like sent me this email after. Thanks for giving me a ride, and he said I miss you, and I showed it to my wife. It's like 
I fucking miss that fucker too. I was like, he's so sweet. I was like, Justin and I are playing a game on. No matter what the fuck happens, Justin and I are playing a game on. I love Justin. I don't want to hear anything I, more I love about Jay Stone. I love that's Dime not a real Bay. thing. It, it is a real thing. Fuck you. Um, my, my my wife did a great thing to me. Where like uh, after the convention for about a week, she let me talk on and on and on about all the great guys and how I love the guys and different dudes I met. And my wife put up with all of it, like the short pictures and. She tolerated. I all think that. that you makes your wife a keeper, man. Yeah, unfortunately, I hate to tell you. Because you get so excited when you come back, you're like, I want to tell you about all these great guys yeah. I just hung out with. Well, and then and Dimebag, like Dimebag and I went and had Indian food on Sunday night, dude, and we were just talking about. We were just suiting the shit. I, it's like the best time. Uh, God, I don't know how. You, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? With, how did you guys create this, Dave? You're a dick. Jason, you're a nice guy, but I don't know. I, I don't know how we did it. How did you create this group know. of people that are so cool? I don't know. I don't know how you did it. Dave, I, I love you. Like Rex Day had breakfast on Sunday morning, me. and it was like just just one on one time. It was how did, solidarity. How did I don't you create know. I don't this get group it. of guys that we get along? So I, it's just fucking crazy. Because there's a there's a Jason to Dave slide. Yep. Yeah. Just slide, slide the slider along. It's a, Dave, it's a Davison ratio. Yeah, Davison. I, it's, I don't know how I... You guys are like my best friends. I don't know how it happened, but no, there you we go. we are best friends. We are best friends. It's, I think I, we've managed I, to find a group of I, guys I, who are like I, really And I may be drunk, but I, I, I love you guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we love oh, you, buddy. Oh, it's love uncomfortable you. now. Love you. Next time I'm in Portland. <laughs> so, so what I'll say is as I'm going back, I'm getting my drive back, and I got a drive from Brad about noon but for some reason i hadn't scheduled my flight till about five or six so uh so i'm like oh fuck so i get i get to love field and i'm there and basically my shit goes through tsa and the tsa guy's like i can see there's a problem with my suitcase and i i and by the way i showed uh the last day i played a bunch of uh netrunner with mitch to kind of show a bunch of ton of netrunner decks so this guy pulls my suitcase out of line and puts it on this table. He's like, hey, so are there any cards in here? I'm like, dude, there's like a fucking shit ton of cards. <laughs> he goes, I didn't I'm like, realize cards I'm, were TSA material. But I'm, but I'm five hours before my flight leaves. So he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to search this. I'm like, search the fuck out of here, dude. I don't brother. care. I got yep. fucking five hours. That's right. <laughs> I'm like. Bring it, bitch. So he, he starts going through. He looks at the cards. He's like, what are these, like, collectible cards? What are these? I'm like, yeah, they're fucking cards it's from a, the game, whatever. You should have I'm told like, him it's a limited collectible card game, I'm not like, a I'm full like, collectible card game. Well, and I'm, you should I'm have like, explained just, the difference. Well, I'm like, just search it. Just search. Yeah. I don't have the time in the world, dude. Yeah. Spend two hours. Reach into my anus so, all you want. <laughs> so he's, he's pissed because he has to search this bag. So he's doing his little thing where they have the, the prod with the little – like oh, circle the, the thing that they do and then they test it in the machine oh and then he's yeah, doing yeah. that so over and over i'm just like yeah whatever dude i'm like i got five hours like, <laughs> like, i win you cannot beat me here that's like, right win. i have i, I have my shoes on motherfucker like i'm like i have my shoes on i have my belt back on i have all my shit back <laughs> you're just going through this fucking suitcase so i'm just sitting there and he's like well oh yeah you can't pack all these cards i'm like well how would i possibly travel with them yeah he's like well I'm like, he hey, goes, you, you want me to teach these. you Netrunner, bitch? I will. He goes, yeah, he goes, you can't pack these in this bag. I'm like, 
How would I why not? possibly travel with them? Yeah, why like, not? They're like, just fucking cards, dick. So then the guy brings out my toiletries that are in like a Ziploc bag. Like I have the small things. He goes, you can't put these all in one bag. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are they supposed to be all loose in my luggage? <laughs> like, According my to the bottle? regulations, they're the, supposed to be in one say, bag. They literally tell the, you what to the, do. It yeah. was the best experience because I'm just like I think when I'm retired, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan you flights. Go and just, and just, like, <laughs> just, just fly because I was like I win, dude. Like you can't beat me. Can't. Like I, I know the rules, I can literally, bitch. I'm like I can literally wait here four hours for you to search through this bag, and I don't care. He's like, oh yeah, you can't do this. I'm like, what says I can't do this? Body cavity like, search. I'm on board. <laughs> Sign me up. It was so funny. Make sure you hit my prostate in and out. (laughs) So, yeah, he's trying to, he's like, you cannot stank. Like, when he tells me, he looks to me, he goes, like, the suitcase hasn't been opened. And he goes, are there a bunch of business cards in there? And I literally (laughs) turned to him and I said, I said, there are a shit ton of cards in there. (laughs) I I think I even got a free deck from somebody. I don't know. I've got a free Netrunner deck. I have to figure out what we're going to do with it. But, yeah, fucking awesome. We're uh, at uh, three TSA. hours and forty-five minutes on my recording. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking this is going to be epic. Yeah, and the other thing I want to mention too is Brad made me a gin and tonic, and uh, Brad gets <laughs> a little heavy on the basil. Little little heavy. <laughs> Did anyone drink a little Brad's gin and tonic? Because I had some. It of yours. feels like there's a, it feels like there's a basil like plant growing out of the cup. <laughs> like I think Brad is putting way too it was much very basil fancy. in gin and tonics. Although I, at I least he, he put tonic he likes in the, the gin and tonic, which the bar yeah, couldn't. no, I mean, yeah, don't don't be questioning the gin and tonic that actually has tonic in it, Jave. Jave, Jave, maybe Dave. Oh yeah, after the Jave. after the after the after the okay, after the, the waitress after the waitress I'm, gave I'm me like two drinks in a row. Every bottle I have in my game room, and there's quite a fucking lot in these bottles. Uh, what, what about the drink where Clay saw the lady sneeze right into the oh, drink and then keep making that. it? All I all oh, yeah. I heard I did see him send the eggs back because they were too cold. Tw- no, that was twice. Yeah, he sent, he sent touch, it twice. Touch the eggs. Touch the eggs. But, the eggs, but Clay also Clay also was a witness to the ladies making a drink and she sneezes right in the drink oh, and just makes it and sends it and then he came back in and said, "Do not order a single drink." <laughs> God. But I think that that would have been our our argument if we were more cogent. We could have been like, "Well, the reason we're not buying drinks from your stupid right. bar it's is because you're fucking, fucking bartender." You're sneezing in the shit. Yeah. Right. Although I I don't know. Even if she sneezed in it, if a ten ounce wine pour, I probably would still bought them. <laughs> You'll forgive uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it turns out. I mean, like literally, this lady was, and I got I got some for other people too. Like she was pouring me ten ounces of wine at a time. I'm like, okay. Sure, whatever you want to do, baby. Whatever you, whatever you need, I'm here for you. By, by Friday, I just ordered one whiskey. Yeah. Well, then we had the, you know, we had the bottles on the DL and some. Yeah. And, oh, that was Saturday and some, and that that worked out pretty well. That that worked yeah. out much better. Yeah. Well, once people started getting sly about it, not being like blatant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you buy one drink from the bar and right. then you refill. Use the cup off the bottle. Yep. Right. All right, boys. You guys got anything else, or that good? I am more than good. I think, uh, yeah, I think yeah, we're gonna have some problems. So, Jason, what are you gonna want us to upload for this? 
I think he's going to want my recording because I have not. Yeah, I have not spazzed so, the whole thing. So you have one entire recording. I have one entire recording that is at three minutes and forty six three 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 hours and forty six <laughs> minutes right now. But all of my uh, drops, and all of your drops will be different files. So just upload the, whatever you have. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll put it on Dropbox and I'll send you the link. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. I'll uh, figure it out. You're gonna put that on your. You're gonna put that on your own Dropbox. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I, I somehow I got a Dropbox. Like they were having a, a bargain Dropbox. I like have fucking fifty gigs of Dropbox, so it's fine. Yeah, you'd be surprised how big these wave files are. No, they're pretty, but they're pretty not large. fifty gigs big. Yeah, I mean it's probably what two or three, maybe not even a gig, but uh, anyway. I no, think each no, one big. is three. They're yeah. big. It's, it's okay. The duck can handle I, it. No matter how I big boys. you guys are, I can take it. You in. can take it. I can accept <laughs> I'm pretty, it. I'm pretty big. I'm pretty big. Well, still, the duck can accept your bigness and um, and, and and love it. And okay. I, okay, I appreciate okay. your, your taking. Okay, this. okay. <laughs> I think Dave, Dave, Dave's uncomfortable. Dave, Dave is uncomfortable, but um, I want to say, uh, yeah, I hope you can come to uh, a, a of uh, game on, Dave. So, so basically, uh, Duck, what you're saying is, when you came to the convention, you felt like you walked into a room with about 35 guys who were your best friends. Uh, that is exactly what I felt. And then you're going to go to Game On where there's other guys there. You'll meet them. But when you know, when you come back to our convention, that these are all guys, they like the same things you like, and you have a bond with them, and it's like a brotherhood. I do. And that is exactly correct. So at Game right. On, the guys that at Game On that are in the AAC, including Jeff, even though he apparently appears without his shirt at soccer games, um, <laughs> I, I will feel... I will feel the bond, but AAC Con is is it's it, all about us. It's all about us, and AAC Con is the best. Game on! I love a game on. Um, there are super, and I can drive there, so there is no way I'm not going. I love game on, but AAC Con. If you're not going to AAC Con and you like this podcast, if you like the guild, you're a fucking idiot. And if you don't go, I yeah, fuck you. So, so it's going to be aacconvention at gmail.com and just send an email and let us know that you're interested. If, we'll if you guys it. fucking don't let me come, I'm not sending an email. If you don't let me come, I will hunt you down and kill you. <laughs> but I'm so coming, you're no invited. matter what it is. But so yeah, it's, it's, if it's, other people it's, find it's, send an email. I don't care. It's basically going to be a private convention from now on Yeah. because I don't think we need to get much bigger than 60 or 70. I think after that we're going to dilute or 40. Uh, the quality of the convention. I think yeah. we'll be about so, 40. I think we'll be about yeah. 40 I think we'll Dallas. be about 40 next year. 60 will be the biggest we'll ever be. Yeah, so. and it's perfect. We'll get a slightly bigger uh, space. Yep. Um, it'll be perfect. It, it was already perfect because I think, you know, the num with the number of people we had, it was perfect. There were a couple of... There were a couple of couple apples and buns couple that didn't quite fit in, but yeah. it'll be. It, it's still there was enough of us there. Who the fuck cares? I don't care. Right, you, duck, duck. You'll you'll always remember your first time. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. It was special. All right, boys. Pop that cherry. All right, guys. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash guild slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.